Magos, we are receiving a transmission. It appears to contain vital intelligence from the Warfront. From whom is this transmission? The Loyalists or the forces of the Warmaster? Ascertain this, Adept. It is a vocal transmission. It appears to be three remembrances. I cannot tell you to whom they are loyal. Where is it coming from? It is from the Galactic Northeast, from the edge of the Empire. Welcome to Edge of Empire, a heresy podcast. Those of you who have been listening frequently will know this is an action-packed non-stop adventure through the world of heresy. Tonight, we'll be covering all sorts of shenanigans. But before that, let me introduce my long-suffering co-hosts, none other than the legend that is Mr. Michael Bottrell. Oh, I get to go this time. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, Hi, hello. And... As always, I'm joined by my brother from another mother, Chris. <laughs> Good evening, morning, afternoon. Is he not your actual us? brother as well, though? Uh, no, he's technically a brother from yeah. another mother. Yeah, oh, I we, suppose. Yeah, I suppose, we share. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, isn't he? Yeah, your actual brother as well. No, yeah, yeah, we are. Actually. Both are true. Both are true. Yeah. Both are absolutely true. Absolutely. And I'm very glad I have him as a brother. Even though he sometimes, I he's know just, it's, it's, he it's says what's... now. He <laughs> says while it's recording. <laughs> I, I wish I could say that about my brother. Well, the thing is, the list challenge puts a huge strain on our uh, on our brotherly relationship. I'll have you know because we are, as also you may the... have guessed, somewhat competitive. Yeah, just mildly competitive. <laughs> also, I would have thought the fact that one of you plays Imperial Fists and the other Iron Warriors. How? Who would have thought that? Yeah, who would yeah. have thought that? You could have written a whole series of books and or. A game are, about uh, brothers like us. I'm, I'm expecting there at some point to be a listener that's like doing a psychology degree, and just get an email going. Can we have a chat with you two? Yes, you two need to come in for a chat. Anyway, we've, we've already started on massive tangents, and it's not even two minutes in. We and, and I've been month, warned by the women folk not to go on tangents. Okay, no tangents, tangent-free zone this evening. So, oh wow, uh, yeah, it's going to believe that when I hear yeah, it. We, I'm never not going to be on tangents. Anyway. Let me get back to the task at hand. So tonight we will be having a very brief look at this month's new releases, uh, chaperoned as always by Michael's eagle-eyed view of all things. What I like is going to be so quick, it's going to be brief, brief, speedy and brief. Absolutely. Uh, we'll also be having an update of what all of us have been up to in the world of heresy, painting, playing games, etc., etc., uh, we'll be going through a run through this month's news, as we always do, to round all things heresy related. Uh, we also have a review of the event only anthology, The Scions of the Emperor, uh, the audio drama Black Shields, The Broken Chain, and we will see what books are coming soon. Exciting stuff. Um, and for this month's list challenge, we have uh, opened our doors to a outsider, no less. We are going to be doing the Masters of Ungentlemanly Warfare themselves, the Alpha Legion, as requested by our long-suffering and uh, very um, well-backing patron, Mr. Graham Campbell Esquire, also known colloquially as Scottish Graham. And so he will be doing a list with us, which was very good. So um, yep, look forward to that. One. And we'll be doing all, all our lists will be based around Coilers of the Hydra, and which particular units we've added in from other units, other armies, I beg your pardon, 
uh, to see how we can make those nefarious gits the Alpha Legion work. And boy, do they work well. Very impressed. And finally, after we've had a quick look, possibly at the post bag, um, we'll look at what events are going to be coming up in the UK in the near future. So um, Michael can talk about this next bit because it's quite important. He's been a busy little programming beaver. And, yeah, uh, yeah, tapping away uh, to to bring us in right up to date in the twenty first century's cutting edge technology. So, tell us all about <laughs> it, Mister Bottle. Yeah, the show now has an Alexa skill, which what it will do is you say um, Alexa, open Edge of Empire, and um, it starts playing the um, the latest episode, um, and it will on request do the previous two as well. Um, why? Because. I wanted to challenge. I, I wanted. I wanted to challenge myself Why? to see if I could do it. Clearly, you could, um, and give it a shot. But you know, it's it, it's it's interesting. I've used it um, to listen to the last episode. Uh, it's not bad, but uh, yeah. So the you've episode got, or the uh, skill? The the episode. Yeah, I've got to listen to the episode. The episode was bad. The skill works, so it, it's all right. It's uh, it's just um, you know, just because I could. <laughs> Well, I think um, it's something. This is the future, my friend. Everybody will be doing this at some point in the future, in the not too distant future. You know, we won't even bother typing a thing anymore. You won't even uh, typing a thing. In. But um, yeah, so if you've got an Amazon Echo device, you can search for Edge of Empire in the Skills and Game section of the app, or follow the link I'll put in the show notes. Uh, I am working on porting it to Google, um, but that's proving a lot more difficult than I thought. I I, I I sent it for review a couple of days ago, and then they've just sent it back and says it doesn't work. <laughs> it's a bit more difficult because i don't actually have um a google home device um to test it on so i'm literally mm. using the simulator so um uh, okay. i might have to borrow Lindsay's work phone because she's got um an android because you can use google actions on that so can uh, you yes i have an old android phone i can i can give you oh no it's it's all right it's just Lindsay's got one i can just um okay cool it. And just nick it off as anyway, a test. But, I've got to yeah. say that it's pretty exciting, mate. I've got to say that is yeah. you know quite cool. I am deeply impressed with your with your skills to play so, the bills. So we were first on deeply impressed. It's 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 probably way bigger than it needs to be and silly. Uh, it was just sort of um, you know reading up, and I was like looking at things, and I was and I was like, oh, if we're with this particular podcast host, they would do it for us automatically. How would you do one yourself? And Very good. It, it anyway. Just, I thought Gauntlet it would be really simple. Is down, isn't it? Mechanicum Gauntlet is well and truly down there. Uh, we have raised the game. So we were first again. on Spotify, weren't we? Yes, we were the first heresy. Are we the first to have um, an Alexa skill, do we think? We, we are, I checked. Oh, I see, cutting edge. See? Cutting, cutting edge. edge. Cutting Absolutely. Edge. Well played, gentlemen. Well played. So, although why you would have your Alexa play a uh, uh, you know, four or five hour file, I don't know. <laughs> there is the fact that you may have over-engineered it because there isn't really the demand. But one day, my friend, one day, yeah, people will he... look back at this point in history. So that was the first Heresy podcast that did this, you know, guaranteed. Yeah. It's the only one still going. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Um, if only Alexa could do the show for us. If only it could all be read in Alexa's voice. That would be really boring. Um, anyway, go on. Click, let's get the heck out of Dodge and nip onto the new releases. Oh, 
okay so new releases this month we've we've had some yay and we've had more than just some silly little things so we've, we've, okay. we've had we've actually had a reasonable amount um yep if you include the games workshop stuff <laughs> um so the first thing we got was uh chapter master ralderon first captain of the blood angels um yes yes really we did I, this model kind of splits opinion a bit because some people are sort of like why is he why is he using a wet cloth on a um on a uh, um power blade um the man looks after he's a craftsman the i'm assuming after... the power blade is powered down or the fact that his armor's not going to really be hurt by the fact, you know, I don't know. He's, 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 he's turned it off. I mean, it, it must be turned we, off. How, they, they have on switches, don't they? We incessantly hear about them yeah, using their yeah. thumb to turn the blooming yeah. power blade on. So, uh, I mean, I do like the model. The, the only thing I don't like is the big demon arm at the bottom. I think that looks at, maybe it's just the paint job on this one. It looks a bit cartoony. Um, yeah, but the, the paint job looks a bit, it does look, the colors do look a bit old school corn berserker don't they yeah um, but even uh, so i mean ralderon itself sounds like a detergent frankly but um he, he, there have been a few starting to turn up on the 30k blood angels group and they okay. look really good i think it's the, the paint job i don't think necessarily does it favors on the forge world i, I okay. think when he's on his own off his display base he looks a lot better than he does um than he, than he does on the display base I think That's the display nice. base is a bit is a bit over over eager, um, especially with that big big goofy arm. But again, it could be the paint job. Um, it's different. I don't I don't mind. It's, it's a good. Uh, the face sculpt's really cool. I like that. Oh yeah, yeah. And, the face is um, good. Yeah. Anyway, as, as the figures go, it's a nice one. So I'll be quite happy with that one. Yeah, yeah. So he's forty-seven. Chris, you going to get him, or have you have you got enough? Doesn't do a jump pack, does he? Uh, no, that's true. Mind you, I'm not sure he's got jump packs all around. But um, anyway, next. Oh, have we lost Chris again? I believe we have. All right. Okay. Well, yeah, he might have to restart his router. So we'll move on and yes. hopefully he'll join us and then we can ask him about Ralderon. Okay. So the next bit is a Games Workshop release. So it is a Chaos Knight. Yes, indeed. So let's have a little look at this bad boy. So would you, you I mean, I wouldn't turn him away in a game of heresy personally, but I mean, he is clearly late late heresy shenanigans but yeah weapons, definitely late heresy. um other than the um the laser weapon you can definitely use this as a as a knight gallant yes um yeah. which would which would um suit a um a, the, the the actual design of it would suit um oh, what's the word i'm looking for um well to sort of rampaging cornness yeah yeah a corn a corn style late dropping everything uh, right <laughs> yeah just dropping everything um while i go um yeah drop my keyboard um yeah so it certainly would suit a late heresy corny or even general chaos night household we're just looking at the chaos night chris yeah no so i'm i'm, I'm there I'm, I'm slowly catching up my internet is being i think short of atrocious yeah I, do you know what, but I do think it's a good looking model i know people have said oh you couldn't use it but you know the, the heads are really cool on these and i think that would you would definitely know which side of the um political divide you were on if you rocked up one of those bad boys there could be no ambiguity there could there? i like yeah them. so, so, so this so I think um, a fair few of them kicking around so in terms of uh, political fairness so this would be the uh, rabid remainer okay mm, I, 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 no I, 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 i'm 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 
Let's I'm delve kidding. into I... that particular. Uh, Flipping heck! Uh, oh, no, let's no, let's politics out of me. Because because what I just said is contrary to my entire opinions on the Come matter. On. So no, no, no. Come on! Uh, you've, you've you've pulled this uh, you've pulled this particular thread now. <laughs> anyway, no, no, it, it would be me. Suppose, it would be me. Go on then. Um, <laughs> would you though? Knight Gallant has two close combat weapons, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, so and this has the kit. Does it have two close combat weapons? Two close combat weapons and a um, yes. one's like a, the sword, and the other's the one's the, the sword, and the other's mm. the um, yeah. So it is. It 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 would. Yeah, it totally. would suit. Um, so that's ninety quid um, from Games Workshop or seventy six fifty from our friends at Element Games. That's a good saving. So, um, nice. Yeah, and I'm I'm definitely sure you would see some. I I've already seen in. 40k groups anyway not 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 30k but the same thing but this kit sort of kit, kit bashed with the questorus pattern to create you know chaosified standard knights and mm. mix the parts together so it, it looks quite good um but yeah i must admit i'm just thinking about knights the other day on the, this morning in fact so i have four knights as i may have mentioned i never use them and I was thinking, well, if I get a fifth one, I could then potentially have a knight army. Then maybe you and I could have a knight battle at some point, uh, Michael, because we do very yeah. many on knights, do we? Yeah, I so, um, very often. But I was thinking, oh, I need a fifth one. So, so I then thought about maybe another new release that I think we're going to be talking about later, but possibly maybe one of these. But then I'd have three knight gallants, which is a yeah. bit overkill. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're a bit heavy that way at that point, aren't yeah. you? Uh, yeah, but, you know, it could be fun. Yeah. Uh, worth mentioning is the Chaos Knight transfer sheet, £12. Yes. Pounds. Um, that is a direct only um, product. Um, it's just got a bunch of um, Chaos House um, transfers, but it's a source of transfers, and there's always you always want transfers to, to, to customize your units and stuff. So, yeah, I suppose they're a bit too big for AT, aren't they? Yeah, well, you could use some of some them of for them. AT. Some of them totally. I was more thinking, you know, the, um, the bottom end of that scale, you could, the bottom end of the thing. Oh yeah, the bottom with the chaos runes. Yeah. yeah, or you could even use that on vehicles. You know, word bearers vehicles or yeah, yeah. sons of Horus runes and stuff like that. So, yeah, very cool. It's all, it's always worth mentioning little things like that because you know sources and stuff like that. Uh, sure. The next thing is a little bit expensive if you this if you're buying it just for the models, but it's Blackstone Fortress Traitor Command, thirty seven fifty, and the two models in there you get are a Chaos Ogryn and a Chaos Commissar. So. Uh, potentially useful for militia players, but it's, it's expensive. A lot, a lot of money. Yeah, expensive. You say it's a lot of money for those two models, yeah. but when you look at some of the GW standalone plastic models, as anyway, yeah, they're about twenty quid a, a shot as it is. So, actually, if you were going to buy either of these individually from Games Workshop, if they ever did them individually, you'd probably be paying that amount of money anyway. Yeah, I mean, I suppose if you, the Solar Auxiliary Ogrins, for example, they're seventy-two pounds for three, so not too far away, I guess. And then it's, I say chuck in the um, Commissar sort of figure you've got there. Yeah, you could it's, do it that way. it's thirty-one eighty-seven at Element Games, mm, but I suppose so if you if you like um, Blackstone Fortress, and I know a lot of people do, um, you know, and you, you could just buy these anyway and give them the common yeah. basing scheme. So yeah, that's I like the idea of Blackstone Fortress. Never played it, or ever seen it played, but it looks pretty really good. good. I'm really gonna dumb. buy. It. I'm gonna buy it next month with my next month's okay. pay. I'm gonna buy Ooh, it. Lovely. So, oh, Ooh, there you go. I think that's on the camera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like a quick hide. Talking about traitors. Okay, the next one is a little bit controversial, I imagine. Um, an awakened wild. Uh, no, sorry. The first, the next one is Lost in the Damned, a limited edition, fifty quid. Came and Got went it. within a few minutes. So, 
was it uh, yeah. fairer this year? Was there was there less? You know, it's, people are buying a whole ba- like two hundred of them and selling stayed, them. It stayed for around for longer pounds. because you were limited to one per person. Um, well, one per purchase, I should say. So someone could buy one, go back in, buy another one, go back uh, in. Okay, right. Although I did, buy hear, five. I did hear at least uh, one person having all but one order cancelled um, on um, uh, on one of the Facebook groups. Someone had complained nice. that they tried to buy four and they'd had um, three of them cancelled. So, I mean, How many copies of a book do you need? Well, no. obviously they're going to sell it on because obviously people are... The, the smart thing to do yeah. would be to do them under different names. Oh uh, yeah, I would have thought so. Um, you know, four different internet browsers, different yeah. different names. Um, okay, so that came and went. So the next one, I said, this is a controversial one: the Awakened Wildwood. It's thirty pounds yeah. now. Designed. Let's have a, let me have a look at this before it's designed, we go. Uh, it's designed with Sigmar in mind. It just as I have argued before, the thirty-first millennium has planets with trees. I can just see the Ewoks living in them as we speak. They can. There they are. That. Planets, planets have trees, you know. It's but yes, no, planets have trees. So if you wanted to add some trees, it's not the cheapest way of doing it, but you could do it this way. As trees go, as models for trees go, great. No problem. <laughs> Whether it's they would look spectacular in the background. Okay. Okay, I have <laughs> this. So you can, it's just right you in the background. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so that's 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 there. It's 30, 30 pounds or twenty five pounds fifty at Element Games. Um, as I said, if you want trees, it's a source. It's not something I will put on my tables, but you know. Yeah, okay, fair play. Um, then we've got a bunch of Adeptus Titanicus stuff. Now this is this has caused a little bit of uh, upset because in, it turns out everywhere but the UK, these are seemingly out of stock now already. So people are getting very upset that they can't get them. Um, so we've got the Traitor Legio stratagem cards, Loyalist Legio stratagem cards. Um, they're £9.50 each. So they're the stratagems that you, you already, you have these in the books already. So they're yeah. not something that you can't get access to. It's just the cards are really handy. Yeah. Um, and and that, uh, and then, yeah. A separate note: This is the thing, the one thing that so I've started painting my first painted Titan. Yay! Um, the only thing that puts me off at the moment is I just don't know what I should have should be buying, and not like all the weapons or which weapons do I buy, which cards do I buy? Do I have you magnetized it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, what yeah, you, just... I mean, what you've got to start with the volcano cannons aren't too bad. I would say get some games under your belt. That's that's what what I just, like, try, trial and error, trial and error. Yeah, trial and error. Uh, it's more about like you know the cards and the those terminals and all well, this other craziness. Know, you only like, need the terminals for the models. So if you haven't car- got the models, these, no point buying car- the terminals. These cards here, all those stratagems are already in the book. Right, you can okay. buy them; they're just a handy source. I mean, I picked them up. Uh, well, no, I picked up the loyalist ones. I decided given that limited nature of everything, I couldn't afford to buy everything at once. And I was sort of like, well, am I ever going to do a, a traitor legion? And I'm like, no, probably not. I like that. I like the fire wasps. So, okay. Um, okay. And then we've got two sets called Titans of legend. Uh, these, there's a loyalist set and a traitor set. And what these are, these are five command terminals for different Titans, uh, named Titans from different legios. So, um, they're quite, they're quite cool. They give you some, um, choice of, uh, you know, specific uh, named characters, I guess it was, as it were. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Um, so they're quite cool. Um, I can't remember which Legio each of them is from. Yeah, so that, would the, be, that would be key. 
got the um, Born of Enlightenment that... and yeah, isn't I the know... um, Ignis Ferris. Oh, it's the one in the book, isn't it? Yeah, I think um... so. Some of them are from books. Some they 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 are from sources. The only one that's not from source is the loyalist one, Irakundus. Which is Lee Marshall's real Titan. Oh yes, that's right. Um, so they, they put in his real Titan into the game. Nice. So um, that was quite that was quite that's a nice, that's, that's quite a nice little thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we've got some Titan dice set. Uh, oh, so they're, they're those terminals. They're fifteen pounds each, direct only. Same with the loyalist cards. They're they're nine pounds fifty direct only. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got some dice. So you've got loyalist Titan dice and traitor Titan dice. Um, okay, so they're that, that's all quick look-see. Or, or 12.75 on my games. Okay, they're not bad looking dice. Yeah, I, I picked up the Loyalist set um, when I when, when they came out because uh, someone was ordering something and I was like, do you want anything? And I was like, yeah, yeah, give me the dice. Okay. Um, so I got the silver Loyalist dice. They're, they are quite nice. They're, they're quite nice. Um, definitely, okay. definitely like them. They're handy. Because obviously everybody's tit- Titanicus dice uh, at the minute are actually the same, yeah. Until this came out, so got you. So if having got a way, just the dice is fine, but these are just to you know differentiate. Yeah, I can have a different different set of dice uh, to my opponent, mm-hmm. hopefully. Um, okay, cool. Um, then we've got the Acastus Knight Proprion. This caused all manner of bother, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I touched yeah. on it in. I, I've, I've touched on the notes in Engine Kill. The okay, we'll section, do it in Engine so. Kill then. Yeah, but yeah. So obviously, very people are upset, angry, disappointed. Um, all of the, all of the above. All of the above. Yeah, yeah, all the boxes. Static. <laughs> you know, the Night Proprio. It's a beautiful model. It's a great beautiful. model. You get two of them in the box for thirty quid or twenty five pound fifty from Element Games, and they are a really, really nice model. Um, they're on sixty mil bases, and they're they're pretty much as big as a knight's going to get. I mean, they're near Warhound size. Yeah. See, I was yeah, going to buy some of these because I like them. Now I probably won't because I just don't want to be that. Because I, I think well, they look really good. I've got uh, some of the other knights, you know, the the one the, the ones with the shields because I like the look of them. Mm-hmm. And really, this is the only kind of game that I'm buying stuff where I've never played the game at all. I'm actually buying because I like some models. <laughs> yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to buy some when I can afford it. But um, yeah, I just bought Warcry instead. So. If if there's some at Battle Bunker tomorrow, I might treat myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. And they are they they've also got a terminal pack, fifteen pounds or twelve pounds thirty five at Element Games. I must admit, this is one where I'm not gonna buy more than two of these proprions. So I'm yeah. probably gonna go to eBay and see if someone's selling the individual terminals. Okay. It'll probably cost an arm and a leg, you know, ba- you know, compared to the buying the terminals. So, but I just can't see myself having needing five terminals, unless you and I split a pack, Graham. That might be an option, but let's get. Yeah. Let me get my two reavers and my two warhounds yeah. and knights done, and then we'll have a game. We'll sort. We'll sort that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have a game. Um, but yeah, so they're there. Now there were also five uh, more um, hardback heresy books are print on demand. Uh, so Fallen Angels, Thousand Sons, Nemesis, First Heretic, and Prospero Burns. They were twenty pounds. Um, they were print on demand, available to buy until the twenty seventh of last week, last Saturday um they're gone now so no. if you're really if you're relying on us for your news yeah once again we failed you yeah failed you failed. i think we again. did i think we did mention it on facebook when they first went up but okay very yeah. cool so uh the next one um is another is a book well an audiobook uh legacy betrayal now you know what you're thinking doesn't this already out it didn't have an audiobook released 
um but it does now uh 29.99 for the mp3 or one audible credit um nice. so that's nice i uh, i saw that and i was like ooh, i don't have that well i do have it but it's a mixture of audio dramas and okay it's, it's one of those weird ones where they've released it as various different things but i had a spare audible credit and i was sort of like well all right why not why not i'm cool. not going to pay 29.99 for what no. i've got most of already but uh, yeah uh, then we've got the fun stuff. So, so, well, I say fun stuff. I think these are fun. Uh, Mechanicum Knight Moriaxes, one with Volkite Vugulaire, Vegulaire, <laughs> and Guy G Siege Claw, and Vegulaire, uh, one with Lightning Locks. Yes. So, so the Lightning Locks is the better one, and people have been saying because I'm very, very tempted by these, right? Um, because I think rather than getting a fifth knight, I could get two of these. I think they look great. Go for it. I'm, I'm definitely going to get some. Absolutely smashing. Um, uh, and they're something a bit different. So I'm very tempted by them. I think I'll probably have two of each eventually. Yeah, the only thing is, is I, I, the, the lightning lock one looks cool, but can you have... I don't know enough about the rule. I should probably read the rule, shouldn't I? You can is mix it, yeah. Can you have lightnings and uh, some of that, those lightning locks uh, and those cool claws or not? I is, don't... Let's have a look at the rules. I don't think you can mix those up. I mean, you might be able to, knowing the knowing armagers, because armagers are the armagers allow you to mix and match. So you can mix mm. helverins and close combat weapons. And yeah. uh, right, any mate exchange for one of the following uh, weapons. All right, so see. So oh, so you can replace. Yes, you can have a mixture. So you, you can, can have a lightning. Or... You can have a lightning lock with a claw, but obviously that um, means you've got to buy exactly. You can mix and match the weapons, right? And gotcha. I and I'm pretty sure I, I, I'm sure we've seen others at the um, weekender and not not the weekender the um, uh, Warhammer Fest with different weapon options. So gotcha. I imagine they're gonna they're gonna come along and have yeah. and have different different weapon options. So 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 like I said, seventy they're thirty seven pounds aren't they each from four twelve yes. seventy four pounds just over the Sakaran standard by a pound I think. But I'm very tempted by these because I think that would be rather than get a knight, two of these would be something a bit different. Yeah, and they're and so, they're, they're, they're quite they're quite cool little models. So totally. I I definitely want to I definitely want to grab um, grab a couple of each because I love my knights. So yeah, we uh, should definitely have that game because I've never used them and they just sit in the cupboard doing nothing. It would be just, just definitely, a shame. Definitely will do. Uh, uh, and then last of all, we've got the Black Shields, the Broken Chain. Uh, this is okay. an MP3, nine ninety nine, twelve pounds on CD, or one audible credit. Um, so we've got to review that later on. So it's continuing the story of Enrid Har. Now, a couple of things I'm going to say that again, controversy. I'm, I'm caught in controversy in this release actually. Um, <laughs> also worth considering is the new Warcry warbands, which hold might on, be- hold on, hold on. You're not so much courting controversy here as so much as married, moved in, and had two kids. And probably got divorced from controversy. Well, I would Courting say it's long past here. They might, some of those warbands might make decent starting sets for cultists. Let me see how much of a liberty you're taking with the new releases, sir. Okay, so. I'm not putting it in, I'm not telling you what, how much they are. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm not saying what they are. <laughs> I'm just saying there are potential, I, I can see potential for turning, for creating some cultists out of that. Also, in the starter set, you've got rap, you've got two chaos beasts, um, furies, which we know from old uh, yes. as the 
uh, uh, you know, the undivided chaos, the, you know, yeah. the, the, the general um, demon and new raptor exes, which could find use in a Demons of the Ruin Storm list. I imagine they'll get an indip- individual release at some point. But those warbands, I can definitely mm. see some people using them as the basis for conversions, you know, mix up some Imperial Guard parts and Solar Auxilia and whatever, and you could have some feral, a feral world, you know. You could. Um, you could. You're not wrong. The guys who've got the armor on, particularly. The ones yeah. with it looks like the they've iron, got sort of um, uh, the iron golems diving diving suits. I mean, and the, yeah. the big fellow with the I mean, he looks perfect, doesn't he? So yeah, yeah. you're right. There's some you could do some chaos cultists. No yeah. bother with those. What, what do you think, Chris? As much as that, I fear that we I have think, lost yeah, him. We've lost him again. He's going to have to restart his router, isn't he? Router minimum. Yeah, yeah. We'll take a pause after this and let him get back to us. Um, totally. Okay, and then the last thing again controversy there are some cool old school um second edition chaos sorcerers that were up for order last week um they'll be gone by the time this show comes out so again don't depend on the news i think they could make some cool traitor librarians or esoterists definitely i have think, one of these uh, yeah you, you said you were gonna let, let's you, have can, have you yeah, can have that yeah yeah because i'm just I, I i can see that I, i'm gonna turn him into an esoterist gotcha. um, yeah, so you know yeah. they're, they're, they're not quite a librarian you know he'll he's gonna he's gonna sit in my word bearers and uh... yeah he, he, they look the part they're a great figure actually I think one of the nicest figures and the backpacks actually are immense the ones with the sort of dragon heads yeah yeah they're very very cool so yeah I'll um, okay. I'll make sure I bring it to you tomorrow all right so what we'll do now is we'll run into what we've been up to and um, we'll uh, we'll uh, go grab Chris go, go let's get some music going. Salvation 
So now I have returned, and we will get onto what we have been up to. Um, we shall. We shall. I'll. I'll. I'll get out. I'll get out of your guys' way, and I'll go first. <laughs> uh, so, um, things things assembled this month. A grand total of zero, but I have been away on holiday for a week, so I'm I'm giving myself that uh, okay fair that excuse. Yep. Things purchased, however, you went absolutely, multiple. you went large, my friend. I went, I went balls to the wall large this month. You really did. You, which in hindsight have gone up massively. Uh, I, bet, I bet you, um, you know, Tony Cottrell uh, must be your your best friend. This, uh, <laughs> this He's not my best friend, but that's we'll, we'll, we'll get onto get Go onto on. that shortly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I bought a Zone Mortalis board. Uh, the four by four, so Mortalis board. Um, you, annoyingly, you, hold on, mate. Have no, you become on. an oligarch in and not told me about it? Because if you have, you should probably have let me know. I think, I think if I was an oligarch, you probably would have known by now. <laughs> I think you both would have known by now. <laughs> well, could because, hope. Yeah, 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 he would have bought, he would have bought us a dedicated recording studio, don't you know? Yeah, we'd, true, we'd, yeah. we'd have, you know, we'd have turned Coming of Legends into a full time every weekend gig. Um, if I'd become an oligarch, no, I, I, um, yeah, I got some some money and, um, then I, yeah, I, 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 so I bought the, the ZM board. The whole this is a whole what three by three you bought four by four, my brother. Oh, my goodness. The me. thing is, the thing is, when you buy a four by four Zomotalis board, and you're sort of thinking in your head, four by four is not that big. When it turns up to your place of work, because you've greatly under anticipated how big it's going to be. At that point, when the realization hits you that you've now got to get it from A to B, and you don't drive, Ooh, on the train. On the train. Luckily, it's not a long commute for me. No, but it's, and taking it, it from your place of work, which I'm assuming is in Chichester Town Centre. It is to the train station, which is a fair hike, if I remember. Oh, no, it's, no, it's only a five ten minute walk, so it's not okay. too bad. But it's when you get on. T- so I have a little trolley that I've used to take things up and down from up to you guys and stuff in the past. Yes. And I thought I'll take that with me to work. Cause it's just one box. It's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Chuck it on that. It'd be nice and easy to do my shopping after work. Yes. So I went to lunch at work and then I came back and, uh, one of my colleagues went, Oh, there's some deliveries for you. And oh. it was the plural bit that I instantly picked up on <laughs> when I went downstairs and there were three massive boxes uh, okay. sort of at the, in the on the shop floor, and everyone going, "What have you ordered?" I was like, "I didn't actually think about the size of the packaging." So let me get this correct. So, I, what do you get with the zone? So we should have done an unboxing, really. But um, what do you get? It, it, it wouldn't boxes? be a particularly thrilling unboxing because it's okay. It's, so all you get is basically a tile, a one foot square tile. Yes, and a variety of different. Um, I think there's about eight different tiles. I think it is right, uh, something like that. Yeah, there's about eight different tiles, and you get two different... each in the four by four, don't you? Yeah, because the, the... well, the one you bought. Well, I bought the. So I'd for... I've been contemplating this for a while, and I've been going. Yeah, I'm just... I'm going to buy the set where it's all of the bits and the doors. Yeah, and then I got the money, and then I went to the Forger website, and the set with all the bits and the doors had gone. Out of stock because they've stopped making the doors. I saw that. Yes, that was um, that that was a, a very, which very... was a nuisance more than anything. So I then 
went, all right, plan B, we'll, we'll worry about doors later, and bought the pre-packaged sets that they do of the two sets of four. Right. They do that. So I, I bought enough of those to have a four by four table. Basically. Wow, that is impressive. Um, so we've got, so yes, yeah, so I've, I've got that for, for home and sort of working out how to get up north for yeah, that like it's, wow. challenge, which is, is probably going to be involving a courier. Um, I've kind of been looking at sort of transport solutions. Uh, might be all right. Yeah, I, I, there's a couple of couriers that mm. I've used at work and stuff that aren't too like crazy expensive. So I'll have a chat with them and, and see what we can see what I can organise. But it will be coming out for coming. It was bought with it in mind of me using it here and also for us to do some cool stuff at Company of Legends with it. So okay, well, um, we look forward to that. Now I've never played Zomortalis. In fact, I don't even know what the rules are for Zomortalis. So. I wonder whether, gentlemen, we should do an episode on Zone Mortalis once we get here. Oh, we can have a, yeah, we can have a chat around about it, sort of, yeah, maybe. Yes, yeah. Once, yes, once we get sort of things finalised for next year and yep. you know, let people know what, yeah, you know, what yeah. the rules are and so stuff. I think, I think the kind of talk that I think I was, I was saying anyway was for this, it might work to do this as... Um, as doubles with 750 points each or something while we've just got one table yeah i, I think because it, it's going to be a case of there'll be a happy spot somewhere yeah yeah figure something out because because i've always thought that personally um what if we were ever it's just dropped a model um if we were ever going to do zone mortalis i would do it like 1250 points each take four people out have two tables and then they sw- they swap over halfway through because the Zomortalis game doesn't take as long as no. Okay, I think if we, I don't know I, I don't anticipate this being the last sort of ZM bits I I buy. Yeah. Um, I w- I would I would want to make it bigger for Company of Legends. Cool. Um, okay. But yeah, oh, it's uh, the 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 thing that threw me with it is. A, it's. Um, I knew I had to clean it, so that's sort of been the the main sort of thing I've done recently. It's just been sitting yeah. in the garden with some um, degreaser, right? Because it has all the um, <sighs> what's the, the, agent? The, the resin yeah, the, the releasing agent. agent. Oh, yes. Yeah, all over it. So I've got some of that. Um, the AG um, HG people they do the like industrial cleaning and stuff. Okay. Ah, so yeah. I've used. They have a spray degreaser which I've used. Which is actually which is actually really quick and easy. So I've nice. done every one of the tiles a couple of times with that just to make sure. Mm. Um, but it's black resin, and it really threw me. I was expecting this big clump of grey. Yeah, so and was then, I. I, I thought, thought you'd actually painted it. No, so, no, oh, it, it, it came like that car. Oh, I didn't know that. I, be- I believe it's because it's cheaper. Okay. It's cheaper for that type of product because yeah. the type of resin that they pour for um, uh, for, for our models is solid and stuff like that. Whereas the Zone Mortalis tiles, I think they're ho- they're hollow, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they are. Oh, they this like type a- of resin works better, but I could be talking out of my bottom. So <laughs> I mean, the de- the detail is all there. All, all the tiles have. Uh, the stone foot floor well is all textured and everything you know it's still got all that detail nice. um 
painting it i have no idea what we're going to do painting it wise i keep airbrush. i mean i yeah i mean airbrush Fire will brush. be used <laughs> airbrush dry. yeah i don't want to do it metal and like stone colored okay what's your plans i took an i took a photo of some marble flooring when i was on holiday hold on hold on a moment please tell me that you aren't thinking of doing a four by fours or even larger area with very intricate marbling i mean <laughs> I, I might try i might give it a start and we'll go from there see how frustrating and annoying it gets but that's, i mean because i i was made i made the mistake of listening or not made the mistake but i was listening to uh yeah solar war and they were talking about dawn going back into his little sort of his space on the phalanx and it was like a little black marble floor and i was like that would be pretty good i i have seen a technique that uses a um, wet wipe I think <laughs> any sensible technique should well, use a wet yeah, wipe, but anyway. Like, whatever you do at the weekends is your own business, Mark. No, no, no. <laughs> so you, 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 you put, pull out the threads and sort of put them, sort of let, put down the, 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 the vein color, uh, like if you were doing black marble, put down a white coat, then sort of attach these threads of uh, threads from the wet wipes onto the, onto the thing and then spray the main color on. So you'd spray your black and then you pull up the wet wipe and then you've got okay. sort of... Yeah. Does that make any sense? That I mean, I may have sense. got it all wrong, but I've heard I've um, heard of this technique. Yeah, um, I, I was looking at like some. There is a marble spray paint you can buy. Yeah, but isn't that a bit sort of? Isn't that but, textured? Yeah, is that te- it's like that textured I'd, stone paint? That's really no. Weird. It's um, I can't remember what they're called. Uh, oh, well. There's a they do um, uh, a lot of a lot of um, graffiti artists use it. The company. Okay. Uh, and they do a marble. I don't think it's textured. I haven't really looked into it fully yet, but that's possibly that's, that's kind of what I was what I was thinking. But yeah, I just a lot of them I've seen are that classic stone walkway thing, and I just I, you know try and we'll do something different. Yeah, fair enough. Mix it up a bit. Exactly. So what else? This wasn't your only little purchase, though, was it? No. So I've also invested uh, in Blood Angels heavily, heavily in in the form of sixty marines, basically. That's so, not you, you that's, you that's buying the company. Basically, I bought the army. <laughs> you even did some wheeler dealing, didn't you, for some older marks? Yeah. So, I, well, I've got some um, ones I bought off trading from some other from uh, Chris Fletcher, which I mentioned last time. Um, and then, yeah, I've picked up. Yeah, I think I'm gonna basically I'm gonna be able to run three, about thirty six marines in my list, just normal assault marines. And then everything else is going to be in jump packs. Nice. So yeah, it's about sixty marines to to build. Yes. Paint. And these are assault marines. So these are the ones that come with the jetpacks. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're all all Mark Four uh, or Mark Five. I thought you had some Mark Two as well. Did you not? Uh, do, oh, did I buy Mark Two? Yeah, I'm sure you traded some Mark Two. Oh yeah, I might have some. Oh, I've lost track of everything. Taking the draw now. It's been a big month. It's got You've that large. Big spender, yeah. my friend. Um, yeah, I thought I just want to hit the the army in one go. There are a couple of bits I want to get still for it, um, which is the the blooming plane that's name has now escaped me. Xiphon. Xiphon. That's it. I'm gonna get a couple of those because for running Day of Revelation, you have to have a fast attack choice that can deep strike and stuff. So. Okay, cool. 
Um, so yeah, and I've sort of starting work on getting the um, Praetor how I want him because I'm going to basically my HQs are going to be um, Sanguinary Guard characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was looking at the wings of the Sanguinary Guard guy, and I for the Praetor I'm going to go for the wings that are on the Games Workshop uh, Blood Angels Chaplain on Jump Pack. Yes, because they're slightly different. They're slightly more swept. Yeah, they're very and cool. They, and it'll just make him stand out that little bit more. Gotcha. So you've gone full on Siege of Terror here, haven't you? So you've got the obviously the Custodies. Yep. You've got a, a smattering of the Mechanicum. I've got a smattering of Mechanicum. You've got a huge amount of uh, Imperial Fists. Yep. And now you've got Blood Angels. You've now got I've got the Blood Angels. Well, I, I mean, there are white scars, but yeah. there's, yeah. that, that's... <laughs> I'll leave that to somebody else. Yeah, there comes a point where you know <laughs> you just have to say no. I don't know. The painting scene that Andy Hoare and um, Pete Rees have been talking about doesn't sound that bad. No, 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 no. All the notes. No. All the notes. Uh, I think the I mean, I, all 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 of Pete's um, all of Pete's um, painting uh, for his white. It all spray can. It does, and, and actually. T- we should. I was going to mention this later, but this is a good place to mention it. Uh, Pete Reese is um, his White Scars Army is on the Thirty K channel. Oh yeah, that's uh, really good. Uh, how much? So you can, how, okay, go again, gonna hurt, gonna gonna get shouted out for Lindsay if she hears this. But uh, did it trigger you? Excuse me. <laughs> In what way did, exactly? Can we, we with, with all the with all the um the all the all the, the, all the, 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 the flying the flying yeah. Yeah, so this is an on-running uh, kind of um, bit of banter between me and Mr. Reese because obviously I have my views on how I feel the game should be played, i.e. my way and nobody else's, and uh, he has a different view, which is it should be played much more egalitarian than that, Mr. Mills, and that there are these things called skimmers and or jet bikes, uh, which I genuinely loathe because really what anything that's going to whip around outflanking and, nut- and set fire to my tanks without so much as a buy your leave... Um, is going to upset me, which yeah. they do. So we have had a little bit of banter. In fact, I believe he even he even messaged me last month and said, have you actually got a problem with my army? Obviously in jest. And I had to reassure him that this is purely a bit of banter, but um, it does look very nice. So you can't deny it's a lovely looking army. Um, hey, this, isn't day, what he, this isn't what he says in private. I'm sure he doesn't say the same thing in private, to be sure. No, no, um, this isn't what you say in you private. Yeah. What you, don't, Graham's talking in a third person perspective now, people. That is one. That fires. is the first warning <laughs> sign, right there, ladies and gentlemen. Graham well, referred you know, to himself as "I'm sure he." I'm sure. No, I was talking about Pete. Whether sure, Pete, course you know, course you were, I was absolutely 100. Right. percent So anyway, if you want to see a beautifully painted White Scars Army, award-winning, and been on the community site as well, I believe we're on the community. Yes, um, last month. Then uh, look at Pete Reese's stuff on the 30K channel, which is excellent as always. And did it trigger me? Pete did warn me. He did warn me, to be fair, that, that I should watch it, uh, you know, after having a, a bit of a lie down, listen to some whale song or something beforehand. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it could put me over the edge. Fortunately, um, there's a lot of it, isn't there? Yeah. It's a really, it's yeah. a really, really good um, show. Okay. Uh, episode. So, yeah. Right. So, Angry Man, what have you done? 
Or shall we say, what has Graham done? Because obviously we now refer to you in a third person. Now I refer to myself as a third person, which is always a worrying trend. Um, So I did say that I would get some stuff finished this month. So that was to finish the Herculean task of finishing the Warlord Titan, not the big one, just the AT one. Um, And I would also get gird my loins and and actually put some Mark III Marines together because I need at least one set of 10 for a troop choice for an allied detachment so i didn't do this because i don't know why i've got a real i don't know a real reluctance to start putting marines together usually because i find them really fiddly um but anyway i did finish my warlord titan which i'm very pleased with if i'm honest um it was quite a tricky paint job um because even though it's not a full-size one obviously it's still quite a big model and so, you know, stuff does show up. But I'm quite pleased with my Legio Mortis colours. Um, they're simple enough, obviously, because I did them. But, um, yeah, quite did, did you follow? It. Did you follow the Warhammer TV guide for it? or uh, Kind of. I mean, basically, all I've done is black and just use the Vallejo black that I like, the matte black, with um, Rune Lord brass round the trim on the black bits. And then for the red, it was just... Uh, sort of 50 50 start with um corn red and black and then sort of built that up to you know then a mephisto red at the end to sort of do the highlights with just dry brushing really and then cover it all in null oil slash agrax earth shade shade as i do with all the models and there you go job done the white head was was pretty easy i used i didn't use contrast paints because i'm not using them again and um (laughs) (laughs) and yeah it was it was all good so i'm really pleased with him not not yeah. Quite pleased uh, with his pose and stuff. You're going to mention how you lost the head? Yeah, I don't know where I lost that head. You know what? I still haven't found that. But fortunately, I remember that you actually get two in the pack. Yeah. So um, that was good news. So I found the, the sprue that came off and thought, well, oh, yeah. You were momentarily inundated with, with heads. I was. Thank you, everybody, to, who obviously, I thought people got a lot of heads. Have they been buying them separately? And it's like, no, there's two in the pack, remember, you doofus. And uh, <laughs> so I did. So anyway. I will be adding to that um, next month. We'll come on to that in a moment. But what I did paint, because we are going to a event in the 1st of September. This one's at South Tyneside Gaming Club. Um, and that's a 3000.1. And I might take my solar, but I um, have, like Chris, I actually did get a bonus this month. And uh, that went on paying for a new flat roof. But the remnants of that that weren't taken on paying for other things like holidays, uh, I managed to spend on buying some oligarch-esque things myself, namely uh, the Auroch from Forge World for my solar auxiliary, 70-odd quid for a thing that's no bigger than a rhino. And I also... That's that's almost a full Sakaran. Do you know what? I had to really think about it. And secondly, I I painted... So I painted that up. I'm very pleased with the paint job on that. That sounds... But as I've painted these from start to finish i've kind of got my technique down now i'm quite happy with it and i think it looks pretty good and i also painted a basilisk a solar auxiliary basilisk that i'd got as part of the stuff that i bought when i got that sort of bargain set um second hand so that was obviously painted previously so i've repainted that in my uh, army's color so it all matches now so i'm really pleased with that um so that's what i've painted so it's quite a lot of painting actually done uh, I enjoyed those those things that I put together. I also put some heavy flamers on some turrets because um, I don't 
So the Overwatch ability of a solo auxiliary tank commander, I thought, actually, do you know what? Trying to hit people with sixes is never going to happen for me. So I'm just going to use heavy flamers everywhere because at least I don't have to roll to hit just to wound. So, um, yeah, so I've now got some of those done. So all in all, the solo auxiliary are getting there. I've got some other stuff to build, but fundamentally I keep adding to it. It's a very addictive army, M- more addictive than any army I've played, I think, since the Iron Warriors. Yeah, cool. So there you go. I think that's the interesting thing. Like with the, the angels only came about because I didn't get that buzz with the robots. Yes. So you can't. You've, you've been lucky insofar as you managed to get that buzz. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I didn't get it so much with the world eaters. Yeah. Because um, I don't really play them now, and they were fun. They are a fun army, but at the moment they're kind of on the back burner. And I've still got them. There's you know four and a half thousand points sitting there all painted, ready to go. Um, but the solo auxiliary, there's something about them, even though I've not won a game with them, which is, you know, which is fun. Um, they are quite an addictive little army because yeah. um, I don't know what it is about them. I just really like them as a, as an idea. And they are, if you are going to play them, you have to kind of be on the top of your game, if that makes any sense. I think because I think you're the thing at with, a disadvantage. I think the thing with like, guard, especially, and, guys you know similar armies like that is you can sort of associate with them a little bit more yeah there's a humanity yeah, yeah there's that yeah which is when like when we write characters for example we very rarely write them from a space marine perspective because they're quite difficult to relate to yeah i find so we tend to usually write from a human's perspective because we understand that but um yeah so also this month although uh, not necessarily related to modeling and painting uh we we I did do some work on the Company of Legend missions, so we've redone uh, the one of the missions because it was it, the feedback we got was that it was very difficult for one side to, to win if the other side you know did certain things. So we've put that out. We might put it in the show notes for people to play test for us. That'd be very useful. Um, we've I think we've put some stuff in to uh, balance that out. Um, but yeah, that was all good. And we also did this other mission for this other event that is not in this country um and that's going to apparently be um going to use it so that's really cool uh so, yeah the lvo yeah i didn't want to say that obviously but you know you can oh, say well, it. Well, that's fine. Oh, why not well i, I didn't I, I didn't know if i was allowed to i thought you were well i didn't want to assume oh. you know you know anyway well it's too late now isn't it so, so yeah. anyway they did ask us to and unless, I, unless I, I beat that out no, no, you could do, I suppose, but now this whole conversation is going to be completely null and void. But anyway, they did pro- approach us and other people who run events, incidentally, um, to see if we were interested in putting together a narrative mission for the LVO Heresy event, which we obliged, and we have done so. So hopefully, um, they, they made some changes to it, obviously, because they need to probably get it to fit their narrative, and this is a big event, not like the sort of events yeah. that we run. Um, so if you are going to the LVO, you may end up playing a mission written by us, which are, or at least you know mainly written by us. So that's quite exciting. We can only apologise. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I was quite pleased with it. Anyway, so that's me. Busy month on the Heresy Front for me. Mm-hmm. What about you, um, Mr. B? Finishes. Come on, let's. Yeah, mine was actually not. I mean, I said I would do the Fortress of Redemption, some Sector Sanctorus ruins, um, and paint the Sector Mechanicus kill zone. And do a bit more of the scenery from Scotch Grome. Now, I have done all that, but that's ba- basically all I've done because it's been so hot. Uh, I've yes. had, I had paint drying on the brush. Ouch. It was impossible to paint for about a week. Um, and then I went to 
Glasgow to do the interview with Graham. Um, not just to do the interview with Graham. I was working at a board game um, event. Uh, not a board game event, video game I, event. So, yeah, I should have said that. That's what I do. You know, I travel. <laughs> I travel just to, just to interview people. We, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go to your hometown. Reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very important. No, um, yeah. So, uh, what? Yeah. So, I got the Fortress of Redemption finished. Now that's a big old model. That is like huge, huge model. Um, and that, that's that's nice. Uh, I've always wanted one, so it was sort of like when I when when the money was there, and it was sort of like, oh, do I do I do I buy something this month, or I or do I um or do I save for it? You know, <laughs> say, or, or do I save it and buy something else? And then and then Megan sort of looked at my wish list, and she was like, "You've got enough money for this. Why don't you buy this?" And I was like, "Well, I have always wanted one, but I always get something else." Yes, and it was sort of like, yeah. So I went for it. Yeah, so I finally went for it. So I'm quite happy with that. Cool. Um, it's a really, really cool model. And that forms the cornerstone. And that basically allowed me to put a few bits and bobs together and make a whole new table. So that is that is now, sad to say, it's in storage at, at my parents-in-law <laughs> uh, with the rest of the company of Legends boards. But it, it's cool because I'll be able to take my own box from home and swap swap them out from time to time and get Very the good. Boxes. Plan, yeah. um, but yes, yeah, really cool. Uh, I just did some more Sector Sanctorus ruins because seriously, you get there's so many about them going about, and I've been given a few sets um, because they gave them all uh, with the new kill team stuff. Yes, uh, it, with the elites, um, the, the the Death Lord, the Falcon Sons, and the Orcs, they all came with it. The Kill Zone came with it, and obviously, a bunch of people didn't want them from Urban Conquest, so it's sort of like ridiculous the amount I've had of I've had of them. So. Um, <laughs> Um, I've ended up giving some away because I just don't need that many. It'd wow. be boring to have the same bits repeated over mm. and over. Um, what, what is this? London Heresy? It's not Heresy. London, um, well, not London Heresy. It was nothing like that. London GT, wasn't it? Yes. No, yeah. no. They, they, it's they're, they're eight interesting bits. And my favorite bit of them is that this sewer grate um, thing, which is really quite cool. But you can't have too many of them all over the place. Um Otherwise, it, it does get a bit samey. Okay. Uh, I think we've got one, two, three, four, four. Maybe no. We'll have five of them, or on our tables, spread around. So yeah, um, yeah. So then I got from the Conquest magazine. So that's the, the that's the weekly Warhammer magazine, which is really quite good. The I love gift that. that keeps on giving. I it think. does. It had yeah. the um it had uh, at the beginning of the month it had the thermic plasma regulators. So that they were I think they're seventeen quid now. Two little you know plasma yeah. type things and they um they i got them and painted them up they've gone in the conquest scenery box um there's a box that's going to basically at the end of it be a table's worth of scenery just from the magazine See, we, what um, we should have done is we should have bought that all shouldn't we but then i suppose i would never would have used there, then, you've got, of it. then yeah. you've got primaris and death garden yeah. yeah i mean yeah. i'm picking up the odd extra copy of scenery stuff where i can um because gotcha. i imagine some people don't want the scenery bits they want the you know the models from yeah Planet yeah Forbidden, forbidden planet are stocking some of the stuff i mean i'm getting the um the reactor the hematrope reactors um in a few weeks i've ordered two extra of them um gotcha. they'll, they'll they'll go on a board nicely um and it's just nice little bits that are coming on cheap because essentially you're paying 14 uh well no 16 quid and you get a 25 quid set of scenery so perfect it's it, it's it's not too bad yeah. um you can yeah. probably, it's pretty good trading sort of yeah yeah a lot of some people are trading like i have traded back some stuff because i got a bunch of stuff that i don't need from because i got dark imperium and they're giving you essentially dark imperium yeah. and i've traded a few models that i didn't need because i've already got them in dark imperium and gotten some scenery back so 
I'm cool. quite happy with that. So, and I also painted one of the the thermic plasma regulators we got from Scott Graham. So oh, yeah. um, then over the past week, since it's gotten cooler, I've been able to crack on with that uh, sector mechanics kill zone. So that's the box that came with um, with kill team. Uh, not not came with kill team. It was a separate kill team box. But um, I've gotten that done. So I got the um, the galvanic servo hauler. So that's the um, cranes and stuff. Oh, uh, they're cool. Yeah, yeah, they're they're really cool. I I love them because uh, mm. at first I wasn't so bothered about them, and I was like, no, nah, I don't fancy any of them. They're they're just, they're just little silly little things. Then we went to the thirty k channel, and they yeah. had them on the shelf, and I was just looking at them, and I was like, these are actually really quite cool. They are. So then I got them, and then Megan got the orc kilting box, and they had some in there. So um, I've ended up with three three sets of them, and I've got another set to come from Conquest at some point. So quids in. Yeah, quids in. Um, and uh, Andrew from Durham Raiders has asked me to paint his. So very good. They're not too bad because they're actually a, a nice little fun bit, bit of thing to paint. So um, yeah, so uh, did them. There was some thermic plasma conduit, so you know the plasma pipes. They're there, they're all right. And a, I literally just finished before the recording the uh, Graham's manatee name of the uh, of the of the month. <laughs> yes, the, the ferrotonic incinerator. Oh, ferrotonic's new. We haven't had that. Usually it's Sector Imperialis Mechanicaris. Well, it's Sector Mechanicum. It's a Sector Mechanicum Ferrotonic Incinerator. Okay. I um, I had a theory about this. I wonder if the manatees are named the things, if that makes sense. I see what you mean. Everyone gets the food uh, first. Right, I see what you mean. So basically... There's a tank of about a dozen of them. Right, and one's called Sector, one's yeah. called Mechanicus, Imperialis. one's called Imperialis, one's called Prometheum. And what they do is they chuck their dinner out, and yeah. the manatees make a mad rush for it, and they just work out which one got to the dinner first. Yeah, and That's they do it in it. order. Yeah, perfect. And, and they've got like, what, a couple of them have breeded. Uh, you know, Imperialis and Sector have breeded, and, and now, 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 we've, now we've got Ferrotonic. Ferrotonic. Ferrotonic yeah. sounds like a, a really cool rapper. It does actually. But basically, it's a it's a large silo with a crosswalk. What with you know a, a cross you know. Um, I've been um, called worse. What's yeah. the word I'm looking for? A plus well, sign on top of it uh, as a walkway. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's quite it's quite a cool little quite, quite a cool little bit of scenery. Um, it's good. The the problem with getting scenery when you when you when you're looking at some of the stuff is uh, some of the cheap stuff is not as good a line of sight blocking for things like um, uh, what do you call um nights yeah so, i mean because it, it used to be oh yeah you just have to have enough walls around that people can hide behind and now it's like yeah we've got to hide from flyers and knights yeah so i guess pe- people want ever taller terrain right some people are never happy unless they're covered they're in terrain so yeah but this has a big a big silo thing in the middle so that does okay. block Not block a little though. That does lo- block a bit of line of sight, but okay. I thought about these for like an engine to represent like an engine room. Yeah, ZM things like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could definitely get some of that to to shove into ZM. Some of the uh, mm. some of the um, what you call it uh, um, bits and bobs of uh, okay uh, of, ty- of of of, of um, from the sector mechanicus in, in particular the manatee range. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and uh, for Adeptus Titanicus, I painted up the um, quite cannon. So um, right. Because that was, I had a free ship. I had that free shipping batch I told you about last month. So yes, yes, yes. I picked up that, and um, that's a quite a nice little model. Um, 
And then I treated myself to, I did, did, did my own little bit of a oligarchy spending, um, <laughs> but nowhere near as, near as, near as much as yours. Well, unless I include um, the, the Sigma stuff I bought. We don't um, talk about that here. Carry yeah. on. Well, I, I, carry I, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got some Legio Stratagem cards for the Loyalists, uh, the Titans of Legend for the Loyalists, and the uh, Loyalist Titan dice. So the Titan dice turned up today because I got them from Element, uh, along with a bunch of bunch more paints because I've been going through them quite quickly. And I have been enjoying the contrast, unlike you two. I've had a right old time. So actually, while we're here, should we just have a little catch up? As it wasn't, it did happen this month. Two of us tried the contrast, and I had. Mixed results, let's let's shall we say. So I uh, maybe I'm doing something wrong, but I think I had the same thing that Chris had. So when we were looking at the contrast paints for the Lunar Wolves, thinking this is a shortcut to success, uh I couldn't get it to look anything other than slightly odd grey. And it wasn't really what I thought was going to happen. So do you, did you have a similar experience, Chris? I mean I tried it with the green as well for my so I did Salamanders it with, uh... and it didn't look particularly great either. I did it with the yellow. Uh, yeah. Actually, I've just, um, just quickly, just quickly, reached the models that I, I I put it on just to. So I've not actually looked at them since. So I say I, I wasn't massively enamoured with the result, but I watched the video what that they did at the same time as doing it just to make sure that yeah. I was sort of on the second one to make sure that I wasn't doing something wrong. Um, and this was using the Iandon and. Nasdrag. Yeah, Nasdrag yellows. I mean, I, I probably will use them as washes and sort of mix them down a lot. I just, yeah, I I, I didn't particularly enjoy the result that you got. I, the white, I've got a pot of the apothecary white and it is grey in the pot. Yes, that's mine is as well. Yes, it is. It, and, and it's always, and when I put it on, it goes grey as well. It's not white. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if I'm doing something horrifically wrong. Because I genuinely thought, maybe I'm not shaking it enough or something like that. But I tried it a couple of times. I couldn't get any real contrast with the white. Now, it may be that I was the thing that I was doing it on was a flat surface, which people have said you're not going to get yeah, from flat, it anyway. Flat surfaces don't. I mean, I've done it on a pro, the white on a Primaris Marine. Um, I, 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 will, I, will, I will put a picture up in the show notes of what I did at the UK Games Expo. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't look too bad. Um, yeah. I had one where it was really streaky. Um, yeah. When I applied it to, because I did it on um, a couple of Phalanx Warders, because mm-hmm. there's bits of detail on the models as well as flat surfaces. So I thought it would give me a good um, sort of idea as to what this kind of looked like. Going forward. Yeah, one of them, you know, you can see the streaks on the on the leg. Yeah. Um, and I just yeah, the colours blotchy. I mean, I guess what they what are they used for? I mean, if you if I was going to paint, so I tried that on the salamander, so with the greens, and this was using the kind of under the undercoat, the sort of creamier of the whites, not uh, wraithbone. Yeah, wraithbone with then the orc flesh. I think it is the green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was which wasn't too bad an effect. You know? so it wasn't what I was looking for in terms of how I wanted my salamanders to look. But I can see that if I was wanting to paint a 40k Salamander's army, for example, quickly, um, I could see that working okay, to be, to be fair. It's enough to get it onto the battlefield and not, not it look and it not look flat, right? Not like you just undercoated it with a spray can. But 
you know, it's quick. I'll give it that. But I'm I'm not sure it's the how I want my armies to look. To be fair, as a as a thing, I, I've been using it as a tool in for various different things. I've been playing around with it uh, for my demon plague bearers, for example. It looks really good. Um, yes. That I did the other month. Um, yep. it, it looks really good in there. I just whacked on thick coat of the plague bearer flesh, then did a dry brush of I think it was Nurgling green. And it looks all right for demons because okay, so you dry brushed over the top afterwards. I dry brush over the top afterwards because oh, the thing is, it's not uh, contrast. If you, uh, the, the basically they talk about these two standards on the Citadel paint system now, mm-hmm. battle ready and parade ready. So battle ready is basically you shove your contrast on, you put yeah. the base on, you put it on the field. That's it. Parade ready is you take the next steps. You do your highlights, you do other bits and bobs. So Got for it. your orc flesh. I would have, I would have definitely. So, so your salamander there, yeah. I would have definitely gone in with a highlight on that one. So what, like a, a, light, a lighter green on top of a it. lighter green on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the, with the white, um, I, I've got. As I said, I'll, I'll get a photo of the model, and uh, I'll show you guys what I what I did at the uh, UK Games Expo. But I would definitely do a highlight on it, and that's the thing. Per- contrast is for me. I found it an interesting tool. For example, the black templar. I love that on cloaks. I did uh, Gabriel Angelos, the uh, chapter master of the Blood Ravens, because um, that's my 40k chapter. And yeah. um, I did his cloak with um, Black Templar, and it looks really, really good. Okay. Um, because it's, it's not as, it's not as um, shiny or as, uh, as a lot of blacks are. Yes. Uh, and um, it, it, it looks more natural um, because oh, it's, it's in different shapes. And I also did his face with Gullum and Flesh as the base. Yes, I've so got that. Put Wraithbone de- just put Wraithbone out the pot and then painted them the golem of flesh and then highlighted it up afterwards. Okay. That, uh, I'm, that I am going to use, I think. I'm going to definitely try and do some yeah. faces with it. Golem go- um, go- of flesh is, is witchcraft. Okay. Because so no that is it's a pain, pain, painting, painting faces, I think. Yeah. I never get it right. Very rarely do I. So, um, yeah. We'll give it a spin. But Yeah. yeah and, just, and, I, and I was speaking to Graham Shirley again um on saturday um when we're talking about ever chosen because uh, he he managed to win the metro centers competition obviously you know golden demon winner going to a local store competition who who else is going to win um <laughs> and um uh yeah he uh he, he he's uh he he used a lot of contrast paints on his um on his ever chosen winning model right and okay. you can't tell Very that good. it's contrast. So it's, and as he put it, with, for he, what he was doing with that was he was using all the various different colors. He was using them as glazes. Yes. So yeah. he, was, he, was, he was really putting it down with contrast. So I think glazes is probably where I'll go with, because that's what I used oh, yeah. when I was first doing the fists. Yeah. Was I would build them up using the washes and the glazes to build the layer of yellow for my infantry. Yeah. I mean, of course, you can't get the yellow glaze anymore. Which, no, which is yeah. a real nuisance. But, but contrast paint essentially replaces that. I mean, I have got a pot of Lamenta's yellow if you want it. It's. I'm not going to be painting fists for a while. I oh, should okay. think. So it shouldn't be. A, a, I mean, I did learn something this month, to be fair, um, which was I didn't realise. So when I've been, as you know, I am, my paint, paint technique is, is usually spray something undercoat, dry brush it, dry brush it some more, dry brush it some more, and then apply a wash of Agrax or Nuln Oil, depending, right? But I didn't realise 
until the other day that because some some of my models are very shiny and i don't like shiny models you know i'm all about the grimdark and i it was only i realized that actually adding water to or to a to the oil to the like, like agrax earthshade this turns it into kind of like a glaze like effect oh you haven't been you've been filling your your washes down with water yeah, foolish. Oh, that's what Graham. those mediums for. That's what Lamia medium is for. Yeah, right. Water changes so anyway. the prop. Water really changes the properties of the. So uh, I found out, right? So anyway, basic now chemistry. I didn't know this. Anyway, I thought just like normal stuff. Anyway, because of the contrasting, I've obviously been paying a bit of attention to somebody, and also when doing transfers, Michael said I'll oh, apply Lamia medium afterwards to mat it down. So the figures where I'd got it wrong. Where they were super shiny and didn't like it, and I didn't use them because of it. I've just whacked a load of Lamia Medium all over them, and Bob's your uncle. They're back to normal again. Yeah, Lamia so, Medium's are great. Or you could use Storm Shield. Storm yeah. Shield, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. So, uh, anyway, lesson learned for me don't use water to thin your yeah. inks down, whatever they're called. But as it goes, uh, my personal summary for contrast is it's an interesting tool. I'm learning how to use it all the time. Um, there's, we'll mention it in State of the Union, but there's an interesting painting tutorial that I shared with Chris. Um, where they use it over a metallic base oh, yeah. um, to make it shiny. And I've done that with, um, I did a Death Watch uh, Watchmaster. Um, I had him from the Kill Team kill team stuff. And um, I, I, I was thought, you know what? I'm going to try putting, basing him with Lead Belcher and then using the Black Templar to make, his, uh, to make his armor. So it's a slightly metallic black. And then yeah. highlight that with Iron Breaker and it looked quite good. Yeah, it's the same... So the one you showed me was the um, Iron Golem. Iron Golems, yeah. Iron yeah. Golems, yeah. And it's the same sort of formula that they a lot of thousand sun so thousand suns players have been using, where they if you spray it gold to start with, and then put a, a thin layer of red over the top. Yeah. Um, and this was That's just spirit stone, isn't it? This was on. Um, Angron Red Flesh Terrors Red This was Flesh Terrors Flesh Terrors Red Contrast Paint but... The Spirit Stone Paints I don't know if you Because I used them No, for, that, would, that they, wouldn't They wouldn't do the same effect They Okay, cool I mean, I know people who've done it uh, And they've done it very well um, Emma Durant um, Who used to do the painting tutorials At um, Games Workshop um, she done a, She's done a tutorial With Gemstones Paints To make Thousand Suns and it looks really good, but it's very, very, very involved. There's lots of layers, lots of different things to do. Got it. Did someone just trump? No, I, <laughs> I span around in my chair to get comfy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness I was going to suggest a doctor. Yes. And, um, yeah, the, the, the contrast obviously takes a lot of those steps out because it's it just goes yep. on a lot easier. It's thinner than Spir- Spirit Stone Red. Okay, cool. Anyway, we have probably dwelled too long. That's a bit of a tangent. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what about games played? So uh, I'll, I'll start with this one and say I haven't played a single game all month, but I am playing a game tomorrow with Graham at Battle Bunker. Yay! Yes. And I'm actually playing a game with Graham on Sunday. We at... are going as a team for the first time ever. Yeah, heat and doubles. Um, so yeah, I'm it's taking. Interesting. Yeah, I've got a got got a, got a, got a, it's 750 points each um, for a team. Um, and it's going to be on quite late because it's come at half nine until we finish mm. on Sunday night. So that's a late. It does, it does start at four o'clock like, or something. Yeah, quite. twenty to five or something. Yeah, so mid afternoon, sort of late yeah. afternoon rather. So that's it's kind of like an evening, an ungodly hour of the time to start. Uh, yeah, it's an afternoon club, so it runs on to the evening. So who uh, on earth would think about doing three games in one evening? 
but they're only they're only one and a half thousand <laughs> points each. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, indeed. Uh, so, um, but uh, yeah, so I'm taking uh, a champion with Paragon Blade, um, Suzerain, uh, five Suzerain, um, ten Breachers with Power Swords, and uh, ten Tactical Marines, and that's my list. Very good. Cheap hat. Okay, so go on then, Chris. Shall I just um, queue up my stuff? Yep. <laughs> See, I do all the painting. That we Graham does all the playing, and what what does Chris bring? <laughs> Nothing, honestly. <laughs> I'll, uh, 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 he brings the spending. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah, that, that's true. I, I bring the ZM board to the events. Uh, yeah, I'll just pack up now. I'll find <laughs> someone else to do this bit. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you can get Rob or someone. It's fine. Play Titanicus, sure don't play Titanicus though. No, because I haven't had a chance to build any of the bloody stuff because too many. I thought your, I thought your um, was no. the shed. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't talk about that right now. Oh, no, all right. It's too, it's too, it's too close. Uh, anyway, I'll move very swiftly. <clears throat> so, um, I had a couple of games this month. Uh, so I had a game against John the Legend, that is John Dermansey. Now, the ongoing saga of John Dermansey and my games is that uh, I kind of did an intro game for John. I don't know how long ago it was. It wasn't that. It doesn't feel like a long time ago. And it's ever a, since three what? years. Yeah. Oh, oh. Two years? No, three years. <sighs> is it? It's got to be at least me. three years. Goes quick, doesn't it, when you get old? Anyway, um, so anyway, all this time, John has been playing me. And John has never actually managed to beat me. And I didn't know this, to be fair. I don't keep track of these things. Yeah, hang on a minute. Let's, I, let's I just wheel back on that. Yes, you do. I really don't. We, we, me and Michael have both seen the book. Uh, seriously. Where you <laughs> where you take a strand of their hair, you write That's down correct. their name, you stick yes. it in the book, and you keep a tally of wins and losses. I do. You're, you're right. Over the DNA encoded yeah. into my into my dice, yeah. uh, so that I can get every possible. We we know you're some of the chickens. Yeah, we to... we know you're. You know you're a, what they call a collector. Uh, <laughs> so that's fine. So don't don't you know? Don't be ashamed of it. You, you Secretly, are you are. I I am an alien that feeds on the on the bitter tears of my vanquished foes. Secretly, um, <laughs> which is why I'm he so says, glad. He says what? ironically. Oh. Uh, anyway i had a game anyway i as i mentioned i don't keep track of such things but anyway john as i sort of taught john how to play heresy or at least um helped him along the way um hadn't beaten me so we had a game against my solo and he it's amazing actually it's a lovely thing to watch to be fair um you know somebody's evolving progress from playing the game so when you first started playing them and they kind of everybody makes the same sorts of mistakes and does the same kind of things and then now you know john's a very accomplished um player so uh, anyway john actually beat me uh, against my solar and uh, you there's a picture i think i put some pictures on uh, the facebook page uh, of john's you know reaction in turn one oh, yeah, he's he's smiling a few ones and then at the end of the game he's absolutely overjoyed and it was it was so nice to be there to see that if i'm honest with you i was a little bit proud so well played john and like i said i've never let anybody obviously beat me because as chris mentioned earlier i'm a very competitive git um but you know he played a very good game he had a very well put together army um what was he yeah. playing raven guard or so he was playing raven guard yeah he had he had that army's evolved an awful lot over the three he's diversified years. though hasn't he now into something else he has got some Mechanicum, but he hasn't, it, yeah. it wasn't, I wasn't playing those. It was just the um, the sort of the, the full-on Raven Guard, though that he does have a knight. Though, to be fair, the knight's not really the... It's a sort of distraction knight, you know, that classic tactic. Um, but I'll read out what he's got, because I did actually ask him earlier today to send it to me. 
um, and he couldn't remember what he had, but I think this is an approximation of the game. But anyway, it was at Battle Bunker. It was on a Friday afternoon um, where we have, when I have every other Friday afternoon off, and John usually is able to make it. Um, but this week he can't because it's obviously a school holiday, so I've got Michael instead. So yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the second choice. You're yeah, next on the chopping block. Yeah. So he had um, a Night Paladin. So that's the one with the gun and a uh, chain blade thing. Um, he had this special character. I think he's got Mao on here, but I can't remember what he's called. He had a Darkwing Storm Eagle uh, with 10 Dark Furies. He had some six Terminators, all with chain fists. Good choice. Uh, and I think one had a Lightning Claw and a Plasma Blaster. He had two veteran tactical squads with multi-melters. He had a support squad with plasma guns, a pocket three, Rhino with multi-melters, or two of those, obviously, for things. He had some Deathstorm drop pods, two of them. Um, he uh, also had some box dreads with in just, drop pods as well. Just quickly, how effective were the Deathstorms? They are pretty good, like. Um, yeah, there's a, about them. There, there they're a, better in Heresy than they were in um, old 7th edition, um, yeah. 40k. The only thing is that I'm slightly curious about is, so they land and then all of the guns fire, right? Yeah. Yep. But do all of the guns fire every turn? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Anyway. I, but I so, believe they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. So he had some of those. He also had a tarantula sentry gun um, with ooh, a sort of set of three of these. Interesting. One with heavy bolter, one with last cannon, and one with the air defense missiles, the Hyperius oh, missiles. Yeah. Oh. Just to give him a little bit of air cover. And then, of course, everybody's got them. He had three javelins with las cannons just to please me immensely. So um, I had my solar. So I took, um, I'm trying to remember if I took the big tank. I think I might have done, but I'm not sure. I kind of usually play a variant of lists either with um, the storm hammer, uh, depending on who I'm playing, uh, or just a set of um, Lehman Russes. Um, and what have you. So normally it's a sort of very, I've got about 2000 points. That's, that's um, core. If you like, so I've got a core 2000 points I have, and then I usually, you know, add or remove another thousand points, depending on what sort of game we're having. But um, anyway, John played a blinder, uh, you know, the solo crumpled under the master sort of the Raven wing and he played a really good game and he beat me fair and square. So well played John. And then the second game I had this month was against Will Crawford. And this is at Durham. And this was another intro game. Um, so Will had played seventh anyway, um, as I think most people have. And um, just to sort of give him the, you know, how to sort of play and stuff like that. But that was a really good fun game uh, with his Imperial Fists. They were pretty hard. Um, that rule, you know, where it's minus, is it minus one toughness if they're getting shot at or something? They've got some pretty mean rules. They've got toughness five or something. Was it Iron Hands? Uh, they get a Stone Gauntlet thing. Oh, um, plus one toughness when they're yeah, that's together. Right. Yeah, really tough. So they do become a, a really tough unit. You know, some of these things. I think those breaches. Yeah, so they were quite. Yeah, a, you've got to have to chew through. You've got to have breaches, and I think a unit of phalanx warders. I think. Right. Can I remember? But anyway, trying quickly. Yeah, it was a good game. Really good game. And um, let's say I like doing intro games with people, and um, you know, sort of talking about the way to play heresy, I suppose, rather than particularly people who come from competitive 40k. So uh, it was a really good game. Some more against Will. Because um, we've got quite a good little scene now in Durham. There's like four or five people uh, regularly playing heresy. Um, so you can usually get a game, which is really great. So yeah, it's definitely on the up. So yeah, some good games played uh, over the course of the month. And as Michael mentioned, we will be having the doubles tournament um, 
tournament event thing at uh, Heaton Games, which is in North sort of Tyne. Well, it's Tyneside, isn't it? And Heaton's, uh, it's in Newcastle. I used, to, I used to live there when. Um, Did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, many, many, many moons ago when I was at um, university. I used to live on Chillingham Road. Of course, the legendary Chillingham Road. And um, so we'll be going there. I'm going to take Solar Auxiliary, so I'm going to have uh, a Legion Command, not Legion Commander, Force Commander thing, whatever they're called, Lord Commander. Uh, I'm going to have two squads of um, Storm Sections, two 10 man squads of those, and one 20 man, excuse me, one 20 man squad of LAS rifles. Um, I'm going to have a Aurochs for one of the squads. And the other 10-man squad are going to go in my termite. And then <laughs> all that leaves me with enough points to buy a single uh, Lehman Rust tank, which is the uh, executioner with the plasma guns. And so that would be my 750 points as well. So very good. Nice. So, nice. I'm looking forward to that. And then, of course, like I say, also we need to prep for the 3,000-point games as well. But I think I'm cool for that. So next month, gents, what's it going to be? Um, what am I gonna do? Um, what about you? What? Why don't you go, Chris? You've got. Um... I so it's gonna be. I need to start the really get the blood into sword because I want to use them uh, at Blood and Glory. Uh, oh, nice! Oh, has It's going going big. That's, that's the aim. That's, that's a challenge, but yeah, good on you. It's, it's, it's not too much of a challenge because once I've got them all built. I suppose, so yeah. Basing, you, you, base you, painting them is going to be... I can bulk do it with airbrush. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say you airbrush uh, them, so... So that it's not too bad. It is going to be... Yeah, it's not... You know, I'm, I've got a bit more free time now. Um, I've got sort of an extra evening a, a week to, to do stuff in, which is yeah, both good and bad. Um, so there's a bit more time for me to get that... Get them sorted. I probably try and sort of maybe test a few ideas out on some of the ZM stuff and just, I don't know, uh, real, real, realistically, I'll probably get about 15 Marines done and think I've done well. No, no I haven't. Well, you managed to get the Mechanicum route through. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were pretty, but there wasn't the volume of those. Yeah, true enough. I haven't painted anything on this volume. Should we talk to, to talk to the Mechanicum? Should we talk about the hot news? That we're, we're our plans, our future plans for April oh, next year. Oh, you're, you're the, the, the day you re, 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 retract on every bad thing you've ever said and <laughs> use my Mechanicum army for a day. What? So, yeah, so I know, right? This is a we, shocker. So there was an, an event came up for April next year. Yes, um, I saw that one. Yeah, so we, so I, bought a, I bought a ticket. Um, so me and Gray are going to go to that, and I'm going to use my Blood Angels, and Gray is going to take my Mechanicum to save him having to... Lug an army uh, down. That, make, that makes an sense. Army down. But yeah, it, it was that moment of realisation where I was like, oh yeah, you've agreed to use robots. But then when his two options were robots or Imperial Fists, <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> no, it's also that well, pride, not, pride went though, right out the window. He, he's going to learn how to use uh, how to use them, and therefore how to beat them easier. That's that's, that's the key there. That's exactly right. I mean, you did I offer mean, me money for my mechanic army post. Uh, I did, and, and, skull, and so. I, to, I was very impressed with them. I must admit, in they are pretty pretty good, and they're an interesting army. So yeah, we'll see how we get on with that one. I will, of course, have to basically apologise to every mechanic player that I've ever you know insulted in the last. Yeah. 
four years or how long we've been doing this podcast, but it's either that or lug stuff down. And frankly, my pride is not that that big a deal. Um, uh, Yeah, so that'd be... I did actually offer to play the custodies, but Chris didn't mention them as an option. And I fear that that is, that was a step too far. He couldn't possibly get my grubby well, chaos tainted paws on the wonders that are the custodies. There were, there were two <laughs> things here. A, you're not wrong on that one. <laughs> they're not, they're like the ladies not for turning. The custodes are not for sharing. Um, so yeah, keep your filthy can, iron hands mitts off of those and get your own on. ones. Yeah. Um, and also, it's fifteen hundred points each, and that'll be about two models. Yeah, and it, also it would be very combat heavy. That's true. Whereas That's true. with the robots, yeah. you're happy in in your zone of sitting back and shooting stuff. So you know, I, I love it. You can't get. Whereas I, I'm I'm then happy in my zone of running forward and smashing. Can stuff. I bring a defense line? Yes, we need. I need you to bring a defence line because it's in the list. Corking. So anyway, there you go, folks. You heard it here first, and I'm, I expect to get some fairly serious uh, flack for for my uh, stance on this one. But like I said, uh, playing a game of doubles, I'm very much looking forward to. It. It's in Eastleigh, which is an awful long way from here. Um, and so, rather it's than almost that, as far as I travel, and you travel with loads of stuff as well. <laughs> So really, what we're saying is, I'm just a lazy git uh, who can't be asked to lug an army down. It's fine. It's 1500 points. It doesn't matter, does it? No, um, but yeah, so that's attrition. Oh, can't find the what's it called uh, attrition wargaming. I think they're called. They're on our list now. I've lost. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah it's uh, decimation in Eastleigh. Yeah. Um, so that should be good fun. So I know. Anyway. Uh, I think some of the guys from Imperial Truth, like Greg's going and. Uh, yeah, Greg is oh, going to that one. Yeah, so and we're going to play loyalists, aren't we? We are playing loyalists, so because yeah. uh, we played traitor last time, so because, fair. yeah. And I don't own a traitor army. That is also true, apart from the mechanical, which you could mm. use. But anyway, let's move on. So anyway, where do we get to? So basically, what we're saying here is, Chris, you're going to try your best to get a, a big, old, big ask there to get something get on the table for something that. for for blood and glory. I think it's. Yeah. I mean, that's what three months. I mean, as I, that's not a problem. First of August today, at the time of recording, it's two months. So October, August, September, so all of August, all of September, all of October, three months. Oh, uh, sorry, blood and glory, not blood and glory, not 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 COL. Cool. I don't need. I don't need an army for coming. No, you don't. You don't. I'm a management. Actually, we need to we need to get <laughs> need to get that hotel sorted, gents. Instead. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. Do but do we want to do that until we get no dates? Yeah, yeah. yeah unless we get unless we get a hotel that we don't pay for in advance, which we can do anyway. We, we nothing we'll travel arrangements. Yes. Source of immense amusement. So, uh, not anymore because a sensible person's booking them. Yes, uh, Michael. What about you? Your good self. Uh, me, oh, I have put something down here. Uh, what I'm going to do is oh, I put down finish the ferrotonic incinerator. I've mm. already done that. I've got a, another kill zone, a wall of martyrs one. There's a bunch of wall of martyrs stuff. I've got a scheme that I've seen on Warhammer TV that I'm going to try for that to make it simpler. Uh, crack into what, what Megan keeps calling sector slivering. Um, it's basically dark green and silver, silver sector imperialist buildings and some more Scotch Graham terrain. So I'm going to concentrate on terrain. I do have some heresy stuff I do actually want to do at some point, but it's a case of uh, I've got Gullum and Mortarian and a Volkite Culverin squad for the Ultramarines to do at some point, but it's it's a case of 
getting myself around to doing them whilst there's still terrain to do. Um, but we'll get there. Okay. And, and my typical, oh, and um, uh, sort out, finish sorting out the dice um, when they arrive. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, the new dice. Yes, Very cool. yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We ordered some show dice um, for Company of Legends. We're going to give um, everyone who comes a show dice. And we've got some for ourselves. Um, and um, all the Patreons are getting some as well. Okay. Yes. Very good, wasn't it? Wow, there you go. Basically, <laughs> the, amount you, the amount you wanted, Graham, put it in the yeah. case of, oh, right, so it's going to cost me two pounds more to get an extra, an extra so many because we'll be up in the next. How many did you order? 201. <laughs> I suppose, fair enough. Yeah. That's a dice for everyone for the next two Company of Legends. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll and it, it put us into the, it put us with the amount Graham wanted, it put us into the amount of, I'm only going to pay £2 more to get another 40 dice. Well, that's an absolute bargain. So, um, yeah, I put, I put them in there. And I've also um, ordered a um, dice. Uh, I'll, no, I'll, I'll talk about them when we talk about Company of Legends. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Go so, on. uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I want to get basically crack on with terrain. That's, that's what I need that's to do. Deal. Um, no I have no models to paint in for heresy. Uh, if I, I look you, at the, if I look Death at guard, the, nearly done, I? my death guard need more Tarion at the minute, but I do want to get more for the death guard. Um, I've got a fire raptor at some point to build for them. So, you know what I was saying earlier about how I've got nothing else after more No, I've got a fire raptor. It that's was going to go to the space walls, but you know me, my, my, yeah. my feelings on space walls at the minute, yeah. that, that, that community is fairly, I'm sorry to, I know some really awesome space hall players, you know, yeah. Keith, um, Robbing, um, Paul, Thanks. yeah, yeah, some really, really cool ones, but there is a lot of, on, especially online, who are utterly horrid, and it just makes me feel very bitter about the idea of doing space walls. I've got Lehman Ross and his Wolfkin, and I'm keeping them for now, because I'm like, maybe I'll go back, because I do like the space walls, you know, I like them from 40k, but... As as as, as we've, me and I both said to you, you need to you know, do your heresy and let everyone else. I, I know, I know, I know. It's just, it's just you see the negativity all the time, and it, it's sort of, it's sort of like you can't talk about space wolves half the time because at the moment you say something about space wolf, another space wolf player will go, "Well, this is rubbish because our death sworn look like badgers," and it's like they look actually pretty cool, but you know what? They're, they're, space wolf players, they've gotten jerked over with the Terminators, the Varagir. Um, and some and uh, upside down bolter, you know, bolters. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. but honestly, they are they 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 do like to winch. Well, well, there you go. That was from nowhere. Um, sorry, I, 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 I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not saying, as I said, I haven't met in person a single space wolf player who was like that. It's all online. Online is the worst place to meet people. Um, I will say this though, I don't think. I'm trying to think the groups. So the only groups I'm currently in are the militia one, the um, Iron Warriors one, and now the solo one. And I've never really got any of that. In fact, I know the, the uh, Adaptus Satanicus one is very supportive, I think. Yeah, yeah that's um, a really good group. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, and the, I, t- I tell you what, though, the, um, the, the Iron Warriors group, I'm in that because I, I went in that to do research for the. Um, Iron Warriors episode we did a while back. Yeah. That's a really good group. I like that group. I stayed in it specifically because it's so good. And in fact, there's a Night Lord group as well. Okay. Uh, uh, of course, these groups, a lot of these groups have in common the same admin, um, but he's a bit of a... Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brett, Brett McAvoy. 
Um, is it Michael Not to mention any names, but yeah, <laughs> anyway. no, no, no. I, I, I mention him because if you ever see him run a group, just know you're going to get no moderation in there because he runs about a thousand groups. Oh, right. I see. I mean, I've never seen a problem on any of the groups I've been in. So. No, no. Um, just the only one that I've had problems with is Space Walls. That's it. Very uh, interesting to find out. They just whinge. Oh, there's a 40k Death Guard one as well, but that's just because people um, randomly po- post pictures of, look at this diseased pu- pustule or whatever. And it's like, oh, God, I don't need to see that. I'm having me breakfast. You, you, well, you just ask for trouble going on to anything with the Death Guard, frankly. Yeah. Because everything you get. um okay yeah so yeah looking at the scenery that i've got to paint i've got to finish this sector sliver in i've got a few bastions a couple of bits and bobs in the graham's table and the wall of martyrs but i'm i'm getting ahead in terms of the scenery which is what i want to be i don't want to be doing just scenery all the time um but at the same time i've got to get it done um but i'm not doing much of my own stuff because i'm working on uh you know nikki Yes, he's got his yes. death. I've got I've got his death called tree stuff, and I want to get that painted quicker. And ev- and I keep getting distracted, and it's like it doesn't help that my desk is an absolute tip, and I've got loads of half finished projects on it. So, I've been finishing a couple of them to make space. Yeah, I've got, I've got to admit, I'm getting a bit Michael Bottrell in my current hobby butterflyness. Um, so next month, I so what I also wanted is I wanted some laser destroyers for the Solar Auxiliary. Oh, nice. But guess what? You can't get oh, them anymore. I've seen them. I've seen them. You you sh- you literally shown us a picture of them. Haven't I you? have. I have. But these aren't solar auxiliary ones, right? So the actual they used to have a specific model for the rapiers for the solar auxiliary, right? With the laser destroyers, but it's been discontinued, so you can't get them anymore. Yeah, they, they, the money, they like the like the medics, right? They got rid of them last year. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I really want these, but I haven't got any figures for them. So as I've been using the Death Corps of Krieg artillery people for my thud guns which is the um rapier quad launchers uh and i originally they were going to be part of the militia but i've got, just I've absorbed them into my solar auxiliary true enough you know they aren't pure solar auxiliary i've kind of gone with the um slight uh compromise here which is that the artillery men do look different from the um solar auxiliary regulars so because they hold they hold back they don't need exactly the, quite, right, yeah. quite the same armor so there, um, so I've got, so I've got uh, crews for these three um, thud guns that I've had, which are really good. They're like the First World War ones. They, I really always like them. I had them in the Iron Warriors, um, and so I've put some Death Corps crew with them to make the crew up. And as long as I make sure that they've got one crew man actually physically on the gun, I'm not modelling for advantage or anything like that. Um, and so what I did is because this was bonus month, and rather than having this money eventually get spent on stuff that I don't want, I, I thought I'd go you know, fairly large this month. And so I bought three laser destroyers for the Space Marine ones and two lots of the Death Corps of Krieg artillery crew. And so what I would do is I'm going to use the artillery crew to man the rapiers and leave the Space Marines. I'll probably keep them and put them together so that if I don't, if I magnetize the crew onto the gun, the one man onto the gun, I could then swap them over a Space Marine. Yeah, um, if I want to use the space marines, if I keep the color scheme fairly generic, so that's my plan. Um, again, that did actually when I said about two months ago that I wouldn't get anything more for my solar auxiliary, that's proved complete nonsense. Um, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this is definitely the last thing that I actually want to buy for them. There's nothing else on my radar, 
So this will be it, I promise. So next on the list, I've got a couple of things that I'm kind of putting off. Um, I want to get these blasted, um, all my IT stuff done, all the Titan stuff done, because it's uh, a backlog, and I have promised Michael I'll start playing the game, and now I've got the one Warlord put together and painted. I think it looks really cool, and I really want to get it done. So I'm hoping I'm going to get these things assembled at least. Painted might be stretching it because I'm away on holiday later in the month. Um, so that's the plan. I have got this nagging doubt, though, that I should be painting Lunar Wolves at some point, and also I need to get this Salamander stuff on the on the go as well. So no more buying stuff, right? That's the rule now. Yeah. Gents, you we, heard we, it we, here. We've kind of swamped ourselves with projects somehow, haven't we? This is the thing. Yeah, yeah we, we, we will get round to the Lunar Wolves. It's just going to take... <laughs> It's just going to take a little time. I mean, Eternity. I think what we need to do, first of all, is put together what we're actually giving it to it. Because, I mean, I've, I've got, I think I've got some Terminators yeah. with power axes, but then I'm sort of like, oh, Graham's going to whinge about the power axe, isn't he? No, I don't care. I mean, what we should do, maybe, maybe we should, maybe we <laughs> well, should I, do that. I think that. the power axe looks more brutal. Yeah. Well, why don't we, maybe we could do that as a, as, an, as a segment on one of the episodes where we just rock up with our sort of collective bits and bobs. And so this I'll, is what we've got. I'll bring them by sale, basically. Yeah, and then see what if we we're can, gonna put in, what we're not going to see if we can make a list together uh, as a as a little segment with what we have. Yeah, yeah. there's the one thing I have that I keep considering: could I do? Could I put this in the in the lunar walls, or should I, or shouldn't I? And I'm yeah, and I'm like, there are I, definitely two Derodeos getting going in. Don't you worry; they are signed, sealed, and delivered. I, I'm vacillating over this one particular thing because You're what it's now? Vacillating. <laughs> Lord, word like that at ten o'clock at night. Good heavens! Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, chemistry uh, was my degree. Uh, <laughs> it means vibrating, uh, so you know, uh, wavering between. Uh, I suppose, okay. um, sort of, um, it, it, it's sort of a vibration kind of thing. But um, wavering it, it, between distant, different opinions or actions. Irre- yes, irre- 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 yes, irre- yeah, that's, that's basically. Good. I've got a Charybdis assault claw. Oh, nice. Okay. Wow. You know the, the 160 quid one. Wow. It was going to be for the it was going to be for the space walls, and I yeah. keep thinking, you know what would be really cool coming out of this? Galvor back. Yes, I mean, Galvor back are pretty cool coming out of anything, aren't they? So. Yeah, and I'm like, I could I, I could get I could put a, a a squad of ten Galvor back in there and just deep strike it, and it would be and it would be absolute, and it's an assault vehicle as well, so it would be absolutely brutal. And I'm like. <laughs> Tempting. I am tempted to do that, but then again, there's there's always yeah, but it could go in the um. Well, it hold fire on it because it's a hell of a it's a hell of a thing. Yeah, um, and you know, for an army know, that we're not going to play that much, exactly. Uh, right. And, and it's going to be white. Yes. So <laughs> uh, let's have a look and see what we've got, right? And then we can I'm do that as a segment, and then we can just chuck in, them. chuck it in. So we'll oh, go I'm from gonna, there. I'm going to give them a Charybdis. Not Charybdis, um, Dreadcore. Right, okay. But that's currently, that's currently black, so... Okay. I might do that for um, Justarian Reavers. Gotcha. So we'll do that. To say stretching at some point. <laughs> um, and I've also got the like salamanders. Are, you know, I've got, I bought a lot of salamander stuff second hand um, that I need to start putting together and playing as well. So that might be later on in the year now because I still can't get over playing Solar Auxiliary at the moment because I've been having too much fun. So, um, yeah, all good. Right, then. That's that. Next, please, if you will, sir. Oh, yeah, so we're doing State of the Union next, aren't we?
Next up, we'll be examining our usual State of the Union, where we cast a, a weather eye over all things to do with the heresy and heresy scene. Um, so first out of the thing that uh, was massively impressive to me was this wonderful piece of cosplay. Uh, and this was by uh, Julia Gradivas. I hope I pronounced that incorrect. Belisarius. Uh, Cruz Devers, yeah. Belisarius Call Cosplay, which is absolutely spectacular, I think. Uh, so if you get a chance, it's on the Warhammer community site. We'll put a link in the thing. And obviously, as this chap was hoofing about in the heresy, uh, allegedly making supermarines, uh, this is an absolutely astonishing piece of cosplay, I think. Would, wouldn't you agree? I mean, I, it's, it looks like the model come to life. It's it's fairly astounding. I yeah. one thing I would say about it though is I'd hate to be wearing that because in the summer, I'd imagine how heavy that's got to be. We've worn some some we have latex covered things in the past, but yes. that back piece must weigh a ton. Goodness me, yes. I mean, I don't know what the material she's got coated. It looks like it's some sort of uh, sort of plastic, like saying latex esque on the outside as well yeah that's i think she does go into a little detail in the article about how she, okay about charging but it, it's been nearly a month since i read it so sure i mean fundamentally uh, she's, she's probably got some cooling in there or built in or something like that like you do with some of these but anyway oh, I suppose a, Ru- a russian being... summer isn't quite as hot as i don't know i think they get really hot in, uh, you know P- aluminium know. tubes pvc or simply create an entirely of eva foam yeah Oh, and the foam you've got to coat with that's with the that, spray on latex. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's adding another. I mean, you know, it's it's not going to be a lot of weight, but that's even a little weight on that's going to be. It's going to contain heat like a like yeah. a microwave. Yeah. Anyway, long and short of it is, it, people do sacrifice for their art, and this uh, person has sacrificed a big star because it is an absolutely like I said, it looks exactly like the figure. It's incredible. It's probably it's, one of the most incredible pieces of cosplay that I have seen. And you see a lot of cosplay pieces. I do. I totally do. <laughs> Don't say it like that. There's an implication there that I'm not very happy with, Mr. Mills. <laughs> oh, oh, I, we, we were LARPers. We, you know, exactly. When this sort of thing appears, we take an interest in it and and look at it enviously. Very uh, so. I do have quite a few cosplaying friends, and, and a lot of them were, were very impressed with this. Yeah, it's, um, it's hard so, not to be it's a work of genius it yeah it's, genius. It's, anyway, it's utterly incredible um, have a look treat yourselves to look at that it's massively cool definitely um, okay so the Siege of Terror uh, website's now been updated because uh, the limited edition of the Lost and the Damned has been released mm-hmm. including a new map of the region around the Emperor's Palace so I think we downloaded this because um, just in case give the shop get it because we like it yes uh, uh, yeah because it's a really really yeah. good really really good photo a really really good Good map, um, yeah. That yeah. I mean, I don't know what you know. They've been kicking out of, out of the uh, out the park with these maps for Siege of Terror. I, I like the the look of the like the one for the um, solar system is really cool. Yes, and it's a similar style, isn't it? And they yeah, they, they, they look art, really art. really good, really really good. So top yeah. marks from the art department there. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, so I wonder. Chris, if, I wonder oh, if it. Sorry. So I'm just looking at. I assume that it's all sort of done on computer and not hand drawn, as it implies it is. Um, I am ma- no. I'm, well, think about it. These days, a lot of artists do do everything um, on the computer, but yeah, with yeah. Um, digital but pens. With, uh, yeah. for a, I mean, 
uh, Neil Roberts, who does the covers, um, as we all we all know and love, um, almost all the covers he does are done in um, done on, on digital art. Hi. Yes. Crikey! I suppose because it's you can rub things out without you know, and you can change things very yeah. quickly, which obviously you can't do quite so easily with. Yeah, you know, I mean, paper. Oh, he can do traditional of art. Of course, there, there was a there was a thing with him on Radio One, um, a, ages ago. I I don't listen to Radio One obviously because I'm too old for that. Too old. Oh yeah, yeah. you're listening to Greg James. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had to, you had to, you had to. No, no. I, I, the last beyond, time I, beyond that one, I'm done. I listened to Radio One a few years ago for the last time, and I just put it on, and I was like, "What the hell is this? You know, this isn't music." And I was like, "Oh God, I'm a Radio Two listener now, aren't I?" That's exactly the at that just point that. in your life you get to that, and it's like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm now my dad." I see and your radio quite too. rightly. Quite I right raise too. you Radio Four and Radio Four Extra. That there's is, nothing wrong with Radio Four. There's nothing wrong with Radio Four. Happy Zone people. The, 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 okay. There's some great. There's some I'll great. Skip I mean, to. I, I hate. I, I, yeah, I, I don't like. I'm not a big fan of radio. Actually, well, other than let's say proper radio, Radio Four, um, and maybe Absolute Radio, where they don't have any disc jockeys. So I just want to get in the way. But that's just my personal view. Anyway, I, I, I'm quite a big fan of. Um, I, I'm quite a big fan of the Archers because my mum. My my, my mum and my nana got me uh, into yeah. that, and so. it's got a load of people from um, to segue this back into heresy from yes. the Black Library production. They do they, a lot of people do. The Black Library have done. We got that. We just, got there in the end. Just pulled us back in the end. Just a minute. The finest thing on radio. Okay, yes, right, very good. Yes, but no, no. He did a he did a thing on um, uh, yeah. So, right. What was I doing? Yeah, Neil Roberts. <laughs> Neil Roberts, the artist. He did this thing on Radio One where the uh, they got a bunch of different artists in to paint the same scene um, quite quickly in different interpretations. Right. And, you know, he, he obviously paints quite well um, with traditional methods, but um, yeah, apparently all the, all the Horus Heresy books are done in a digital art. I'd imagine, like I say, most of them must do this now because it's a, such a great tool. And, you know, you, you can't tell, can you, right? Looking at that, I would I would have thought it was drawn in traditional methods. So well, very Lynch, cool. Lynch has got an um, iPad. Yes. Um, with a with Apple pencil, and she does a lot of drawing on that, and and some of it you look at it and you're like, is that definitely on an iPad? Yeah, I saw somebody doing some sort of cartoon based stuff, and it was really cool. And I was like, wow, you wouldn't know that was done on an iPad. You'd think it was done on pen and paper. Anyway, moving on to Chris. Uh, right, sorry, yeah, just trying to <laughs> trying to read <laughs> too many things at once. I was... It's that section again. Guess <laughs> the guess the presenter. Guess the presenter. So Anuj went on to Warhammer TV to do another Legions show for the Twitch channel, and this time they did Alpha Legion. That's weird because that's what we're talking about completely mm-hmm. unrelatedly. Uh, he instantly pointed out that as per Book Three, the Twentieth Legion don't really have a defined color scheme, and that the metallic blue green. Is simply the most common. Well, that's going to probably annoy gonna, a few people. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So it's the like they can be in grey, they can be in purple, um, and it was like, oh, well, they pretend to be everyone else all the time. So yeah. So it was just, it was just interesting, and then, and then and it, you know, it was he was just bringing out all these little bits of lore that I didn't realise, or I probably read when book was it book three, book three, book, yeah, it's book three, yeah, and that's... and it was sort of like there's lots of little hints and things about their background that. That you know, not necessarily, and he's like, were the Alpha Legion the Alpha Legion before um, Alpha, they found Alpharius and stuff like that? And it was like, 
because ah, I will touch yeah. upon this in the book review, actually. So. Okay, very good. Very good. So um, next up, so Ever Chosen, this uh, event happened, and we had the final reveal of the Slayer of Kings, which is this fairly magnificent sword. Oh, it's, it's really cool. There was, uh, yes. it's, it's, I think it's it. somewhat of an understatement there. Um, let's have a quick look-see. Um, the, there was a, also an um, article on pro tips on how to finish a model in time for it. Um, we haven't seen many heresy winners, obviously, but at least one local store had a plastic contemptor in the top three. And I know a few praetors from Betrayal Calf had also been entered across the world. So we were fairly underrepresented, but we would always would be because of the nature of the competition. But yeah, there you go. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Citadel painting competition as opposed to a Games Workshop painting competition, if that right. makes any sense. So, I got you. Um, yeah, I see what you mean. Anyway, the sword is spectacularly good. And I, you know, whoever wins it will have a wonderful uh, memento there because that is spectacular, isn't it? That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, looks the business. Like that. It mm. does. Um, okay, uh, Aaron Dempsey Bowden, author of First Heretic, Betrayer, and Master of Mankind, was a guest on Voxcast this month. Uh, Voxcast, for those who aren't aware, is the official uh, Warhammer 40k uh, podcast uh, with Wade Price, and uh, he, he does a does a nice little interview where he speaks about his journey into the hobby, how he ended up writing for Black Library, you know, and and the, and the ver- and, and some various little you know little tidbits that that come from out the air including uh how he paints at uh six times slower than guy halley uh, right. um but it's not it's not all heresy sort of focused it's 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 obviously he has wrote uh, written a lot of stuff like uh, spear of the emperor and the night lords trilogy that uh, outside of heresy so um it, it's a general overview but it's nice to get a, a heresy author's uh you know some stuff about heresy author on on the show so it's really good. Put a link mm. to that in the show notes. I do actually quite Very like podcast. It's a podcast. It's quite fun. Okay, cool. Um, that would be Chris. So, ABC News carried an interesting article about Victoria Lamb. Uh, she is the uh, genius behind Victoria Miniatures, um, which, for those unaware, is an Australian company that specialises in alternative sculptures. Uh, or sometimes sculpts rather for uh, imperial militia armies, and they are a favourite among the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, have you come across these before? Um, I don't know. I haven't. I genuinely. I'm just looking at really? the page for the first time. How uh, people have mentioned them? I've never actually looked at the figures. I think the, the, shame, only, really. the only thing that puts me off is not being able to play them at a uh, uh, Warhammer store. That is but, a big. That's yeah, a big that's deal actually. Because uh, you can't take them for things like Warhammer World in that, which is mm. is a shame. I mean, I get that. I know people will complain about it and say, "Oh, they're, they're saying you can only take their own models." It's like, yeah, it's their venue. They get to make the rules, and if everybody could bring any army in, you know, it, yeah, I, mean, I can understand why they do it. It's yeah, it's just yeah, it, it, I understand. It a bit of a, but bit of a, it does. It's a bit of a downer because these Victoria miniatures are absolutely incredible. I mean that that yeah. vic, that the, the the Victorian guard. Ah, uh, yes, they are great, aren't they? Favorite. So they look. Yeah, they, they, they the kind of replica like tannish ones. Boar I War, aren't they? Yeah, like Boar War, but with um with laser weapons. Yeah. yeah. So really cool, really good looking models. So um, yeah, yeah interesting little stuff. There. Yeah, and it, and the article is quite cool because it reminded me that because uh, uh, some I forgot that that she was the world's first female Slayer Sword winner, uh, back in two thousand and one. So goodness. 
So yes. there you go. And her day job is a theatre set designer. Theatre set designer, yes. Oh, nice. What an interesting person. Yeah. yeah so, definitely. very cool. Um, like I said, I think the thing, I mean, you know, if you look at Rob Eng's um, solo auxiliary, he uses Anvil Industry heads, and I've used Anvil Industry heads on my militia. Um, just so they don't look like Cadians, for example. Um, so it's very hard to do in the other armies, really. I suppose you could have done the Vostra um, stuff. For your, she does a lot of female characters. Yes, yes she does. So if, you're, if you want to expand upon your female command cadre for your Solar Rocks, Graham, it's oh, probably not a bad. Um, have a look at. Yeah, because she does like a. There's one I'm just looking at now. I mean, they're not cheap. But they do. She does like a um, another sort of female version of a commissar and all okay, sorts of Remember, those prices are those prices are Australian dollars. Oh, I'm looking at US and US dollars. All oh, right, okay. But all right. she also does the Spanish Monty Python Spanish Inquisition. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Is, uh, uh, in the cool. article, there's a quite cool model. She did a a, a sculpt that she did personally for well, a, a, a personal order for George R R Martin. Very cool. Nice. Anyway, the the Gen Con preview happened today, so uh, not long before we recorded, in fact. And there there was, I am afraid, not specific for heresy, so nothing new. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, they? they did uh, unleash the world upon the rewrite or reboxing or whatever of the game Aeronautica Imperialis, which was uh, announced. I'm just waiting for Chris's reaction to that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you had my reaction is... earlier today. You had it. I... Do you want it again? Do you want... Let's hear your particular slant oh. on this, if you will. The the, the exact phrasing. Uh, let me let me just refer myself to my my earlier <laughs> messages. Uh, let me just bear with me, dear He's listeners. In a good I... mood. He's in a good mood. You can tell, folks. While I, while I trundle through here, uh, da, 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 da. here we go. Do you know who was crying out for an X-Wing style game for 40k? Nobody. <laughs> mm, gosh. Was Take my, that, was, marketing was, team. Was the message that I, uh, <laughs> was, was, was my response to the, the, didn't the you, two didn't gentlemen you also, Didn't you also say something along the lines of just get on with writing Battlefleet Gothic? Just, I mean, already. everyone wants, everybody wants it. Just does seem, I mean, seem a strange lurch. Uh, they nervous. did say, they did say that, oh, well, if we do Battlefleet Gothic, all our, all our design team are going to have to do. We're going to have to have our design team do for just an entire year is Battlefleet Gothic because uh, it needs a whole new model range. And it's sort of like, well, doesn't oh, I don't suppose, no, because all you do is, is down, isn't it? 3D scans and just stick it in the minimized machine. I suppose these ones are, um, yeah, these ones are minimized. So I suppose, I just, yeah, that's not as much work. But yeah, it's I get it, but I do want Battlefleet Gothic as well. But I'm. Mm, I'm, do you think their process is that exact? So, for example, taking a Marauder bomber, which is a massive thing, whacking it in some three D scanner, and then minimising it for like some weird Willy Wonka esque yeah. like TV. Do you, do, you rem- do you remember the Forge World um, when they did that? When they talked about, um, but just before Adeptus Titanicus uh, launched, they were like yes. basically saying that that Christopher, um, the designer Christopher Drew, he got um, he got all the old resin Titans and he measured every single part with calipers to rebuild it in CAD. He didn't scan it. It was all done by hand. But I think okay. there's a, sorry, choking on a chocolate button there. There's yeah. a scale difference between a lightning and a Titan. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, um, yeah, true. Then, then, uh, I mean, 3D, I 3D scanners, you can get them, you know, big enough that you could do it to a, a oh, lighting. You can, but I suppose the thing is, with a lot of these new, um, a lot of the flyers that you have these days, because a lot, it's if it, it's set in the 41st millennium, so it's going to be using things like, and you know, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Necrons and all sorts. Yeah, a lot of them, a, a, another... had, they had their flyers designed um since the move to 3d 3d cad well, another thing is you don't have any moving parts they're right. solid sculpts so that makes sense yeah maybe. yeah whereas yeah. with the, the titans there are yeah, opposable are assemble, yeah yeah these won't yeah. be so mm-hmm. good point i mean so point. We, there'll, be, there'll be people going you don't know what you're talking about i'm desperate for this game but i just every i mean even when i was looking at the comments when at this announcement you know, the, the one that had all the t- likes and the hearts on it was the one that went, so when's Battlefleet Gothic coming? Nah, that's going to be like the squats of our generation. I, I think that, you know, it doesn't float your boat. Come on, sorry, mate. I, on. I want Battlefleet Gothic, but um, I know they were having, I know they're still waiting to move into the new building and stuff, so. I mean, it does look quite good. I've got to be I quite like the look of it, but then I kind of like the look of X-Wing. I played that for a bit and then, if they, if it, I don't suspect it's going to go the same route as that, which got ridiculous. But you know, it would be quite good fun to play with Marauder bombers and you know, um, lightnings and siphons and goodness knows what else in that kind of yeah. arena. I, but I want to look. At, I want to look at the rules first because definitely. I can definitely imagine there might be some cool ways of doing aerial battles in the thirty-first millennium if you stick to just Imperium stuff. And if they do things like the siphons, the fire raptors, and all that lot, uh, you know, maybe people could could run events where you know you've got you've got um stuff happening in zone mortalis on the space stations you've got aerial battles you've got um you've got titan battles and then frontline games because that'd be quite cool but that that's big that's a dream the thing is the thing is we've got flyers in heresy anyway yeah yeah, you could you could do this on a proper on a big scale take a a lot more space but i think chris sort of hit the nail on the head you know um for me uh w- w- with his comment i mean don't worry i'm wrong i'm looking forward to this game i enjoyed it when it in the old in the old iteration so i'm sure i will enjoy this one but as he said how many people uh how sorry how many stories do you get in heresy or even 40k in general yeah. where the main focus has been on in aerial combat we uh, wrote one for company of legend we saying. did and that brings the sum total of <laughs> Uh, of of, of I, airborne stories to up to two. <laughs> I I can think of a f- about maybe there's an Eldar one, Wraith Flight. There's um there's the Gaunt's Ghost spin-off one. That yeah, I yeah, in, a double eagle yeah. and um Interceptor City is being written. Dan Abnett has said many a time that Interceptor City is going to happen. That's the sequel to it. So that's um, three. There's there was one released with Stormcloud Attack, um, that game with the um, with the flyers. There was one released for that. Oh yeah. Um, you've got an encyclopedic knowledge of this stuff. I, I no, I, awesome, I, I, it's you know autism. I remember stuff, um, but not not like okay. I'm not I'm not a genius at anything. Um, it's one of those things where I remember a bunch of stuff, but um, gotcha. it's not really that useful. Um, but I, I, I'm not like got an identity memory or anything. It's just um, I do remember stuff. And I think there was an Iron Hands flyer story. There have been a few stories of flyers, but you count them on two hands. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I just I, I don't. 
it's not it's not a setting that you automatically associate yeah, with 40k it's, is it it's not an 30k even it, yeah, either yeah you know it's i'm just, you know it's great that it's there I, you know I, I can understand the appeal I, I i do get it this sort of game is very popular you know x-wing is a you know huge popular game i guess they're hoping to tap into that sort of side of the market a little bit yeah i mean but i ever just since... don't see what the i don't see where I mean... the push is for it since X-Wing's second edition came out, it's kind of the shine has gone off a lot. A, 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 yeah, a, little, a lot of people have been sort of, I don't want to play. Um, I don't want to play uh, um, X-Wing anymore. It's too expensive. It's, it's gotten ridiculous. It, it's a bit of a cash cow. And a yeah, few other a games. Have, yeah. You know, Wings of Wings of Glory has sort of picked up again. Um, I don't uh, think this will be any different. I think, you know, we're going to, they already said there's going to be expansions out for it. Yeah. But I suppose it depends because if it's games workshop saying, Oh yeah, you, you need, it depends what kind of model they're going for. If it's a shade spire model where to keep up with the meta and, and stuff, you need to buy every single wall band to get all the cards. Um, then I think, you know, it's not something I'm going to be that interested in. Yeah. That's if it's something insane. like, if it's something like Titanicus, where it is literally you pick a faction you can get stuff for that faction, um, and that's it. I think um, this the thing with this sort of game is that list building becomes very uh, net listing becomes very prevalent within it. Yeah, but we got to see. We don't know what the rules are. We don't know what the yeah. what the crack is. And I see. But um, anyway, it's not really forty k. But sorry, thirty k. But it's um, it could I be something. Cer- I can certainly see some enterprising. Um, event organizers trying to integrate it into their events. They are not in this podcast. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be perfectly honest. Not right, not at this time. Simply because there's only there's only two options, and I think Thunderbolts versus Thunderbolts. Yeah, we're, we're still mulling over Titanicus, and that's been out a year. So that's in there. Yeah, but yeah. if they sh- if they shoved in some if they shoved in some lightnings, some um, fire raptors, and siphons, you know, maybe. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so that's that. So Graham, you're you're next. Yeah, so um, there is another preview from Warhammer World on Saturday at 9pm BST, which is too late for us to get into the show. But we will be getting this into next month's show. It's probably just a 40k one, though, just in case your hopes were getting high. But hopefully there will be some stuff that that can we can use to cross over. So we shall see yeah, what yeah. happens at 9pm BST. So. We'll see what happens I, there. I actually, my crossing over, I did see a really cool um, conversion of one of those um, um, Scorpius, you know, the the hovercraft, the mechanic of a hovercraft, into oh, like yeah. a, into like a, a rhino for a, a tech guard make, make militia. Uh, that was on, I think it was on Reddit. Very nice. So, yeah, we did say it was possible, so that would be yeah, a cool. Thing so someone's do. someone's already done it. So anyway, uh, okay. So Warhammer World has announced the next few months' events at Warhammer World. Still, though, Forge World Open Day. So I don't think we're going to get one this year, which is quite sad. But um, there is okay. going to be a Cit- Citadel Color Open Day on the second of November. So obviously, paint is the big thing this year. Um, annoyingly, it clashes with Blood and Glory. So not going to be it. No, it does. Well, hope it does, yeah. Uh, well, no, the dates are set for Blood and Glory, but we're just oh, waiting yeah. for announcements. It's getting a bit tight at the minute, though, for an announcement. But um, at this event, uh, the Little Colour Open Day, the ever-chosen winner will be crowned. So they'll get wow. their sword. So. Very nice. That so. lovely sword will be in their grasp. Yep, and they're going to get flown over or driven over or trained over from wherever they are, put up, all expenses paid, trip to Warhammer oh, yeah. World for that. Yeah. And they get a tour and everything, don't they? 
yeah, yeah. And there'll, there'll, there'll be a, there'll be public voting for that at some point. So, okay, very um, good. The Black Library Weekend tickets have gone on sale. It's happening on the 9th and 10th of November at the Belfry in Nottingham, which is GW's uh, sort of favourite secondary venue. Um, not not for the Heresy Weekend, though. Not this year, it wasn't, was it? No. Mm. I don't know. You raise a good point. Um, Mark and I have a few people happy that it doesn't clash with Blood and Glory. I'm guessing you'll be one of them. Uh, yes, but I don't think I can go to it. It's uh. still, still a bit too expensive for me. Because uh, staying at the Belfry, you know, beyond my budget. Oh, but yeah. uh, Mr. Mr. Dan, yeah, I say, Greg loves, loves that. Uh, event, he, he is. Uh, he is. Uh, I know he's over the moon. Okay. Um, Maybe they listen to him. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I think so. Well, no, I know they don't listen to me because they clashed a few events. This <laughs> I wanted to go to one day. How one day. They? One day. We'll yeah. Be there. Don't they yeah. know who you are? You're Squid Man. Yeah, yeah. renowned in the heresy niche that is a niche within a very very small niche yeah right <laughs> so niche finally niche man finally uh relevant painting videos were few and far on the ground this month uh we had a few more basic videos covering blood shade paints technical paints metallic paints and protecting your models two of the wa- war i thought it said wacky war cry videos are interesting however the iron golems one has a technique for metallic red, which we kind of hinted about earlier, uh, using contrast paint, which could be uh, useful for Blood Angels or Thousand Suns, as well as a cool way of doing really nasty, unhealthy skin, and the Untamed Beast video, which has a good way of doing skin and leather with contrast paints, which could also be useful for cultist players. So some bits and bobs there, but... Yeah. I, 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 I love that skin on the um, on the, the Iron Golems one. It's sort of like um, the Deepkin... Uh, the, you know the sea elves. Yeah, yeah that's uh, sort of white skin. White skin, but instead of washing it with blue like they do with the with the with the elves, they wash it with uh, a very thin down agrax earth shade. Right. So it looks okay. really, really unhealthy and sort of uh, pale, and it, it, it oh, you know okay. quite it's really really interesting. And I'm like, I, I, I'm gonna try that out on some cultists. I might give nice. the um, say so I might give that red a go. Even if you find uh, your old, uh, your, uh, your, 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 dread, your Tessie the Dreadnought. He is, he is currently a, 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 an unusual shade of purpley blue from Tes- my the metallic. Tesla. Tesla, as he shall be known. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's, that, that, that technique is basically uh, Balthazar gold yeah. and then flesh, flesh, um, flesh terror is red on top. But as you said, Chris, it's... Um, it's a rough surface that that particular video puts it on. So they, they've kind of just slapped it on. Whereas for your, your blood angels, I think you'd have to be a bit more careful with it. Yeah, I, I think it might be a case. Of, what I'm going to probably do is gold, a clear red, or maybe a contrast red tone uh, sort of washed down. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it looks, it looks quite cool. It um, looks really good. Yeah. Okay. So that is, that's, That's the State it. of the Union, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Short this month. Up. Short this month. Very. Okay. So, uh, should we look in? All right. So, we'll go into talking about Titanica stuff. Okay, go. All right, so Titanica stuff this month. Uh, we've had a bit, so there's actually been some stuff uh, this month because normally there hasn't. Uh, one day we'll talk about games we play here. Um, one day. 
day. You will. Well, it's me as well because no, I've, I've been doing Hopper, this show for James, two years. I've talked about the number of games I played twice. James Hopper um, keeps asking me to play, and I, I, I never seem to have the money at the minute um, for um, for that uh, going to club. But when he asked me for a game, it's like, ah, oh, it's the end of the month. I'm broke. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, yeah. So we had a year in review show on um, Twitch with Jonathan Taylor York and Owen Barnes, which basically went over what's been released for Titanicus um, this past year. So um, not much to that. It was just a bit of a bit of a. I think they they probably put it in to fill out some space and talk about the fact that there was some stuff coming out. Um, yeah, you know, wasn't wasn't really much much to it i uh, didn't really find out much much more but anyway it's a show it's content on the t- on on twitch yeah that's what it's going uh, to be like there has been as we hinted out earlier a lot of grumbling about the acastus knight poporian uh mm. with lots of people saying it's downright broken and extremely overpowered ever since warhammer community previewed it the week before it went on pre-order uh some players have actually gone so far as to completely rewrite the rules for it and nerf <laughs> it into the ground crikey Seems a bit uh, extreme. That seems, that's early doors as well. It's not been out that long. It, it, before it was even out, someone had, uh, wow. you know, it was even on sale. Someone had written, rewritten the rules for it uh, to to make it less powerful. And it, so, and, it, and it was sort of like, well, you know, we haven't even, we haven't seen it in the field yet. But clearly it's it's caused some ructions. Because, I mean, the, the, the bits that I have read about this have been around... This was a very balanced game. It felt very balanced. And then all of a sudden, this thing's come along and it's completely up, upturned the balance. I guess, is it because it's a different way of playing? Is it? I think it's quite a heavy shooty thing. Obviously, uh, yeah, it's a big, big heavy shooty knight. It's a lot more pow- It's a lot more powerful than the equivalent knight in, um, in you know, 28 mil. Um, right, okay. It's, it's, it's very, very, it's very, very powerful. Um, but at the same time, it's... If you have an all night army, it's pretty much your um your your only heavy your only heavy hitter um, in yeah. terms of firepower. If you've got an all night army, so yeah. um, whereas in a tight a tight army, it's a uh, it's it's very powerful. But at the same time, it's a knight, so it will go down. You know, to things like quick cannons. Yeah, quick cannons seem to be. The um, yeah, but people are sort of very unhappy about it. Um, you know, well, some people are. Um, personally, I, I kind of, the way I've been looking at it, it, it it's, uh, I personally limit myself to no more than two, you know, people have been saying, oh, well, I've been taking four in a list of Titans and mm. it's like, yeah, and okay. It's that age old thing of here comes an OP thing, uh, spam the or, crap out of it and, and scram, spam the crap out of people, you know, mm. that inability to self-control. Yeah, and that, there's, no, there's no sort of force org, is there? Or something, you know? No, no, there isn't. There isn't really. But yeah, so people are taking a you know four of these in a, a, a in a, in their army, and it is um it is it is taking apart you know warlords, um because four okay. of them can concentrate their fire on a warlord and really do some damage. Um, in an all night list, that's not so bad. I don't think personally, because right. that if you've got an all night list, you're, you're gonna re- you, you know you 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 um. It's like goblins versus space marines. Yeah, you know, uh, sorry, Gretchen, not goblins, but okay. yeah, yeah. But, but if you make Gretchen fearless, they're in uh, no end of our sake. Yes, but that, <laughs> that 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 literally is. But they die even easier. Knights die easier than Gretchen die. So, okay. Um, yeah, so that's fine. But 
I don't know. I I I'm I've been telling people let's let's let let's let's see how they play, and let's you know give it a while before declaring them completely broken, okay. um, because it's no good jumping to a conclusion and saying it's completely broken the game. Now, I mean, the, the, there are some people saying they just will not play it at all. Uh, one player who um, who I have a little respect for, to be honest, uh, I'm not going to name him because uh, I feel that would be unfair, but has sort of said if, if someone brings along a propri- even a single proprietor, um, he won't play them. He'll pack up his toys and go home. Crikey. And I think reaction. And that's that's going too far for me. It's like... True enough. Wow. Yeah, it it, it's one of those things, I guess, it's in the wrong hands, it could be utterly devastating. But it's like anything, isn't it? I suppose game-wise, it's that balance thing. It's whether they are, like you say, if you can have a you know, load of them, do you legislate in the rules for the fact that people will abuse it, or do you legislate in the rules for what they actually are, which is a shooty night? Yeah. So in the in the 28 mil, they're kind of pitched as a equivalent almost to a warhound, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's like a mini, mini, not quite a warhound. Um, but, but just devastating. Yeah, but they're um they they but the thing is knights in um in the depths of Titanicus they got a, a three hundred and six degree fire arc. So well, a, unlike yeah, a war unlike a warhound, right. it doesn't have to worry yeah. about facings. So okay. Yeah. All right, uh okay, so what else? So Graham, you finished your Titan? I did. Yep. Apart awesome. from the shields I've realized I haven't put them on yet. The shields. You know they got the, the Oh the tilting on. shields. The yeah, the yes. um, yeah, yeah, cool. Are you gonna put on transfers or Bloody tra- I have such a trouble with that. It's unreal. Fair enough. It's, fair it's enough. depressing. I just end up like ruining loads. I, of I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll come over. I'll come over at some point. Or you can come over here, and I'll, and I'll go through doing transfers with you. That would be lovely. I really. It's. It, it took me a long. It took me a long time to figure it out. But you know, it was like watching various YouTube videos and just getting Microsol and Microset, and it was a revelation and then Lamy medium over the top but now i've started using storm shield and that gives them more protection so what's interesting um, about transfers is they're a finite resource right so yeah. you've got a number of i've got a little mortis one i'm, I'm not going to use but let's say you had a forge world transfer set oh yeah yeah, yeah and you're expensive. these things cost a fair few quid and if i knack this up there's only three of them on the whole transfer sheet yeah Yep. Um, okay. So, yeah. Well, well, I do I'm, have a bunch. For fear. I do have a bunch. I'm not going to use at any point, so you can have them. Oh, okay. Nice. The next next thing, and this was this is really cool. I love this. Um, White Dwarf had a great rules article on Crusade. I've put in here. I spelled it here as a Crustage in the show. Crustage. Crustage. Uh, Titan Legions, allowing players to put together their own Legio rules for homebrew legions or ones without rules. So you pick from a combination of Legio traits, Legion-specific stratagems, and Legion, Legio-specific war gear to best represent your Legion. So you've got sort of like a pick-and-choose um, list. So for Legio-specific stratagems, you can pick one from any other Legion, or you can pick um, or, or you can pick a universal stratagem and do it for one less command point, uh, for example. Um, but So for example... Uh, for my fire wasps, what I've decided to do is I'm going to with the following. I'm going to give them the elite majos legio trait um, to represent the close links between them and the Martian. Because I do Legio Ignatum, the fire wasps, uh, one of the first Mar- Martian legions. Um, I think they've got really close links. Well, I know they've got because it's in the fluff. They've got really close links with the Martian forges and the legios. So um, what I'm going to use is the elite majos trait 
which allows you to roll an extra repair dice during damage control phase. And you can add a two to command checks when issuing emergency repair orders. So you can fix the fix them better, basically. Mm-hmm. And then for the um, Legio um, command trait, um, what I well, sorry Legio specific stratagem, I would pick Red Skies from Legio Fortidus because uh, Le- the Fire Wasp they sort of one of their one of their jobs is to guard the forges of Marge. Sorry, not Marge. Marge, of course. from the Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder where I got that from. Um, you were yeah. a priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crudge and Mars. Um, so yeah, Mars. <laughs> um, so it allows you to basically say when you walk, when you blow up, you can use the stratagem to say, right, I'm adding five to the Titan scale, so that's five inches further that it's going to blow up. So you know, I'd wa- uh, you know, if my Titans are dying, I'm going to walk them into the middle of a bunch of your, your, my enemies' Titans and 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 and, and, and hope I get blown up there. Yeah, yeah, detonate. So, um, and then uh, finally, is my war gear. Uh, there's a cool thing called reactor fetters, uh, which allow you to vent plasma on a free plus, um, but it means I can't push the reactor more than once per phase. So it sort of says my 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 reactors are some of the finest manufactured by Mars. So that's quite yeah. So yeah, so it's brilliant because people can suddenly say, right, I want to make my own legion. What can I do? And there's all sorts of stuff you can do in there. Yeah. Uh, nice. It's a really, really, really cool, cool thing. I, I'm just trying to, I'm just, I, I have got it in front of me somewhere. If you give me a second, I will pull it up. No worries. Yeah, so, and it's quite cool. Anunja's sort of got his his Titan Legio in there, which is sort of a legion that fights on the grounds, well, underwater, fighting fighting bigger uh, you know krakens and stuff so he's given them some some rules for that so um What's specific up. job sorry specific yeah yeah job. well no no it's it's the, the forge world the 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 forge cities are underwater so uh but unfortunately there are big monsters under there so okay fair so um yeah so so you've got things like just as for example um uh just picking some stuff you've got splinter legio so you can choose a legio trait from any titan legion if the trait was chosen from a traitor legion then you must be loyalist if it's chosen from a loyalist legion then you can be you must be a traitor so that would allow you to represent a um a you know a loyalist version of legio mortis for example that said oh Horus. Okay. No, 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 i don't fancy that but got you yeah really really cool article um so like I a hope... sort of shattered legions for um yeah yeah shattered yeah. legion black shield list. I suppose. yeah yeah, yeah. Black, sh- black shattered legion black shield type of thing so really really cool article get this month's white dwarf it's available electronically so you can always have a copy um and they did and, and then in in warhammer tv they had another another uh, uh titanicus show um and they had tom clark on um and he looked at the three ways that people choose their army so fluff paint scheme or rules as he sort of identified as three of the main rules i i, I can't think of anything else that would influence you to tr- pick an army other than rules fluff and the a coin color. yeah i suppose that, that would be um yes yeah. Yeah. yeah so he looked at the ways you could use the white dwarves crusade titan legions to pick a set of rules for your own homebrew legion um or ones that don't have their own rules so he specifically talked through how you might create rules for legio ordax that's the world world the legio that's very close with the world eaters and yes. they have the Ursus Clause and lots of war. Yes, they do, yeah. Yeah, so so he talked through how you might create them. Have they got rules for the Ursus Clause on They don't have rules for them yet, but they were sort of saying, you know, you could take bits and bobs to, 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 to represent different... Because that was cool, the way they did that in um, Betrayal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and they do it they do it again in another there's a book called the, or a short story sorry called the ember walls and they do they do something similar there and then they start fighting between themselves because they're like turning proper to chaos at this point so nice really really cool little short story um yeah so that was then followed by a live stream game between legio ataris which does have rules and legio estobiax which is the legio that uh, was stationed on um prospero during the um during the oh, yeah. and um yeah they were they had rules created for them out of the legio um the, the crusade legion rules so that was quite nice. cool so they literally showed an action so that was cool Okay, so um, that's Titanicus news. So what we'll do now is we'll move into uh, Graham's... Not, not Graham's post. No, my post anymore. Very disappointingly, because I used to like singing that song. Oh, well, we did sing the Graham's postback song, um, but I just thought that, you know, it's not all about me. It's a team effort. And so uh, I thought the Augury Scanner would be a better name for this section. But um, I'm happy to listen to viewers' uh, views, if viewers viewers uh, listeners even views and if they want to return to the graham's post bag song just let us know so what do we have in the post? So we kind of uh, brought on the uh, remit of this section to include things because we've actually got, we were, all, I would say, inundated with feedback this month. We yeah, had we've very done a rare, quite a bit. We, we had a lot this month, yeah. which is brilliant. And not all really of it was awesome. Like, and not all of it was death threats. No, no, it was not. So um, let's have a quick look at uh, what we have. So we had some really nice feedback um, from. Uh, who was this this lovely chap? This was from uh, John Gren. Oh, no, that was John Gren, of course, or John GG. So this was very funny. So you may have meant, if you listened to last month's one, uh, John was uh, somewhat disparagably talked about uh, by certain members of this team who will remain nameless and thought that he should set the record straight uh, in, in a post to us saying whether he had been officially labelled a disturber of the peace, a la Mr Baggins. Uh, so we had to put him right and have said it. No, he wasn't. And that uh, we um, do not refer to him as Mr. Baggins anymore, though we will be calling him that from now on, obviously. So, um, yes, that was that was one quite amusing little thing. Um, he also had a question which I didn't have the answer to, um, but maybe you folks can have a, have a little think-see about it. Um, the Shattered Legion Army, each Legion represented in your army must be led by a HQ. Okay, so if you've got three yep. Shattered Legions, which would be Raven Guard, Salamanders, and the others, Iron Hands, but it does say that each of these HQ must be compulsory, or can one of the HQs be a support officer? So it's like, do all three of them need to be compulsory HQs, i.e. a Praetor? Um, or do they need to be, or could the HQ just be a support officer type, i.e. a Master of Signals? Didn't know. Honestly, I- didn't know. I always assumed that it was one had to be, one had to be a like a, a delegatus or a praetor, and then the others could be. I mean, could have a cent- just a plain old centurion, yeah. Fill in, yeah. you know, the, you know, whatever you wanted. But a plain old centurion could is a compulsory HQ choice. It's only if you make him a sport officer that he isn't, right? Yeah, and I think the question yeah, is. Yeah. Um, so, primary detachment must contain elements of at least three, t- three, at least two legions, i.e., shattered legion. 
In order to take any choices from a specific legion, the force must contain a Praetor or Centurion, including any console types or suitable HQ special characters for the same legion. In, in each such character must be from a different legion, right? Okay. So that would imply that actually you probably, I just say console, but it doesn't say whether they're compulsory or not. Don't know. Oh, not, well, I guess you could, I just I don't have to be compulsory. I, Actually, I, I guess would you take one. Take a, I guess you, you could take. Yeah, you're going to have to take at least one because you've got yeah. to take at least one. Um, yeah. Just to satisfy the yeah. force org. Yeah. yeah, you've got to take at least one to satisfy the force org. So I guess you can take, you know, uh, a librarian or whatever, um, mm. you know, to, to, to do your word bearers Good. and uh, world eaters. Um, Good one. World eaters army. So. Yeah, that that would be the way I would interpret that that particular wording. Yeah, definitely. This is where we get um, a dozen messages saying, "Well, actually, you're wrong." Yeah, so this is another of these grey areas. Um, we also had some very nice feedback from uh, Thomas uh, Borsay. I think that's how you pronounce it, Borsay. Uh, he um, basically sent us a nice thing saying, "Much enjoyed the podcast." So thank you very much for that, and uh, suggested that um, could we do something on. Uh, I think one of his legions, which he wants to do, is um, around the word bearers, which, of course, we know about. And he did offer a suggestion as to whether when the list challenge, we obviously always have this uh, dilemma as to whether which criteria we use to judge the theme and that actually whether we could, you know, use the special characters as potentially as say, what would you know, Erebus take, for example? Oh, that yeah, that would be an interesting to see if we've actually hit the theme. So that would be quite oh, an yeah, interesting yeah. way of That'd doing it. Um, so that was, that was cool. Um, we also got some from Luke Alexander Morton, um, pointing out some errata, actually, because obviously we'll get everything wrong eventually. Um, so I think we may have said that, uh, the, you, that we implied that the um, if you have a Paragon Blade, and in the HQ section we were talking about last month, if you have the Paragon Blade and a Bolt Pistol, you get an extra attack. Which of course you don't, because the power no, yeah, yeah. is a special weapon. Yeah, that's and, why. That's why people take power fists. Exactly. Um, and the other thing is that a chaplain is not fearless, as I think I've probably said. Um, he zealot doesn't actually confer the fearless rule, but I do think it, it, it effectively means they pass morale tests. But it is important because he does say that it does have a, a an impact when um, being shot at by cacophony shots apparently so we'll have to have a look into that one but yes i i did check it he's, he's absolutely right yeah, i don't they, think they, they i don't fearless. think they give fearless but they they do cause fear yeah but you know but they effectively i think it doesn't mean that they don't have to take morale tests which is obviously a good thing right yeah. but they do have they will be affected by whatever the cacophony does so there you go um also uh, i think somebody i think it might have been paul briggs uh from the durham club pointed out i think we said that cataphractry are slow and purposeful they're not they just have the similar kind yeah, of they've rule. got they've got rules for that yeah yeah so that was another one that i keep i keep getting wrong and also how how much they enjoyed the section about the navigator uh with michael <laughs> being the um the the world's best straight man in that particular one it was uh, apparently he was eating his uh I think he was drinking a beer at the time. He had the podcast on his headphones. His uh, family were watching telly, and I think he was in the other room. And all they heard was the, the noise of him um, spitting beer everywhere after coming to that particular amusing little uh, anecdote when Chris and I couldn't stop laughing for about 10 minutes. So if you haven't heard it, it's definitely worth going back in to. 
so that was going to be awesome. I think we also had a really nice piece of feedback that somebody emailed in, which I'm desperately trying to find right now. Do you remember the one? Oh yes, yes. But I've got a, I've got a, I've got a pass on their address to um, Adam. Okay, so I need to do that. Um, sure. The email address, not their actual address. I'm not going to send Adam yeah. around to to heavy so, them yeah. up or anything. But yeah, yeah. yeah chat from, this, chat yeah. from deeper Suffolk. This yeah, it was. This was this was um, Rick Rick uh, from Deepest Suffolk who, who sent us an email because he doesn't have Facebook. So extra points for going the extra mile there and sending us an email and um, saying how much he enjoyed the podcast. Yeah, he actually sent it twice. Yeah, he, he sent it through the um, the messaging system on the uh, website as well. All right, cool. So yeah. anyway, thank you very much, um, Rick. I'm really glad you enjoy the show. And um, like I say, we'll. Uh, We'll do something on Black Shields, which is what he was uh, particularly interested in, and also uh, help on about how to find groups in your local area, because we know about all the groups in the universe, and we can help hook you up, particularly if you're not on Facebook, as mentioned. Yeah, so, well, I mean, really cool. we're lucky in that I know, we know Adam, um, who used to do the, uh, well, who does the Mournival podcast. He's down in Suffolk. Right. So I'm going to I'm gonna pass his Rick's email address along and say, do you want to drop this ladder, ladder an email? Yeah. Came up with some, I don't know, WhatsApp groups or whatever, whatever the kids use who don't use Facebook these days. Kids these days, yes. So anyway, it was really lovely, some really lovely feedback this month. So thank you yeah, all very thank much. You. It makes this, it makes this feel worthwhile. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we also had a, some, a very interesting response to some questions about what our future show should be, specifically um, from feedback that we had previously, which was about, you know, starting up in Heresy and how to play Heresy and like the manners, if you like, of how to play Heresy and things like this. And we had some really good points raised by a lot of people uh, on this one, which we will take on board. And I think there's a there's yeah. a show or two in there, at least. Um, yeah. The one I particularly liked was the one from Chris... Um, I think it was Chris Gibson, uh, but it was basically about when we have um, veteran players. How should veteran players, um, you know, help to encourage and sort of mentor, if you like, new players? Which I think would be quite an interesting article as well. So some really awesome feedback to that one, and we'll go through those and put something together. And that's it for the feedback. Um, we I did see something that I thought you might like, guys, which was I don't know if you've seen the Kickstarter for these bases for Titanicus. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I meant this to put the, that in. Oh, um, oh, dropping everything again. I was going to put really it. In, I, I was going to put it in State of the Union, but I um, forgot. So these are yeah, the guys so, at Unreal Wargaming, aren't they? They do the cool um, like street terrain and stuff. Yeah. So this. Yeah, so it's on Kickstarter at the moment, um, and you can get various uh, sort of levels, if you like, um, depending on what you want. Depends on what sort of bases you can get. But um, I wasn't sure what size bases are on what, so I'm going to have to look into that, because I did find this this problem. What are you doing there? Uh, sitting down. <laughs> I was re- I was reaching up to grab a, grab a paint. Like... <laughs> uh, it's, in a, it's in a drawer above my desk. Okay. Sounds like a right chore. Um, anyway, it's on Kickstarter. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes if you want to back it and get some uh, really nice bases for your Titans. The, I found this when I finished my Titan. It's like, what am I going to base this with? Because just chucking down, which I eventually did, but just you know putting down kind of basing material makes it look a bit flat, whereas these are kind of moulded resin bases, which are a bit yeah, of a shame, really a bit late. Really cool. I might see about getting putting myself down for some of these to m- put my Reavers and Warhound on. So warhounds on, should I say? So, um, yeah, just just use the basing material that you've uh, that you put on the rest to, to, to yeah, sort of uh, yeah, match to make it look. Yeah, yeah. So 
anyway, so that's worth a look if you get a chance. Um, another thing that caused always oh, like a controversy, me particularly about the rules, was uh, this was on Crusade and Heresy. But this funny because you didn't start this one for a change. I don't usually start controversies, but I, you like I like to chip in. You know, because everyone <laughs> <laughs> likes to throw like fuel, fuel, that fire. fuel on the fire. Um, I don't do that. Um, but I think uh, I would go with the, the previously mentioned disturber of the peace, Mr. Baggins, Shire, no, John GG, uh, his view on this one. But fundamentally, the question was, can super heavy flyers jink? Okay. So I see from your sun silence, you're thinking, oh, it's either A or B. Well, there was a lot of discussion as to whether it was in fact C. And the net result was that it does say specifically that uh, you know super heavy flyers can't jink. But then there was another set of rules that kind of contradicted this as to the movement and what things are related to what movement, etc., etc. So it may have said super heavies can't jink, and then in the movement phase it doesn't cover super heavy flyers. It was a right old bun fight, this one. Surely... Um, uh, I sort of well, I, I looked at it and I thought I, I'm not going to get involved in here. But surely the fact it's super heavies can't fly, can't jink, would preclude every other s- statement because it's a super heavy. Yeah, I think so, right? Okay, you, you're absolutely right. But it's it's actually when you look at it uh, with all these things, it's a little bit of a grey area. There's a potential exploit there, and obviously people with things like Thunderhawks are thinking. Brilliant, because effectively that means I get a four plus, not yeah, quite, I mean, button, but I fundamentally get a four great. plus eight all the time because I'm On never the going to that. The Orion comes out. Yeah, exactly. And that was one of the things. It's like actually the Orion now would get a four plus, effectively permanent cover save. Obviously, things that ignore cover are going to do them a number, but you know, brilliant. Um, so it says, what have we got here? Let me just read out the, some of the rules for those of you who, who are interested, but we will put the links in there. Super heavy flyers are super heavy vehicles that use super heavy vehicle rules for shooting, vehicle damage, etc., etc. So on super heavy vehicles, it says um, super heavy vehicles are moving, shooting, vehicle damage. Okay. Now, to super heavy flyers, they don't follow the super heavy rule. They just follow the ones mentioned above under super heavy flyers, which doesn't include super heavy movement rule. Well, because... Ah. Yeah. Okay. So because of that, there's a bit of an exploit fundamentally, which says super heavies can't jink, obviously, but they yep. don't. These things don't follow the super heavy vehicle rules, so they can jink because they are super heavy flyers. Anyway, someone sent Boardworld an email. Battle raged for a, a number of many, many emails. Now, what was interesting? The one good thing, I suppose, if you call it a good thing that came out of this, was pointing out was that actually lurking. On the depths of the community site is the last ever seventh edition fact, okay? ah, which you can download and have a look at. Now, obviously, um, the rules in there aren't rules per se, and they, you couldn't really use them uh, to quote if you like. But for us event organisers, they might at least give us some intent of the previous edition's rules, if you like. And in there, it does say that they can't jink. But they're not really official rules. But if well, you've got these grey areas, would they allow us to say, do you know what, we're going to play the sort of rules as intended on this one and we're going to say this to get over a particular problem, if you like. But, you know, obviously you can't use them. But it's quite good to look at them uh, just to refer back to. I'm a believer that those those uh, rules are uh, should be used. 
uh, the seventh edition FAQ because not everything was carried over, but it could be used as a way of saying, well, the seventh edition was written with this particular uh, with this in mind. So I think the, 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 the danger got, with that is it gets yeah. too muddy. Yeah, because yeah I know, I, I know too, what you mean. But too, if, if, if there is a if there is a question and people are, are split on this, I would say, right, we'll send an email to Forge World. Eventually, they might answer answer it in an FAQ. But in the meantime, we'll take this as exactly. And this yeah. is where this is the only play that would be useful would be a, a, an event to solve a problem, right? Uh, where yeah, that's it's, it. Where it's you know fifty fifty. We don't really know. We could roll some dice, or we could do a you know li- you know uh, rock paper scissors lizard or something to work out who's right or wrong here. But fundamentally, we could make a judgment, and it's only a judgment for that event based on the sentiment expressed within the FAQ back in the day. Okay, but you couldn't use it as an official guide to rules because, as people have pointed out quite rightly. When the new rule book came out, i.e. the Horus Heresy one, it superseded everything that came before it, including this FAQ. It did indeed, but... So there you go. It's, anyway, it's, the, be- it's the best we've got in the meantime. T- totally. But anyway, like I said, it was a, it was a battle did rage a bit on that one. Um, but in the end, you're absolutely right, Michael. It was a, you know what, we, nobody's going to have the definitive answer on this one. It's a job for Forge World, as most of these things get to. Um, also... Uh, some lovely things that have come up is um, Ben uh, Ben's Lovely Nights, which does sound like a porno, but it isn't. Um, it's uh, let me just get these up. So this is Ben Greaves. Uh, Sorry, done this. Ben's Lovely Nights. You're just going <laughs> to get them up, are you? <laughs> um, his his nights uh, are long, and um, no, I'm not even going to go there. But the knights that he's painted are spectacularly good, and he's done a full kind of, not maniple, but the equivalent thereof, uh, of knights uh, with various types. And he's also painted up a lovely version of the knight that I like, which is the big one, like the polymorphism one, but with the um, the guns that aren't quite so deadly. The Volkite uh, ones. The, the, the Volkite ones. You know, the the chap... Oh, the Armager, the, the Moriax. Is that it? The one no. that just came out. The, the one that was the same size as the polymorphism thing. Oh, was... the, the conversion beamers. Conversion beamers, not Volkites. I get yeah, all oh, right. Yeah, I was getting... Yeah. Anyway, he's painted that up. And the man honestly puts you to shame in terms of the speed of his painting. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a spectacularly great models and well, very, really well painted. He's, and he's a teacher and it's the summer holidays. Okay, well, yeah, even so, not say anything away. From, <laughs> you know, all right, your crown is safe. Even worry. you know, even in the summer, even in the even in the non-summer holidays, he paints like a demon. Yeah. Anyway, some really nice models, and I think he's going to bring some of them to Company of Legends, which would be great to see. Um, what else? Oh, the, is this this was uh, not from Little Legend Studio, but from another uh, painter, the painting studio. This was a uh, from Praetorian painting. Who, uh, I haven't really seen too much of their work, but this, I don't think, I don't know if you want to click on the link, guys. I think it's a conversion. It's definitely a conversion sculpt uh, of an esoterist, which I really like the model. I thought it was very cool. Um, worth a mention a as well. Let's have a look. So it's got um, a, it's got a, um, it's a ultramarines esoterist. Uh, esoterist. Let's have a look at this then. Loading, it's loading. Ooh, I like that. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Why has he gotten those conversion 
I think there's a list of the bits pieces. that they've used to do the conversions with. Um, yeah, but it might be something. It might be sculpt like the hood. Maybe, maybe in sculpt. Imperial fist. Yeah, I can see the imperial. Oh yeah, imperial fist champion. It's the imperial fist champion's body. Um, Ultramarines legs. That's a dark angel helmet. Yeah, and that backpack is. Is that Gulliman's backpack? No idea, bro. No, it's no that, too that, big, isn't it? Yeah, that it, back, it would be too big, rather. Uh, Deathwing head, and then the rest is whatever you can find. The 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 backpack looks um is interesting. I I mm. yeah. Anyway, the the, the I don't know. I don't. I can't place the backpack. Mm. But anyway, it's it's. A, I think it's really cool. Is it Dawn's backpack? It's a big backpack, but I'm not sure if it's a Primark size. Let's have a look. I can't. One's um, taking a while to load. I t- yeah, I can't place that backpack. That's the only part I can't. I can't place. Um, Maybe if they're listening, they might be able to um, inform us. But the long and short of it is, it's a lovely looking model. I and, might have to. Re- I might have to recreate that. It looks really good, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna have to recreate that that there model. You go. Uh, at least, at least, um, at least, at least part, at least uh, as much of it as I can. Is that just not an old Chaos Marine backpack? No, no. I don't think it's like that. The the that the free hands with not having anything in them. That that's always a um. It's nice, isn't it? It's a good look. Yeah, I, I don't know where you're going to get that. I I give him a pack. I give him a I give him a force weapon. That's what I would do. Though. I, do you know what? I think it looks better without any weapon at all because it's like more about the sort of demonicness of what yeah, he's doing. You know, it's like yeah. he's not using a weapon; he's using his powers, you know, like a wizard. So I like that. Yeah, whole. definitely. Yes, no, that is the um, that's that's definitely the Imperial Fist Legion Command Command dude. But oh, Lindsay's making some noise. <laughs> okay, is uh, it a hint? yes, no, no, she's making a noise as in she's doing some stuff in the. Okay. In the back room. I don't know where he gets the free hands from. That's that's the only thing that's but it's not Dawn's backpack. It's not mm. Dawn's backpack. I, that it could be to me. backpack. Mm. No, it's Sigismund's back. It, I think it's Sigismund's backpack. Yeah, it's Sigismund's it's Sigismund's or Dawn or, or Pollock's backpack. Nice. I've got them up right now. It's Sigismund or, or Pollock's. Okay. Well we are we're great to know. Grow up. I'm going to eventually, but it's not compulsory. Um, Easter terrorist, great figure, something to replicate potentially in your armies. And that's it for the policies. Okay, confirmed. You heard it. Um, so anyway, that was it from the Augury Scanner. So that is the things that have blipped on my radar. Anything you guys were particularly impressed with over the last month? Um. Mm. I, I'll be honest, I've not really kept an eye on much because it's oh. been so hot and I've been, you know, be- trying to stay alive. Okay. <laughs> I've um, I've been playing with that lens effects um, app. Oh, yeah. It's kind of oh, doing yeah, the rounds in yeah, the community yeah. at the moment, which has been quite good fun. Just going through old photos and Pretty sort neat. of uh, Michael baying them up. Nice. Putting, you know... <laughs> putting a, a lens flare on it just or you know jj abraham style yeah uh lens flare on a few has it, got, it got a megan fox running across it, no uh, she's just in other things um <laughs> but yeah so that's been quite good fun and there was the uh third party emperor perhaps inspired model that uh, has appeared 
Yeah, I'm not so keen on that personally. But not? I, I, I get, I get why people like it. Um, but for me, there's just something. I don't know. It, it, it's it's just there's just something not quite there. But that's just me. Um, but I know plenty of people who who do like it. Um, there's just something about the style of it which doesn't doesn't engage me as well as I would have wanted a model like the Emperor to to be engaging me. If I, that makes any I sense, mean, I think I would pick it up. Should it ever actually see the light of day? I think um, it's going on to Kickstarter. Yeah, I suspect at some point someone may be receiving a phone call regarding IP. Well, um, mm, it's it's a difficult one because as long as they don't, uh, yeah, it's a difficult one to say for sure whether it would be violating the IP or not. I, I think when you look at the cover of Master of Mankind, I think yeah. it would be fairly clear. That it well, is. but uh, there is there was a, there was a there was a um, if you do you remember the Chapter House case? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically they said that um, if Games Workshop make a model, make make a uh, an image in a codex, and they say this is unit, um, but we haven't built the um, we haven't built the uh, model for it yet, um, you can't copyright the uh, model unless you actually make the model. But you can copyright the name, can't you? Which is why they call themselves different things now, not Imperial Guard. For yeah, you, you can, you can copyright the name, but you can't. Hmm. Well, no, you can't even copyright the name. So, because they, the Imperial Guard is an actual model. They, yeah. they they make Imperial Guard models, but they don't make, for example, a, a Emperor of Mankind model. So, someone could make an Emperor of Mankind model, at least in the at least in America, because Games Workshop don't make an Emperor of Mankind model. Basically, you can't copyright something that you aren't already okay, yeah. making. If that makes any sense, yeah, at least that's does. the way I interpreted it. I could be wrong. Some lawyer's probably going to tell me that. I suppose you couldn't use any of the iconography that was trademarked, though, could you, for example? Yeah, well, some of it you could, but it's the generic stuff. Because that Mm -hmm. chapter house case was a a, a real eye-opener. For example, I don't remember, obviously you were playing 40k at the time, but every codex after that, suddenly all the characters that didn't have models... So, like the Baron in the um, in the Dark Eldar, old oh, soldier. Yeah. yeah, they all got, the, they got the chopped, didn't they? They all got chopped and gotten rid of because Games Workshop suddenly, you know, there, there were models there, there were units there that, that that we were able to interpret ourselves and say, right. yeah, I'm going to make my own interpretation of old Zogwart, the um, the the Orc Psyker. Um, but suddenly it's like, oh well, there's no rules for him anymore because, you know, we can't. We don't have protect a model for him, so yeah, we can't protect the IP. Therefore, he's got to go. Yeah, because I think it was the um, the, wow. the 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 Thunderwolf Cavalry chapter right. house released a Thunderwolf Cavalry model um, because Games Workshop hadn't released it, and it was basically yeah, they they they, they had the right to that. Goodness, it's it's, it's a weird one that, mm. that 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 case. You know, it, it it destroyed Chapter House Studios. You know, whether you think that's right or wrong. You know, you're uh, uh, that's an individual opinion, um, but it, it, it did a lot of damage to the hobby because it, it removed options for those of us who wanted, you know, who had, you know, uh, models that, you know, that they didn't make models for anymore, or they hadn't made models for. And ever since then, uh, Games Workshop Prime, not not Fordwell, Fordwell do it all the time, but uh, have never made models that don't have, they've Actually, never made rules for models that don't yeah, have, sorry, yeah. rules. If they don't have a model for it, wow! 
I did not know that. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's something that uh, I was a uh, a little bit irritated with at the time, and it's sort of like, but I'm got, we, we, this is another tangent. But at We're the same time, game, Games Workshop yeah, put, didn't have a choice other than to take Chapter House Studios to court because of the way mm. the system works. If you don't defend your IP, you yeah, lose. Yeah. Yeah, no, you know, if you say if you say such and such is in a garage, you know, casting his own version of a a chaplain on a space marine bike, you know, um, we'll leave him be because he's just small fry. It's like oh, or some big company comes along like under Warner Brothers and says we're going to make a space marine on a bike movie now because you didn't protect your IP. Yeah, it's a weird. Yeah, no, I can totally see. I mean, you absolutely have to protect their IP because yeah. you know that, that doesn't make total sense. Um, and I guess fun, their pockets were probably bigger than chapter houses anyway. Um, but Yeah, I know the, the, the opinion of it in the community differs, but uh, as much as Games Workshop lost a lot of stuff on that one, they did also win other stuff, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, and also I suppose they probably, it's a, it's a reputation thing, isn't it? It's that. Yeah, they were like, seen as the big bad guy taking down a little studio. Yeah, yeah. but if, if they're, you know... Yeah, they've got a duty to their shareholders, haven't they? Yeah, to protect yeah. IP, so. but, but at the same time, you see a lot of companies now uh, who do make third party parts, they're very careful with how they word things, how yes. they describe things. They don't, they don't, um, they, they, they go close to the line, but without actually jumping, jumping over it. You know, like Cromlech, they've got their orcs with an X. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, there's, there's still plenty of other people doing. Yeah, and they've got their own range of figures, haven't they? So they can, yeah, they, although they, they, although they, you know, the, the dozer blades, for example, fit perfectly well on a rhino. They also fit their own version of a rhino that they've made themselves. So you'll have a job to say, uh, you're just using, you know, that for, as a rhino dozer blade. When they could say, oh, actually, it's not for a rhino at all. It's for yeah, our own model. But but companies like Cromwell, <laughs> they fly close to the line, but an Anvil Industries and that, but mm. they don't, they don't. They know where the line is. They want to yeah. protect their businesses. Uh, Games Workshop don't want to have to sue another another small company into the ground. And it's all right. anyway, big big tangent. So, but an interesting one. Yeah. What, okay, what? that's it for the Augury scanner, though, chaps. So it would be on to books next. Yeah. Books, well, books. I've been up here too long. Books. My note's gone. I've been opening up starts parts, looking for parts for that model. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay, so books this month. We actually have some reviews. Uh, one review I did because I forgot that something was coming out. I was going to leave it for a month when nothing was out, but I've done it anyway. So uh, this is Scion of the Emperor. It is a uh, book that was released at the Weekender. So last year we had the book Sons of the Emperor, which eventually got a mainstream release. It's a Primark series book. And this year we got the follow-up, with, which follows um, a similar naming convention um, to to that. So you know, it's, it's basically you know scions and sons. Um, so these are all the short, like little short stories. From yeah, them. little little short stories that we haven't seen before. So the next one will be offspring of the emperor. Oh, okay. Yeah, crotch spawn of the emperor or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm trying to make a funny and it's not working because I'm the straight man, aren't I? No, no, it's it's fine. I was just trying to think of other ways of describing child, of, of like children. Yeah, yeah, children. Sons, I to, yeah, I, I was I was muted to be fair. So <laughs> yeah, all right. So a normal section for being quiet. 
yeah, we're assuming that I'm assuming that the sons of the Emperor, the signs of the Emperor, will get a general release eventually. So, yeah. in this book, we've got eight short stories written by various heresy authors, and like the last collection, these stories are very different to anything else in the Primarch or even the Heresy series as a whole. It's a, it's, it's, it's almost like if the Horus Heresy had an experimental book collection, this is it. Okay. This is these are the experimental stories. These are what um, th- these are where authors get to get to go wild. So um, they range from Ferris Manus, literally not long after his arrival on Medusa, but interacting at the same time with Medusan culture, but not sort of being being the ruler of Medusa, as it were. It's sort of a, on a part of his journey that, that I don't think we've ever actually seen any any anything about. So we don't know anything about this period, and it suddenly. We know a little bit about it now, so that's quite quite interesting. Um, and then you've got Rogel Dawn on the siege of on, on the eve of the siege, um, learning about the um, the missing Primarchs, but obviously in a way that doesn't reveal much to us. Um, okay. So he's so he's learning about them on the eve of the siege. Yeah, yeah. Uh because he's sort of um he's he's supervising the building of some um some stuff on terror, some reinforcements, and then suddenly uh there's an explosion in an area that Malkador told him not to touch, and then suddenly he's learning a bit about the, the, the second and the um is it the eleventh? Uh, eleventh, yeah. I thought they yeah. all knew about them. Uh well it turns out because... that, Yeah, it, it's again it's one of those things where do they know about them? Well, clearly not. Because, because... in Unremembered Empire, is it? Yeah. When yeah. Gilliman's got the chairs all laid out and there's two with covers, he's he says, oh, we were told not to talk about them anymore. It, it's sort of this, uh, the way it explains, and I don't want to, sorry, I'm trying to do it in a way that doesn't do the story, but it's sort of sorry, like, just... there's a reason why they know about their brothers, but they don't know about their brothers, if that makes any sense. Okay. And, there's a, and there's a reason, uh, there's a reason for that. And, um, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird one, and it it's sort of like yeah they they explain why no one outrightly says stuff about what happened if that makes any sense. It does. Um, it's 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 a, it's an interesting it's an interesting way of doing it, and again that that is part of the experimental stuff on this one. So okay, um, you know they they're, they're quite different. I mean, you, the one of my favorites is, is a Death Guard one. It's an exp- it's an exploration of Mortarian trying to be a different kind of Primarch. So trying to be a Primarch more like Dawn or like um, Gulliman and not simply destroying um, a civilization, but uh, trying to actually uh, conquer it. Yeah, be a good be a good person. Yeah, yeah, be a good person and coming to a deal with a with a civilization to say we're going to absorb you, you're going to become compliant. And it's quite an interesting interesting little vinaigrette there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's the Unta- the unconventional tactical genius of the Khan, uh, which uh, features the, the Iron Warriors as well. Um, that's just before the siege, and that's actually a really good one. Um, the way it uh, the way the way it uh, deals with an Iron Warrior who is uh, a lot more uh, a lot cleverer. Well, not cleverer, but a lot more tactically flexible than the standard Iron Warrior. Good lord. Uh, yeah, so it's quite cool, and he sort of thinks he knows what the Khan's doing, but does he oh and you, you almost think the um the white scars are going to lo- uh, you know uh, the white scars are uh, uh, you know are they are, are they predictable because of this khan's writings and it's uh, it's a very interesting story yeah. um there's a cool story on the lion's pride which is really really interesting 
because it actually um, features the Alpha Legion before Alpharius, and the Alpha Legionnaires are calling themselves Alpharius. Uh, okay, that's quite a cool little twist. So, yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's sort of the Alpha Legion, but as the Ghost Legion, but they're not the Alpha Legion, but it's 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 sort of like, it's a story about That connection already exists, kind yeah, of Yeah, it's a story about the lion, but at the same time, it's, you know, just, it, it's all about the, um, it's all about the Alpha Legion as well. Um, and it's quite, quite cool. And then there's, um, uh, Kurz is, uh, you know, there's a bit of a Gulliman backstory, um, with him being bit, bit angry. Um, cause that's sort of like a, it shows a, an important part of his backstory that, uh, had never, never been explored before. And, uh, and, and, um, who else? And Kurz, uh, Twisted Logic, um, you know, sort of, this is how he wants to show people how the war is won and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, my favorite story is actually a Blood Angel story, though. It's uh, called Better Angels by Ian yeah. St. Martin. And it explores what art means to the Blood Angels. So oh, it's all great. about it's all about different stages in this particular Blood Angels life as a member of the Legion. And 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 how and how, you know, what what's happened in the Legion's history affects how he um, how his art is expressed. Yeah. So he's a he's a I think he's a glass. It's been a little while since I read it. I think he's a glass blower. Okay, cool. And it's sort of like um, it, it's Sanguinius is sort of um, helping him explore his art um, down down the years. So it goes from when he's a new new initiate to when he's a um, to to, to um, you know pre post um, uh, you know post battle of uh, Cygnus Prime. So oh, right, okay, so quite important. Yeah, but not not massively, you know, not massively sort of. This is what the Legion's all about, or this explains. It. It's just this his, particular his particular thing. Yeah, but even that can. Yeah, yeah. So it's showing the effect, isn't it, of, of sickness? Yeah. That's sort so, of, um, you know, the, the scar it leaves on the Legion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's sort of like the scars, how he's how battle sort of affects how he expresses art, and it's really cool. It's sort of like not the not the thing you'd expect to say. You know, an, a book about art is a. Uh, Sorry, story about art is is a very good heresy book, but it is um, okay. So that's cool. That's, I, a, that's a re- I just finished old. reading Sons of the Emperor, so this will be. You know, I, I really enjoy. I will. That. I will. I will send you my copy so you can so you can watch it because otherwise yeah. you're only get it at Warhammer World, I think. But um, I will send you my copy so you okay, can so you, you can have a read. Uh, okay, so um, then there was Black Shields, uh, the Broken Chain by Josh Reynolds. So this is the third audio drama i just listened to it last night it's really good um it's the first drama in the saga of endred har the former world eater and here he's actually a prisoner of the sons of horus along with his second in command Ered van who used to be a death guard and he sort of betrayed him and said uh, and taking him along to the Sons of horus and said right i'm giving you him because we don't like him anymore and um and the story sort of flips between the interrogation. Most of the story sort of flips between the interrogation of both of these characters uh, by one of the sons of Horus. And so it's really dialogue heavy and, 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 and sort of light in the action, which isn't a bad thing because it's good because um, as a drama, it's, it's, it's a really, so this is a drama as opposed to an audio book. Yeah. It's a, it's an audio it's got drama. a bit of a so, cast. So it's got a cast, it's got a full cast. Oh, cool. um, so it's really, really good. Um, and, you know, the best thing about this one I liked was that it's a very standalone. You don't need to have listened to the other two, False War or Red Fife, uh, to get this. You could jump in, and as long as you know the basics of the heresy, you'd be quite okay. So it's a it's a nice little story that anyone can can jump in on and, and listen, and it's really, really good. Um, 
it is simple. Um, and the twist at the end can be seen coming a mile off. You know, you're, you're, you're about 10 minutes in, it's like, yeah, okay, this is going to happen, isn't it? And then, yeah, it did. So, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't make it any less enjoyable. It's still a lot of fun, very entertaining. Um, my only criticism, and this is one that's bothered me, was um, there's a lot of theories about Endred Har's origin, um, about what he was before he was in Astartes. And this book may as well have spelled out in, in neon lights um, what, you know, that those theories are true. You know, they're absolutely okay. true. But without actually saying, oh, yeah, this is yeah. this is what he used to be. Um, but it's um, yeah, but they may as well have uh, have come out and said it. And it's sort of more annoying that they didn't say, yes, Endred Ha is this particular thing. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone because it, it does come up in some of the books. You know, there's loads of hints about this in the other in the other um, audio dramas. So um, but this one is the most unsubtle of it. So um okay. <laughs> it's just a sort of you know there's a minute of this explanation it's sort of like did we really need that yeah okay you know it's already so light you know but anyway um so you can download that now from black library for 9.99 it's on cd which is 12.99 and you can also get it on audible for 9.99 or one credit if you've got a membership so i think it's really good yeah Books that are coming up this weekend, uh, well, third of all, so uh, last weekend, if you've read this, Conrad Kerr's The Night Haunter should be going up for pre-order, um, the standard edition. And then Lost in the Damned, I believe, is down for 5th of October. Oh, that's too far away. Too, and, uh, too it's my far. birthday as well. Oh, well. Yeah, so I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be ordering that on Audible and um, Black Library. So good that's man. good. Um, yeah, so uh, what we'll do now is we'll bring Graham back and we'll bring other Graham in yeah. and we'll go into our list challenge. Perfect stuff. Next up, we have a special guest joining us from north of the wall, no other than Graham, aka Scottish Graham, not to be confused with me, who is clearly not Scottish Graham. So, Graham, will you, hello there, chap, say hello? Look at that, Bet hello, in there. straight in there, keen, like I a lightning it. strike. I might add, this is actually an on location interview because yeah. I'm in Scotland as well. Yeah, why why were fight. you deported? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm working at the um, Resonate Video Gaming Festival this weekend. I'm um, demonstrating board games at a video game festival, oh, as uh, opposed to when I was at the board game festival <laughs> demonstrating video games. Video games. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. what a weird life you lead, Michael yeah. Bottrell. It's very become... Anyway, we are joined by Graham, who clearly didn't buy his way onto the show by being our one of our <laughs> uh, one of our three patrons just want to make absolutely clear yeah that that influence uh, we have got three and uh, it is absolutely incredible so first of all graham let me and i guess the other two as well thank you very much for your continuing support yeah, the show. it does mean a, mean a great deal to us so it's thank not you not a mate. problem you know you've kept these great events going that i've always came to so yeah anything i can do to give something back i think is only fair Cheers, Thank you very much. Very we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, nice. without further ado, we are going to delve into the secretive side to explore 
if you will, the ungentlemanly side of warfare, as, Win <laughs> as Winston <laughs> Churchill called it, by the three of us and our guest expert creating lists for the Alpha Legion. Specifically, the uh, Alpha Legion course of the Hydra right of war. Correct. So the challenge that Graham gave us, because we asked him what he would like to do, I think, was can as he's thinking of doing an Alpha Legion army for Company of Legends in March, I believe, um, he wanted to see what we would come up with with cause of the Legion. So yeah. dutifully, we have been away and researching and looking at the Alpha Legion in as much depth as you can look at an Alpha Legion uh, to try and come back with lists that we think best epitomise that right of war with the Alpha Legion. So... As per normal, the conditions for our scoring are somewhat up for grabs, but loosely speaking, we <laughs> <laughs> we score it in three very simple criteria. Firstly, is the theme of the army, i.e., does it hit the brief in this instance? Is it a cause of the coils of the Hydra uh, right of war that epitomizes all things Alpha Legion? And Obviously, extra bonus points for Graham saying yes, you do. <laughs> the second, the second thing is, uh, to how would it play on the table? So, not only how utterly devastating a list we can throw together is, but also somewhat less <laughs> we tend to talk about uh, how much fun it would be to play against. So, we may uh, use that one as a potential scorer going forward. And lastly, the final differentiator is how much of your hard-earned loot you would have to part with to buy these lists today. So, who's first up to the Oki, then? Well, maybe first we should let Graham explain what cause of the Hydra actually is. I think that's oh, a smart move. That's a great idea. No okay. pressure. <laughs> no pressure, because, no, no you know, we've not been relying you at all on you at all this week to actually tell us what we're going to be doing. Yeah, so Coils of the Hydra, as described in uh, Book 3, is the deceit and subterfuge for which the Alpha Legion was famed was a means to an end. The end, more often than not, placing the foes at disadvantage on the battlefield, leaving them vulnerable to sudden surprise attack by rapid-moving strike forces whose goal was nothing short of wholesale slaughter. So your kind of positive effects here is... The first one is subterfuge, which means you get plus one to determine who goes first, or you can reroll the seas. It's pretty good. Mm. You've got signal corruption, and that is enemy reserves are at a minus one penalty. Nice. And you've got the rewards of treason, which is the real reason you take this, which lets you take basically any other legion's legion-specific unit, with the exception of independent characters or unique units, as an alpha legion unit, and they gain legion uh, status alpha legion instead of their parent uh, legion rules. Belter. Now, yeah, it's nice. So your limitations really are that you must take an additional compulsory trip. So it does kind of chew into your points a little bit. Right. Uh, That's something a lot of rights of war have, though. Yeah. I mean, it's a common yes. thing. It's not not the worst certainly limitation. You also your infantry squads must have either dedicated transport or the ability to infiltrate a deep strike. If they don't, then they cannot be chosen. And with the exception of the Vigilator type, detachments using this rate of war can only take a single console as part of their HQ choices. And no fortifications and no Space Marine Legion allied detachments, obviously because they're busy betraying other Space Marine allied detachments. Quite right. So this was a Absolutely. weird one, actually. So um, here's the other thing that uh, this threw up in conversation was when it came to this thing about dedicated transports. Yeah. And the fact that, okay, so if I get a particular Legion unit from another legion 
um, I have to buy a dedicated transport for them to include them in Cause of the Hydra. Unless, <coughs> of course, they had the infiltrate or deep strike rule. Yes. Luckily for you, Alpha Legion folks, there's a get out clause, as you'd expect, with the Alpha Legion and their ungentlemanly behavior. <laughs> so, to give you, although we probably have already talked about it at this point, uh, the, the, the number that it came down to is that if you picked the mutable tactic infiltrate, which basically gives your entire army the infiltrate rule, yeah. you could take whatever thing from a whatever legion you want because it's got infiltrate at that point because obviously that point, it's the yes. legion of size. Yes. So that has definitely been something that has been a guiding light in my army composition. What What about you guys? How did you find putting these lists together? Um, It was interesting. It's it was, wasn't it? It uh, was interesting. I, I, I figured out an interesting little combo, um, which I'll tell you about when I do it, that uh, <laughs> that I like. Um, situational, I guess. We know about your combos, Mr. B. They tend out to be the apocalyptic version of hell. Devast- devastatingly <laughs> evil. Yeah. I mean, don't you about this combo that's equivalent to a volcano cannon? Yes. It's interesting because that my, I picked for my um, Rewards of Treason unit, I picked a unit I never used before. It's not from one of the legions I collect, but I thought it fitted in with the Alpha Legion. Okay, cool. See, I think, well, it was the Rewards of Treason bit, I think, that made this quite interesting. Because I, I really was, like the, the, the... Go on, sorry, mate. Please carry because on. Because sort of you're in, inspired to sort of build your list around that. Yeah. And I mean, can, unless you, you can take, fill a gap, but you could really nothing else can take. Yeah, I mean, you can take units of legions you never have. Just if you really like a particular unit, like yeah. I quite fancy Iron Hands Immortals. Think just look really cool. You can take them. You know, you can take yeah. whatever I mean, you want. You could do, but they're you know better. You, Mister Mister Anuge, of course, in his uh, Alpha Legion army, he takes um, Galvor back. You know, I did. I did toy with we, that as well, and I'd be surprised if not one of us hasn't jumped on that particular bandwagon. Um, um, what, we what we I, saw Invictus Suzerain, didn't we? At we did. Um, yes, we did. Uh, um, Nottingham. Yeah, throw the skulls. Oh, that, that, that's, skulls. A good, that's a good plan. That is yeah, a good call. and I know um, uh, someone else was considering doing that for their Alpha Legion. Would make sense. I just. There's certain legions that I think, yeah, they probably may have had, and I know all the legions potentially had people that were infiltrated, but I just ultramarines are kind of a bit pedestal for me, so I tend to shy away from them. But I, what I really liked about building an alpha legion list was it's the rules that they have tend to make you think about playing the game in a different way. So yeah. you have all of these really cool buffs, right, and all of these little rules and things that, that sort of seem to combine very well together. There's a synergy, if you like, between the Legion's Astartes Legion rule and the special characters and the rights of war that I don't think I've yep. ever felt with a Legion up until this point. But they all seem to match very, you know, really well. And one yep. feeds on the other, which I really like. You know, I really like the idea of that. So I was I had a good, good, you know, some list challenges, they, they can be quite hard work as you try and get your head around them. Uh, I really enjoyed this a lot because of that kind of, oh, yeah, if I took that and that, I could then do this. And I like so I think this was things like that. hard work in a in a good way. Mm. It, yeah. It, it, you know, there was a lot of umming and ahhing, mm. but you kind of enjoyed doing that umming and ahhing as opposed to going, oh, my God, how am I going to get this? Yeah. I mean, the main yeah. thing is remembering all the extra rules. That yeah, is, you know, That is a good point because it is quite a lot of um, 
there's a lot of uh, sort of overhead of remembering that you know oh crikey that's just happened and I forgot to mention that this yes. rule may yeah. do this. Yeah. So I think if if I was going to play this, and I've got to be honest with you, as always with these things, you put a list together and think, oh, so when I've done the salamanders and the lunar wolves, I'll have a big gap in my life. Then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that will never happen. That's um, how they get you. Just 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 imagine uh-huh. it infiltrating um, pyroclasts. Well, yeah, it's a it's a possibility, right? So, um, anyway, so I I thought it was really good. I enjoyed this way more than I thought I would. And as as mentioned, you know, my normal approach to to gaming is Chris maintains I am a one trick pony. Although, of course, always on. I am so. Also, <laughs> how many how many Medusas are in it? Uh, in this one, uh, about four. No, I haven't. Really, of course. <laughs> um, but uh, this made me definitely think about uh, different types of units and using units in a different way. So I, I like I say, really enjoyed it. And I think as an army, Alpha Legion have got an awful lot of pluses, um, you know, which we probably already talked about in their um, general sort of fluff and crunch. So without further ado, we really should get cracking then with a, with somebody's list. So I'm, yeah. because we're being particularly sneaky and Alpha Legion today, normally we... Uh, submit our lists to each other well in advance uh, however nobody has seen anybody else's list as of this point so whoever's going to blink first is going to be the first person to send the list to the channel for us to all review as they talk through it so who well, wants to- I, I can't actually send mine because i just upgraded my phone to ios 13 and battlescribe hasn't quite caught up so i can't make it a text format to send oh classic alpha True legion alpha legion fashion. oh yeah <laughs> it, 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 it crashes if i try and yes, oh actually no there you go it's I'll, letting I'll me go. do it now oh is it is it really no i can check i can do it okay I, I, I haven't seen chris's yet but okay. there you go so it's on the it's on the chat so I'll, 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 I'll strike we're gonna, first. We're going to go first. The first shot's fired. I've so first two, shots are fired. Two seconds while I go and uh, look at this. Have you put it in the Edge of Empires one, then? It's in, yeah, it's in the, uh, the, the company chat. Because poor old uh, Graham won't be able to see that, but uh, I'm sure Michael will share it with him. <laughs> I'll put it, yeah, I'm sure. There's nothing, there's nothing secret in that chat. I don't think we can... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in the other one as well. Give me one second. Let's just have it, just... Autopilot. Uh, there we are go. We? There we go. There we All go. good in the hood. Or is that Michael's? There you go. It's in the base. Uh, that, that's mine. And I'll oh, put oh, no, no, as well. Go on. Wait a minute, Chris. You, you, do you want to start with yours, Chris, and then we'll upload all our else's separately? So, Chris, talk us through how so you, son of Alpharius that you are, would best use <laughs> your tactics to thwart uh, okay. your So, I was thinking this is Alpha Legion. You, you don't necessarily want to know who it is that's doing the attack. So I tried to pull from different different legions, really, okay. to, to yeah. kind of do this. So my HQ is a Damocles command. Well, one of my HQs is a Damocles command, right? Okay. Solid choice, yeah. Uh, I took an Easter terrorist as my console. Oh, nice. With, um, demon you, one wouldn't like to comment on that. Um, I, he has got a force axe and a, a level two uh, a jump pack, belter bombs, plasma pistol, all the fun. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't know why I gave him the jump pack in hindsight. That was an early iteration. Nice. Uh, I have a Praetor to give me the Master of the Legion special rule. Um, Artificer, jump pack, Mastercraft single weapon, uh, melter bomb, paragon blade, and a refractor field. 
I know you good. didn't go for the power dagger there. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Well, I've, oh. I've got a Paragon Blade. Why am I going to take a Power Dagger? Because, because Power the... Dagger gives you an extra attack yeah. every day oh, of the week. It's a specialist, oh, it's a specialist it's weapon. Absolute belter of a. So, for those of you uh, not from the Power Dagger, is great because it's a five point upgrade to most characters, which uh, does mean that if you have somebody with a Paragon Blade, which is a specialist weapon, or a Power Fist, Chain Fist, or even a Power Axe. No, characters aren't specialists. Uh, you for five points, you basically get another attack, which is half the price of a digital laser. So it's absolutely awesome. Now the power daggers themselves stat line isn't great, which you probably talked about, but actually five points for an extra attack generally, I think, is worthwhile. Yeah, if you're taking a paragon blade or power fist, find the points for them. I would say. Yes. Anyway, Chris, Keep your power please. daggers. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, an apothecary. Okay. With uh, power sword, venom spheres, uh, my rewards of treason choice He's is gone. eight Galvorback. Galvorback, nice. The number eight of eight. Interesting. Yep. Graham was showing me a, cha- a section in book eight in which it does actually say, you know, there are um, Galvorback in the uh, Alpha Legion. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's a section they talk about Alpha Legion that have infiltrated the Serrated Sun chapter. Who then become one with demons and then escape back to the Alpha Legion and share their knowledge. Oh, cool. Wow. That's quite interesting. That is interesting, yeah. Yeah. Page 30, 31 in book eight. Yeah, right. Okay. So it's, yeah, quite interesting, but probably a probably a nude related <laughs> yes. story. Uh, definitely, <laughs> a nude definitely put that in there. Yeah. Just just to find the choices. Um yeah, I I chose the Galvor back because I wanted to choose a unit. That is completely different from anything else that they could take in any other circumstance. Yeah. So it's Dick. So you got Invictus Suzerain. Okay, they do a cool thing. But, but I've sort of between these guys and um, uh, oh, the unfortunately the Iron Warrior ones. What are they called? Iron Havocs. Iron Havocs. Iron Havocs. Oh yeah. yes. Oh yes. I was between. I was, uh, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to. To go, so basically, I decided I would go completely balls deep into uh, into chaos rather than admit that the Iron Warriors had a good unit. Is that right? Um, how very dare you! I know, right? Uh, I then took two squads of 12 assault marines, yeah, uh, squad of 12 breaches. Have they got jump packs, the old assault marines? Yes, they come with them. They, they always, they, they always have jump packs. I don't know why. Do you know what? I've got to get out of the habit of thinking that you can take them without them, or at least you can, but you wouldn't. But go on, carry on. So, so, and the so the assault marines have got all got melted bombs. There's two power axes in there. Uh, there's a squad of breaches with a nuncio vox, and the rest of the unit is just bare bones. Yep. Two javelins. Uh, one with a las cannon, one with a las cannon, a multi melter. Nice. The Cryptus Assault Claw. Ooh. Oh, because they need a vehicle to be able to deep strike. Yes. Correct. And a Leviathan, a Leviathan with uh, the Siege Drill and the Claw. All right. Uh, again with the Drop Pod. And. Alpharius just loitering around in that mix somewhere. Okay. Tasty. So, so, so would you really the thinking the thinking was the jump packs 
would be sort of Blood Angels, the Breaches, Imperial Fists, the Javelins, White Scars, the Charybdis, ah. Sons of Forth, ah. uh, the Esoterist, and the Galvorback, obviously. Word bearers okay. and the Damocles is about as ultramarines as you get. Yeah. So I tried to draw from as many legions as I could in oh, true interesting. Interesting. Uh, Alpha Legion style. Okay, nice. yeah, I like it. Really nice. I like it. Worse. Thinking Batman. That would look brilliant painted. Yeah. Um with the um I don't know, have you seen Dave Simpson's um javelins and jet bikes? They're the ones with yeah. the um paint stuff crash underneath. Uh, you could like paint them as in uh with, with the um the original Legion stuff and then have the um Alpha Legion stuff yeah. scraping. Yeah. yeah. The thing with this the the thing of also with this list is with the uh, having the drop pod, it means I'm not stuck with having to take the infiltrate special rule. Yeah, that's so I would take the I would take the counter attack special rule. Yeah, or oh, that's that's just I can't think of few things scarier than a load of than eight counter attacking Galvorback. Christ, yeah, that's, yeah, that's nice. Very good. Nice. Okay, well, we'll 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 review that when we get to the how good's my army section. But <laughs> uh, very good, very nice. Uh, should, should we have one of the Grahams now? Yes, please, because I'm itching to go. Oh, <laughs> is that, that, is that think, the reason you're itching? I think we should save uh, the expert till the end, frankly. Okay, that makes sense. So, so, so I'm going to split. I'm going to. I'm going to divide the Grahams. Yes, you are going to be a. In, no, I'm not going to say you're going to be in between a Graham sandwich because <laughs> you're going to be frankly, that is a conversation well, and we, the feedback. We, which which one's going north and which one's going south? We are in a hotel room. <laughs> oh yes, that's true. Oh, I. I after the uh, comments that I got about the navigator issue from last month's podcast, <laughs> I'm not going to even go there. So I have gone for or a Alfred's army, obviously. So here is mine. So I have gone for HQ choice, the new warmonger. Oh, yeah, so, that, that's a good idea. So obviously he gives the deep strike special rule. So <laughs> he joins. Uh, so I've got him with artificer armor, uh, bolt pistol on foot, power dagger, of course, and a power weapon because I wanted to use the console figure, you know the um, the new one for the oh, yeah, region, yeah, yeah. and it looks really cool. So I wanted to use that. So really, you know, if he had a power fist, it'd be better. But you know, I went for rule of cool there. Uh, so that's my single HQ choice. Uh, he is not a support character, so he can be a compulsory HQ choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have got then for my elite section. I have gone for the for the Limian Terminators. Which I which look fantastic, really good, uh, and I have got ten of them. Okay, so I've gone big with those, uh, with a selection of power fists and chain axes because I'm not a fan of a power axes. Well, you guys know. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. power dagger on the sergeant for that extra attack for five yep. points, absolute bargain. Um, it's got a ve- venom sphere harness. I'm not sure that venom spheres are all that in reading the rules for them, but maybe Graham can talk to us about them at some point. Yeah. But um. Like I said, of course, I've gone for the special weapons one with the Volkite, sorry, with the um, conversion beamer, because that just looks too cool not to put in, frankly. I really like that one. And for my rewards of treason, guess where I've gone? I've gone home. (laughs) So I have gone for the the Iron Havocs. So uh, I didn't see that coming. Nobody could have have possibly seen that. So possibly... (laughs) Undenard. I did, because... When I first yeah, read it, yeah, it was like, yeah. I've got to give them a dedicated transport. So I'd have a 35-point rhino that's going to be doing nothing because they don't want to go in a rhino. Uh, uh, are they 
deep striking with the, no, uh, but I'll be using the Im- I'll be using the immutable rule um, to make them infiltrate. Right? Ah, the, that classic get around. And as Chris says, really, you'd want something like counter attack. But the reason I've gone for these is not just because they are a fantastically good uh, shooting unit. I've split them up a bit so that las cannons, seven las cannons, and three missile launchers to give me at least a modicum of anti aircraft should I require it. Um, but the, obviously the bonus about these guys is uh, I have they will get preferred enemy uh, everything uh, because I have got Alpharus in there, which means these bad boys are hitting on twos, re-rolling ones, and Oof. then um, obviously wounding on twos for most things, re-rolling ones. And they've got <laughs> they've got tank hunter as well, of course, if I'm fighting shooting against vehicles. Uh, given that we should you're taking the sh- defense line as well, just no, to, I'm know, not because you can't your usual comfort zone. <laughs> no, I, I, oh, no, you can't, can you? Oh, that's a I'm shame. Stepping outside into the unknown territory here and assuming that at least there'll be one piece of oh. cover they can hide in. Um, so I'm staggering, iron, I wouldn't say <laughs> the, the Iron Havoc uh, Sergeant has got Artis for Armor and, of course, the five point upgrade that everyone should take if you can, the Augury Scanner. So any deep striking shenanigans coming near me are going to get a face for the Laz Cannon. Lovely. So I've also gone for a veteran tactical squad. And uh, the reason why I've gone for a veteran tactical squad is to really play on one of Alpharius's awesome rules, which is if somebody tries to bring on a unit that you have that's still in reserve on a four plus, they, they have to bring yours on instead, which is just so much fun. That would make me laugh so yep. much because yeah. obviously long suffering listeners will know how much I despise outflanking nonsense. Just imagine <laughs> the look on somebody's face when they think, oh, I'm going to bring my smashing uh, veteran tactical squad on with all the melter guns. And it's like, I'm afraid not, my friend. You've been had by the Alpha Legion, boy. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) and so they'd come steaming on their head. The the thing is, that is exactly how you would say it as well. I mean, I you would get right in their grill. I would, I would be all gangster about it, if I'm honest. I think you'd, you'd this, get the theme tune on. I would. Oh, everything. Yeah. The theme tune would be there. The uh, Yes, the next episode by uh, by Dr. Yeah. Dre uh, would be going. I'd be given it the large. If I had a car with hydraulic suspension, it would be bouncing <laughs> up and down with me in it if that happened. Okay. Uh. So anyway, there you go. Veteran tactical squad, 10-man veteran tactical squad in a Rhino, of course. Uh, Rhino with these guys um, every time, every day of the week. Upgrade is a Dozer Blade, of course, because I do run a lot of ones and preferred enemy is why I'm drawn to this. Uh, but also a multi-melter on the top. So they can be do a little bit of coming on. Extra D3 movement as well for um, coming yep. on outflanking uh, and trying to get a multi-melter range of something in the back line that hasn't got armed ceramite, hopefully. Yeah. So then from a troop section, so as mentioned, you need three compulsory troop choices, and I've gone for three identical squads of tactical marines. So these would obviously be infiltrating as well if I wanted to, but they have got rhinos to give them a, a modicum of protection. Um, they've all got, uh, they're all the same basically with um, extra close combat weapons, which is always gives them two attacks, which is awesome. Um, bolt guns, and the sergeant has got a power dagger. Of course, he's got a power dagger. Um, and melter bombs. So power daggers just give a little bit of AP3, albeit minus one um, yeah. strength. The rhino again, same again. Dozer blades and multi melters, so that when this does come on via, I think they can come on via outflanking or infiltrating, whatever. I've still got a little bit of shooting there as well. So I've yeah. got three of those to make up that requirement, and that's not a bad, you know, given the special rules, that's not bad. Um, then in my fast attack section, I've gone for the headhunters because. 
nobody's been talking about them. So uh, I, I thought I'd chuck some of those in. They look pretty good. I've got a ten man version of those. Um, so they've got all the all the tricks in the book. Um, quite a useful unit. Good stat line. Good at shooting. Yeah. Um, slightly sort of veteran esque, aren't they? Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, and they all come expensive. With... Yes, they are. It's a bit weird. Yeah. They do have the bane strike ammo, which is a bit. I kind yeah. of think it's that ballistic think... skill five. I think isn't it? That's the... Yeah. I kind of think that. Um... The specialist ammo of seekers is better than base. I, yeah. I would, I would, I would kind yeah. of agree with you. I think in, would I? You know, I'm trying to keep to the theme of the I'm in using their best units. So, but you're right. You could probably argue that you're better off getting a um, seeker squad for similar points, and the ammo is much better. I crack and you know, bolt rounds and what have you. Yeah. So they're in there. So I've got ten of them uh, in a rhino. And then for added uh, Snoop Dogg-esque shenanigans, because I hate them, uh, I have a Javelin Attack Speeder, uh, two lots of those. So I've got a two-man version and a one-man version, um, simply for that lulls of getting four plus. That Javelin can stay in reserve, my friend. Let me bring on my pimp wagon. (laughs) So (laughs) I've gone for the missile launcher version simply because uh, I've got enough Laz Cannon craziness with the Iron Havocs, frankly. So... These guys would yeah, be coming absolutely. on probably shooting, you know, low armored stuff. Dropping and, blasts. Yeah, putting just, the blast down. Getting that, taking those rhino chassis out from the back, really. Exactly. So, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the plan, mate, all day of the week. And then, of course, finally, the odds uh, Karen. I've got, we've got the big guy in there, um, Alpharius, who is a fantastic Primarch, I think. Um, he, he's, yeah. his, his stats are great. His equipment's awesome. He's got a four plus invon, so, you know, not as good as some, but. You know, the Ar- Armour Bane um, weapon that he's got is really cool. Um, he's just kick-ass. And the thing is, what he does do is it's his buffs that are really, it's really buffs. brilliant. You know, they yeah. really make a huge difference. So, yeah. um, you know, seizing... That insidious mastermind thing is just yeah. yeah. The thing is, I don't know whether I would ever play him where he isn't on the board from turn one. Do you know what I mean? Because while he's kind of hiding in a unit, you don't get his special ability. His buffs, yeah. So it's a 50-50, that one. But I think I would put him... He would be in the same squad as the Warmonger and the, the Lemian Terminators. Yeah. And I would put them in reserve to Deep Strike. Yeah. If you want a guy that's going to sort of come out turn three or whatever and really change the game for you, yeah. which is what he could do, and like, not have to pay for a transport or anything for him, because you can just say, it's yeah, not that just, unit. If that unit's big to, enough, it's going to survive. Uh, yeah. he, he, I'm not quite sure how this would work, but if he can't fit in the the, the transport when he's revealed, so if he's in a rhino, for example, he can't yeah. magically fit in the rhino. Yeah, they have, have to deploy first. Have to get out. Revealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, his his um, like I say, his sort of overall buffing of stuff. I mean, it's just great. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's so many special rules. Um, just a run. I mean, we'll probably talk about them in more depth in the. We already have talked about them rather in the stuff that we do. But I think he's got a massive uh, amount of uh, buffer potential for your army that really puts it uh, into a different league and really does tie in very nicely with all of the other special wars yeah. for the league. So, well, let's, let's, let's not, the the pale spear is not a not a that, impolite weapon. I mean. it's, 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 it's brilliant. I mean, it is really AP one. Armour yeah, bane, armour bane, yeah, two-handed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely monstrous. Yeah. So, I mean, um, go on, Graham. I mean, the good thing with it as well is, is I know you hate robots and anything mechanicum. Uh, yes. He, uh, just deletes entire units of Castellax. He just goes in instant death to them all. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, hor- it's horrific. Yeah. It's, uh, Chris Brown, one of my friends up here that we, I play game with regularly, knows if he goes into a unit, he just kills it. 
You don't even get straight back, they're just dead. Because is that better than um, Valdor's instant death? Because it's not a roll to see if it is instant death, is it? Or is it or all yeah, Valdor's no. attacks instant death? Valdor's are four up. Yeah, yeah. they're all they're all instant death with Alfarius. Wowzers! Valdor will be doing it at a better strength. Than yeah, right. Alfarius. Yes, because yeah. Valdor will be strength seven on the charge. Yeah. I think they get, well, yeah, but there's so many really cool rules. But anyway, the whole point of this army is that there isn't a massive amount on turn one on the board, which could be problematic, but I may, I'd probably have the rhinos out um, and the veterans potentially outflanking, but everything else would probably be look, looking to go in a reserve and to drive forward, get on objectives, get in people's grills as much as you can with a sort of medium range shooting army. The Iron Havocs will be there to deal with any super heavies because they can. Uh, quite easily, uh, given the right circumstances, and you know, just basically delete units because just be constantly coming on, denying the um, ability of your enemy to bring on reserves as well is yeah. also a really good thing. Not yes. to overlook. So yeah, that would be the plan. Um, nice. Another nice list. Okay, so uh, Mr. B. Okay, so what I started with is Ortolan score. He yeah. is the independent character from book um, six. Now, the oh, cool, okay. cool thing about him is his warlord, he, he is allowed to pick a trait from the strategic um, traits uh, table rather than rolling. He just picks. Isn't there a um, strategic trait that um, adds plus one to uh, an opponent's reserve rolls? There's a re you can re roll your own. I know that much. I think it's plus one, minus one. Let me let me just have a little look for you while we, while we go. Just just throwing that out there. Yeah. Oh, is this <laughs> is your, your monster? The, the combo might be falling apart already. Yeah. I, I feel that he's leading me down the path here to something. Uh, where the where the devil is it? Oh, I'm just opening the rule book as well now myself. Um, okay. 137 uh, on the wall. On the dip. Got it. Strategic. Here we go. Strategic traits. Uh, yeah, strategic genius. Concepts of defeat at the start of prick three. No. Uh, yeah. Whilst your ward is alive, the opponent has minus one modifier to their reserve rolls. Yes, divide, divide to conquer. To conquer. So Very now good. my opponent is um, only bringing on reserves with a um, five plus because of the um, the right of war. Cause yes, nice five plus. Okay, and, and he's a handy character in himself. He's got a master crafted power axe, you know, um, and um, yeah, he's not terrible. A uh, refractor field, um, so he's all right. An artificer armor. Uh, then I've taken a praetor, yep, <clears throat> uh, digital lasers, uh, master crafted paragon blade, power dagger, and a volkite charger, uh, in cataprachi armor. And I've also given him uh, a bit of psychic arcana, I've given him terminal lucidity injectors now what that does is um when he loses his last wound but before he's removed from play he does one of the following if he loses his last wound in the shooting or psychic phase he may immediately shoot its ranged weapon at the unit which removed his last wound um or if that unit is out of range or line of sight at the closest enemy <coughs> unit as if it was in the controlling phase shooting phase and if he loses his last wound in the fight sub phase, he may make a piling move and make a single attack, regardless of whether or not he has already fought in the assault phase at initiative step one. Okay. So he gets one last attack, basically. Yes. One, last, one last hurrah. Yeah. Like, 20, like the, the death 20, 20 points, but I, I, I figured, why not? That sounds cool to me. Okay. Um, then I've taken a Vigilator as my only console. 
Yep. Um, I've given him um, Artificer Armor, uh, Power Dagger, uh, Psych Out Grenades, uh, a Refractor Field, and Venom Spheres. Yep. Because when looking at it, I think his Sabotage Attack is not quite as good as the Saboteur. It's not. But I think no. he's a li- he's probably a little bit more handy in the game. He can join yeah. units is the thing. The Saboteur can never join units. Yeah, that's that 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 was kind of my thinking there. Yeah. Um then from my elites, I've taken a Actually, uh, sorry, just one thing about the vigilator. He can't can he not take a sniper rifle? Yes, he can. Oh well, I didn't see the option. Maybe I was uh, just got like a sniper um it's like a it's like a sniper uh, rifle thing. Yeah. Um like a <laughs> Bolt gun. Like, yeah, sniper bolt gun. That's it. Okay, fine. Yeah, no worries. Is that the but, stalker okay. thing or something? Yeah, something like that. Um, anyway, uh, so I've taken a five-man squad of Lernian Terminators, all with mm-hmm. power axes, but I've given my special weapon guy, I've given him a plasma blaster, because I think this squad wants to get up and close some personal, um, rather than sitting back with the conversion beamer. Um, and I put them in a Spartan with armoured ceramite, Dozer blade, flare shield. And the standard. See, I'm going to so, go. I'm going. I'm going to say something controversial here. Go on. I don't think that the uh, conversion beamer on the Lernian Terminators is, is worth it. it. I've put it in there purely because it's. I cool. don't. See, I don't see why you oh, would. It, it looks I know, cool. but I, I don't see why. I don't see why you would take it. It's not really a terminator. You're never going to get far enough away to to, to make any use of it. You're right. I basically put it because yeah. I think it looks good. That is the only reason. You're not wrong. Michael's absolutely Sorry. right. From game terms, you would definitely put the plasma blast yeah. in because you most of the time. They, I mean, in my army, they're deep striking, so they're never going to be 42 inches away from anything. Unless, no. of course, you, you don't get want the them to be 42 re- inches no, away. Exactly. From Unless somebody repositions them from a mishap, you know, it's it's yeah. not going to happen, is it? So. Yeah, you're right. It just looks good. That was my only concession to vanity for once. Okay. <laughs> was your only concession to vanity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that's what it was. That that's exactly right. That was exactly uh, right. Rule for, of my, for my reward of treason, I'm taking mm-hmm. a ten man Amitara occult intercession cabal. What is what in the world of all that is unholy is this craziness? <laughs> it is a um, it's a um, type of uh, almost, well, it's it's like a recon squad uh, from the Thousand Sons. Um, okay. And they're psychers. Uh, okay. So they've got their own um, power, which uh, oh god, I can't remember what it does now. But <laughs> so main killer gives them precision shots and AP two. Yeah, I think. precision shots and AP two. That's right. Um, and uh, with sniper rifles what, for the entire squad. Entire squad, yeah. It's a psychic power. That's cool, isn't it? That's really good. Oh, yeah, it, it says it here. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Here it is. Um, yeah, so their uh, weapon is... Their sniper rifle is AP6. Um, their, um, their mind killer, their power, uh, allows them to re-roll all fail-to-hit and to ro- fail-to-wound rolls, and all of its shooting attacks gain ignore cover. Oh, it's not quite... Yeah, so oh, it's okay. not... Not precision shots and not AP2, but... I feel like they have precision shots as a unit, though, do they not? They do, uh, yeah, yeah, they've got a sniper, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. So sniper, sniper gives yeah. them a precision shot, and uh, on sixes, it gives them uh, their AP2. Yeah. But yeah, so, but not just the whole squad's firing AP2, 36-inch range sniper rifles, because that would be horrifically yes. cool. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But there's, <laughs> yes. there's 10 of them yes. there, re-rolling failed to hit, re-rolling failed to wound, if they pull off the power. It's a warp and... charge, it's warp charge 2, so... Okay. 
it's going some, isn't it? I mean, also, don't forget that, you know, they wouldn't get a cover save, which actually, if you're firing AP2 things, is really good. Um, but you're, you're fishing for sixes, basically. Yeah. To be uh, they do have shroud bombs as well. So Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, then troops-wise, I put in a 10-man assault squad, uh, given them melter bombs. Um, the sergeant's got artificer armor, power dagger, and power fist. Um, but other than that, they're, bare, they're you know, they're not that um, yeah. equipped. Uh, a reconnaissance yeah. squad, four men uh, with sniper rifles um, and uh, camera line. Uh, sergeant's got uh, power dagger and artificer armor. Yeah. Um, then I've got two identical tactical squads um, of uh, 10 men. Um, they've got the additional combat weapon, uh, Vexelia. Because uh, you know they need that uh, need that reroll. Um, they the sergeants have artificer armor, uh, melter bombs, uh, power dagger, and power fist. And then I've given them uh, a rhino, just bare bones. Yeah, I uh, mean, uh, I pers- personally, this is just a personal thing. I don't tend to give people melter bombs that got power fists. Personally, just yeah, saying. yeah, because it's a bit of because. Yeah, I suppose I could save my points there and give the and give the rhinos dozer blades there. That's what I think that would be better personally. But what do you guys think? Because I mean, the melt the melt is really good, obviously against as a one attack thing against armor, and you've got a power fist. Unless you're going up against armor fourteen or thirteen walkers, um, most things are going to be hit on the back, which is going to be you know twelves tops. Yeah, I mean, going, if you're going in, up against armor power fourteen, oh, only go Chris. Um, your path isn't just there to smash vehicles, though, is it? Let's be honest. Exactly right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So to smash people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And getting yeah. the extra attack for five points with the power dagger is an absolute yeah. belter. So yeah. But I just yeah. just curious, yeah. like I say, I don't usually take melter bombs and power fists on either or for me. Yeah. But yeah, very good. Uh, in fast attack, I've got two uh, javelins, um, yes. both with the cyclone missile launchers, uh, both with the hunt- two hunter killer missiles. Yeah. Um, that that's one squad. Then mm. I've got a three-man jet bike squadron um, with a sergeant and vol- a Volkite culverin. So you've got to get some Volkite in there somewhere. Every army's got to have yeah, one. Yeah, of course you do. Yep, yep. Uh, then I've taken a Seeker squad um, with uh, seven men in there. Uh, they've got their Venom spears, and they're in a Land Raider Proteus uh, with Armored Ceramite, Dozer Blade, uh, twin-linked twin heavy bolter on the um, hull, and... An exploratory augury uh, web. Web. Which, oh, nice. Which you can put into disruption mode to give plus one to. <laughs> yeah, <but> it's <laughs> <a servant>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so, saved, um, saved the best till last. So, so um, what are you up to now? Six. Uh, six. six They're coming in on a six up. And then a five up. God. That's yeah, right. you're a wrong one. <laughs> you're and, a that's, well, and that's what I've done. For my mutable tactics, I've taken infiltrate. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I, I do so, like it. So the fe- the feeling there was, I've got your your infiltrating sniper squads and uh, vigilator to um, go ahead shoot out uh, some characters, and then I've got the um, the rest of the team, the terminators, the tactical squads, uh, and the vehicles sort of coming in behind where the advanced snipers have been. That's my sort of um, mm-hmm. plan there. Got it. And of course, denying the enemy any um, kind of reserve role. Yeah, yeah, through sowing all that confusion. So yeah. yeah, no, I like it. Good, very good. It's a bit okay. Mean. It's a bit mean, but well, you know, the thing is, it's a fifty-fifty because not obviously some armies are very rely heavily on reserve yeah. roles, it's, but some armies don't uh, need them at all. So it's, yeah, it's situational. Yeah, yeah. 
It'd be incredibly funny to see against somebody with a drop pod army. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they would be so angry. Well, I was just trying to think, actually, because Blood Angels Day of Revelation, I think assault marines or like jump infantry automatically come on turn one. Turn one, yeah. So it wouldn't. But, yeah. yeah, so it wouldn't affect anything them. else. Anything else that you've got, especially flyers. Yeah, pretty much. No, you're not yeah. running a flyer ever. So yeah, I suppose drop I mean, pod assault. It would. It would have knackered my custodies list. How yes. sad. <laughs> How sad, never mind. <laughs> can feel the sympathy. Can feel the sympathy. Yeah, that's all right, here. don't you worry. Still late. I thought custod- you didn't play custodies anymore. It's taking a break. I'm, I'm seeing other people. <laughs> <laughs> He's seeing if they're going to change the rules back to something sensible. Right. That was very entertaining. Uh, so, Graham, right. would you like to lead Mr. us? Mr. Campbell. Yes. Okay, so I have went with my first HQ is a Praetor. He's got right of war calls of the Hydra, obviously. He has a mastercrafted plasma pistol, Ooh. melter bombs, digital lasers, iron halo, and I have also taken one of the new Sarcana. I have taken the Divining Blade, which is strength plus two, uh, I believe AP one and instant death. What? It must oh. be 70 points, surely. A lot of points, but the reason I'm taking it is quite powerful, is the thing. But yeah. I, the way I see it is it's effectively almost the same as Alpharius. It's yep. almost the same weapon, and he is basically, he could be Alpharius, so it could uh. be. And obviously, and, and yeah. Alpharius' spear breaks down into smaller weapons that can be used. Gotcha. Wow. So I quite like that. I yeah. like it. But again, it's situational, yeah, yeah. and if I, it was too powerful, I'd take it out, obviously. No. We've got, uh, obviously, Dinah. You know, everybody hates him up here in Scotland. Yeah, we, I, do you know what? I looked at him, I've got to say, and I was like, I, I wasn't blown away. Am I missing something that he does that I should be aware of? With the, really with, cool. with, with, with the right combination, if you take Dinah and if you take the Tank Hunter's Mutable Tactic, and then you have... Uh, you I know, have him in the deployment zone. In the deployment yeah. zone, you're, you're basically exploding yeah. things on a four-up re-rolling, <laughs> which yeah. is horrific. <laughs> and then, you know, you take him in the drill, you know, the Termite drill, that's turn yeah. one, things are exploding, which is what I like to do. Very cool. Um, one to watch out for. Okay. One, two, three, four, and then we've got Primus Medici and just Terminator armor, just with a full yeah. charger just to fit the fit the theme of the army. Yeah. Uh, for troops, we have just three regular ten man tactical squads: Sergeant with the usual gubbins, Artificer armor, Perfest plasma pistol. I have given him melter bombs again. Graham won't approve, but uh, <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> I think it's just something for a little bonus. We've I also think, got. Yeah. On. Nancy of Vox, Legion Vexilla, and a Rhino for each squad. So that's yeah. pretty pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah. We then have six tactical support marines with uh, melter guns. Always a good combo. Always a good combo. Yep, and they will be in uh, Achilles Alpha Land Raider. Oh, nice. Just, Don't just see about, many of them. They're basically a kind of counter charge squad. If, if the Achilles Alpha is quite hard to kill, I've found. If you've got them inside, they can jump out and shoot anything that's trying to charge it, like your dreadnoughts. Yeah. Or out, things like flanking. It gives a bit of yeah. more survivability. Yeah. Uh, for my calls, the Hydra unit, I went with 10 Grave Warden Terminators. Not these filth mongers. These filth mongers. <sighs> uh, two heavy flamers with care munitions and chain fist for everyone. <laughs> that sounds like a department <laughs> store. I would like to visit chain <laughs> fist for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, heavy support. We've also got the Achilles Alpha. I've also got a Deradio Dreadnought because I don't think you see them too often, especially not with this no, heavy no. Las Cannon battery. I, I like this I combo, personally. Because yeah. it's the strength 10 is really good. 
it's a strength it's the anti-air as well it's yeah. quite a powerful anti-air and obviously the carapace mounted missiles and I've taken a Lord of War which is a Stormblade super heavy tank the Stormblade is the, the plasma, plasma one. Plasma oh, one. You, you rotter! <laughs> the <laughs> best, the best super heavy that my yeah. I think we agreed in when we did the super heavy yeah. review. With a um, Space Marine Legion crew and just standard spoilers. Spoilers for Lance Cannons. Yeah. 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 The thing I find interesting about your list, Graham, is that it's quite simple. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh, well, I tried. We to kind of put bells and whistles, but as a, as a pro, you've gone quite yeah, quite it's quite simple, quite. Strip back almost. Yeah, there are there are some nice combos in there, though, aren't there? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. Those those grave wardens are going to be nasty. Yeah, are they are they two yeah, wounds. Gonna... So yeah, I believe they are two wounds. They're also one of the ho- most horrible units in the game to charge. So my my thinking would be if you have infiltrate, which will be my mutable tactics, if you put them right into a central objective, things aren't really going to want to charge them because they've all got chain fists. They're all yes. hit automatically with flamers and other horrible yes. guns that they have. It's not a very you have to remove them by force, and again, they're quite tough. And if you put the primus medic in there, they're, they're even tougher. Nice. You so are a, um, Michael, hand over your crown. For the new king. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much a hold the objective while the rest of the army outflanks moves in from the sides, you know. Yeah. Got you. you know. Very cool. Right yeah. then. So good list. Really good. Um so now then the rather more contentious part of this. Who do we think, so individually, uh has the list that best in espouses the virtues if they have virtues uh, of the alpha legion so is there anybody who thinks at the head and shoulders that is what i would want to see in an alpha legion army i'll be honest i quite like yours graham so i like because it has a lot of the legion specific units in it and headhunters which you just don't ever see yep yeah i kind of like yours graham it's really nice uh, English Graham, that is. He's got Iron Warriors in it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite, it's quite infantry centric though. It's very much fast attack, can yeah. uh, separate units and destroy them. You know, yeah. I, no, I quite like that. I quite like it. Well, there you go, Mister Mister <clears throat> Chris. Have you got anything to say on the subject? Yeah, oh, plenty of things, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you them. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, Galvor back are a really nice choice. And again, find, choice. finding their fluff in Book 8 about how, you know, the Alpha Legion actually get the knowledge effectively to make Galvor back fits in really well with actually having them. It's not like people can say, oh, how yeah. can you get Galvor back? Plus, that's shit, you know? Plus that, that esoterrorist is going to be summoning demons. So that's yeah, that as well, yeah. yeah. I think it's one of those things, isn't it? Because I always, I always feel a bit, not wrong is, is, is not the right word, but a little bit, Odd if I'm going down a demon esque list that isn't really in the world eaters, sorry, in the word yeah. bearers domain, if you see what I mean. But like you say, yeah. there's perfectly, you know, valid reasons and in fact, yeah. you know, documented evidence, if you like, that yeah. says actually, you know, people were messing around with this stuff. Then yeah. absolutely, I really do the need to. Is, read, okay. Why would, yeah, it's a means to an end, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's using sort of. The dark arts, you know, they're going to use everybody else's tactics to confuse. Oh, of course, yeah. You know, that's the, you know, if they can make it look like somebody else is doing the work, they're going to make it look like somebody else is doing the work. I mean, that's classic Alpha Legion. Yeah. Alpha Legion 101. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't you. It was him. (laughs) Who was it? No idea. Right. So, 
are we going to actually say that that in terms of alpha re alpha regionness, it's, it's it's a win for me. It's yes. I know uh, that. Uh, I can tell, I can, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a long. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. A a win in the theme section. This is unheard of. Right. Next up, then, on that resting on my laurels, who has the list that A would be the most devastating on the battlefield, but not only that, but also be the most fun to play against? So let's start with potential weaknesses of each army, and I shall start with mine, and I'll sort of say where I think mine could come undone. Uh, I don't think I would start the board with a lot on the board, which could be problematic. So obviously the Iron Havocs aren't going to, I'm not going to want them to infiltrate, sorry, not to outflank, but everything else really probably only works if it comes in from reserve, which could leave me exposed to some severe um, trouble from turn two onwards, because nothing will definitely come in on turn one because I haven't got drop pods of any sort. So it could be a bit chancy. It would be a dicey move. It would either work or it wouldn't, but I fear that it may... That is definitely one hole that I have got in that army. And also flyers. I don't have a lot to cover that. Okay. Chris, where's your... Have you connected um, for everything? No, I mean, flyers, I've completely... I just ignore flyers. I pretend they don't exist. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, that's, just, that's just how I play this game. No, don't, things with wings don't exist. Whatever. Okay. Uh, if, I, if it's not got two legs I can't, and I can't kill it, then pff, why bother? Um, things that I think I don't have a lot of tough units. I mean, the the assault very quickly. Yeah, but they're doing. You know, I don't want them to be the guys doing all the work. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, I I think sort of. I'm relying on Alfarius to kind of do a fair chunk of work and whether he's necessarily going to have the chance to do it. Yeah. Could Alpharius be hiding in the Galvorback? Or it, it, it could. It was, if it's got a legion of could he? Because yeah, they're demons, aren't they? But they're demons, aren't they? Have they got the, I don't know. They this is what I underline. Are they infantry? They are. Infantry. No, they're, if they're, if they're infantry, they are. But they're also demons. It just says if they're infantry, he can hide in them. So in theory, possibly, yes. That would be an interesting <laughs> one to ask. <laughs> Yeah, because de- because demons always been the problem is. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Cause it, it, rules just the infantry. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, so that's quite a lot. It's not no special characters, but it's fairly broad. Yeah, let's see no, if I so- can find the Galvorback in the red book. I've got it to hand. So, uh, the word bearers Galvorback are on page ninety six. If you're following along at home, <laughs> sounds like a preschool children's program. Right, 96. It's often been called that. <laughs> <laughs> so Gal Vorbeck, they are special rules. Demons, so what are they? They are, yeah, unit type. It says Dark Brethren Infantry. Yeah, so yeah, in theory, if you go by the rules, yes, Alphiris could hide a unit of Gal Vorbeck. That would be a nasty combo. <laughs> I might be massively wrong. But I thought units with demon could only be joined by other units with demon in. Ah, but he's, ah, but he's not joining it. He's already in it. Yeah. He, he, would have to, he wouldn't be able to join it once he's revealed, but, you know, you could chas him forward and suddenly Alpharius. Yeah. Then he would be running about separately is the problem, but he's yeah, quite tough. He, he's no slouch, and I guess you'd have to deal with either him or the Galvorback. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah I think I'd probably be better off yeah deep putting him in with the breaches and drop drop boarding them in the Charybdis. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think vehicles like armor lists will be would be a problem for this. Um, but sort of sort of medium infantry lists, I should be able to. Yeah, yeah, reasonably get through. I mean, you've got um, um but I've got I've got the flexibility of the rules. That's the thing. I'm not you. You know, you're tied to infiltrate. You don't have another choice. You're right. To, to yeah, you're right. Yes, I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah. Whereas I can owned it. Counter attack, tank hunter. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Whereas we, I have to move for trade because I was got to take a lot of dedicated transports that I don't want to take. I mean, you've got yeah. your assault squads with melter bombs, so assuming they can survive the jump or whatever, you know, they can melt yeah. bomb, multi bomb things off the face of the table. No bother. Yeah, uh, I just checked the demon rule. It just says models with the demon rule have a five plus invun save and also have fear. So yeah, not, okay. nothing about non demons can't join them. Yeah. No, I thought I thought they. Um... I don't know mm. why I thought that. I just, just thought that they... Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Anyway, um, you've also got the, the Siege Dreadnought, of course. Let's not underestimate him. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, he's sort of loitering at the back. Um, but yeah, I think... I don't know. I cover a lot of bases, but not... I, I, you know, there are probably oh, yeah. plenty of workarounds to this list quite quickly you can find. Yeah, sure. What about you, um, Michael? Do you think you've got any uh, any holes? Um, you put this well, obviously, flyers. But I'm uh, I'm... Making people come on on a uh, six plus, so you know. I think you've kind of pretty much done them in. To be honest, yeah, you've 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 done flyers without even having to sort of uh, do flyers. Uh, basically, I, bombed the airstrip. They just can't take off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think my biggest concern with this list might be uh, heavy armor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a lot that's going to take out heavy armor um i'm really hope pending on my assault what was that noise yeah. was this, i knocked something ah right my i'm depending on for my um uh taking out heavy armor uh the javelins dropping in behind it with a hunter killer missiles and the cyclone missile launchers mm-hmm. and the um and the uh what you call it uh, assault squad with melter bombs yeah so i suppose that's again you may struggle with spartans with flare shields yeah exactly you couldn't stop. Would you better stop them in turn two? I suppose uh, that's what I'm thinking. You know, super heavier Spartan, Typhon, yeah. blade. They're going to be difficult for me to shift. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to depend on that. Uh, the saboteur's attack is going to have you know do something. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I've found when people have saboteured me, like with me armor breakthrough, it's it is quite hit and missy. I know it is one penetrating hit with no save. You know, yeah. no no cover save. But yeah. the amount of times people roll a one. Yeah, and so it just takes a whole point it's, and it's yeah. shaken or something. Yeah. It's like wow. Yeah. Well, one of the things I have seen—you often uh, think it should be more. Go on, say, Graham. Yeah. One of the things I've seen is uh, one of the relics that lets you make a one any any one dice a six would give you an automatic explodes, <laughs> which I have—I've not seen. I would—I would never do because that's horrendous. But you know, it oh, could be done. That's why we don't allow relics anywhere yeah. because they're just wrong. Yeah, um, but yeah, I see what you mean. That would basically mean Arcana. We've got to let them now. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I think the relics they for whatever reason people have quite rightly. Uh, well, I think the, the FAQs I think actually say it's for some campaign. of them are bonkers. That's why yeah, the, the, the the FAQ specifically says it's for campaign play. It's yeah. not for general games. But no, the Sai yeah. the Sai Arcana is for everything. Yeah, gotcha. some of them are quite less. The, the, the divining blades, as we call it, the magic knife, is just ridiculous. 
Yeah, that does. I'm, I'm need to look into this because it sounds absolutely horrific. It's very it's strong, but at the end of the day, you're still giving it to a guy that can be instant death by a las cannon. You True know, enough. that's just things. So that, that that is a counter to it. You can't really give it to a tough kind of character. It really, is going to be a praetor, and even then, he still can get squished by a power fist. True enough. So, True you know, enough. So, okay. So, um, yeah, I, like I said, I don't. So, like I say, that's the things that that whole sort of we need to stop a stop a Spartan in by turn two would be the idea, wouldn't it? You generally need to deal with those. So, yeah, I can see where that might be. I think anything else, just general infantry stuff, you, you will you'll be okay with. Yeah. So what what about you, Graham? When you were putting yours together, do you think you've got any holes that, um, in terms of, st- obviously you don't give all your special yeah. secrets away. But... <laughs> I mean, I think it wouldn't be too, it's not too bad against the air because you've got the LDO and it's quite nasty against flyers with great. Low, low armor. Yeah. Um, I the think Derek I mean, was, was just really good against them because you can, think, yeah, because you can use the missiles as well, can't you? To, you to, well, you can even shoot them at two to see if yeah, they bring on yeah. two flyers. You can shoot one at each flyer. Yes, that's true. You know, yeah. Which is quite nice. Um, I think things like typhons or anything with horrible, powerful blasts are still going to remove a lot of my army quite easily. You know, yeah. Well, the storm blade though, that is that's I mean, not to be underestimated. Strength ten. Yeah, since since ten, the only thing again with that is it's it's a big target and. The only time I have played it, it just gets blown up quite quickly. Got yeah. You know, uh, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, it's a lot of points, and it's nine. Yeah, it's a, whole it's points. a big point sinks, yeah. But I suppose if you're suggesting what you are with the grave wardens, potentially pushing them forward, yeah, you, you, people are going to have to deal with one or the other. They probably couldn't deal with both. Well, that's what I always try and do. But I'll just force people into picking the lesser of what they think is the lesser of two evils. Got yeah. I yeah. Often, often what I'll do, like I've done it at Company Legends before, is I'll bring the termite drill up in, in the rear kind of area of their deployment zone. Yeah. Against things like knights, and you've got a squad of guys with melters shooting the back of the knight, or lots of lads can shoot the front of it. You have to choose what way your ion shield faces, or. Yes. You know, and, and there's no right option yeah. because either way, that's going to take a lot of hull points off it. Yeah, I totally you agree. Know. And what, what's the Achilles? Because that's got like a quad. Uh, quad launcher, isn't it, on the front of it? There's a right? mortar thing, doesn't it? it was... Yeah, yeah it's a uh, quad mortar, quad mortar, yeah. Quad which mortar, is, and yeah. uh, I think it's two, yeah, two Volkite Culverin twin link sponsons, which is not too bad. Kind of middle, bad middle, of the, middle of the road firepower. Yeah. The, the thing about that I found quite nice is its immunity to lance and uh, melt is quite yes. nice. Yes, so, that is true. Cast lights with dark fire can't actually hurt <laughs> it, which is hilarious. But you know what? I've now I remember I was, you know, within a click of buying one of these yeah. uh, for that very reason because I was just so annoyed with the Lumen Castellax taking my decent tanks. So I was like, right, this will show you. Yeah, it, it's getting a bit silly then. But yeah, it's a it's a good oh. tank. The only thing is that um, the uh, reduced uh, capacity yeah. for transport, but a six man Seeker squad, like you say, yeah. or sorry, six man Melter Gun squad, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Squad, yeah. yeah, yeah, very good, very good. Okay. So. Given all of that, uh, what would be the what do you think would be the most fun one to play against? So it can be a challenge as well, remember, because playing a, a tough list isn't always bad. Um, I think, whew, I think Graham's would be a challenge. I've got to say, but an interesting one. Uh, that that big unit is is just going to be a headache, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, the grave. You're not going to know what to do against it. Yeah, you know what to throw at it. Yeah, because yeah, you can just sit in the middle of the board, just you can't challenge you to come at me. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to remove them by yeah. blast, high, high AP strength, high but AP weapons. The, the thing is, though, I suppose the the counter to it is if they're on one objective, they're not on more than one. Yeah, you know, yeah. 
Yeah, there's there's other ones that you can. Yeah, and most of the um, units I've got aren't yeah. too great. You know, there's only regular tactical squads that will get squished pretty yeah. easily. Yeah, Chris, you've got a bit of every, literally a bit of everything from every legion known to man going on in yours, which is great. I think in terms of interesting stuff to play against. Um, yeah, that was the plan. I kind of think Chris's would be the most interesting to play simply because it's got so much variety in there. I think the only thing you don't have in there is a really, you know, is a tank, as it were. Yeah. 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 That's what the okay. Leviathan's there for, to fill the, fill the, the tank void. hole. I think, yeah, I, I yeah. think with Michael that Chris's list probably would be the most fun to play against. Purely because I think you could have so much Alpha Legion-based chaos with that list. Spawn yeah. yeah. demons all over the, the, the place. Uh, it would last a turn. <laughs> just, <laughs> is that the standard? Yeah. It will last a turn. <laughs> it, yeah, it'll go. Oh no, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, given those things, um, who do we think has got the best army? So that's a combination of those two things. So a, you know, quite a strong army, but also quite fun to play against. Um, toughest army. Uh, I I think it's Scottish Graham's. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think his army is probably the toughest. I tried. I think I tried to make it quite well rounded, so it's not got yeah. too much of a weakness. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not crazy though. To be honest, uh, it's not. Yeah, it's not terrible, but it's it's yeah. it's t- it's nice and tight. It's going to be hard to to poke holes in there. I mean, yeah. if you if you get <laughs> <laughs> if you get your deployment right, if you get your you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, every, you're quite every show. Every show, he's he's like the straight man, <laughs> literally. Um, so I think you're right. So I'm I'm happy, more than happy to say that uh, Graham wins that round. So there you go. So the third and final round. Okay. So what are your scores on your respective doors, gentlemen? So Chris, well, how much do with this bad I'm, boy? Say I'm in four digits. So uh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Ooh. So how how far are you in four digits? Uh, uh, by my calculations earlier, I was oh, was that actually correct though? Come back to me in a second because I'm just going to make sure that my calculator actually did what it was meant to do and not. I think choose yeah, a random I, would, I, I wouldn't say that's too far off with the Kerberos assault claw and the Leviathan and. Yeah. yeah. I, so the as Kerber. I worked out earlier, it's a thousand and seventy-eight. That seems about right for that army. Yeah. Now that we've been doing this for a couple of years, I can yeah. look at an army and go, "That's yeah. about a grand's yeah. worth." Okay, uh, Michael. Uh, Seven hundred eighty-five pounds. Ooh, blimey! Because um, I, I, I obviously jet bikes, javelins are pricey. I mean, yes. an, a, a Proteus, an armored Proteus now is like one hundred and five quid. It is. It is it's gone cheap. up. It's gone up a bit. Uh, and then I used headhunters uh, as my seekers. Yeah. Yes, they aren't cheap either. But they, yeah, because they're eighty-three pounds for five. Is it or 10? Uh, actually? 10. No, I'm I'm slightly wrong. I'm under. I just realised something. I, I've got to go. Uh, I've got to go and add something to my um, to my basket. So uh, I've only got two Legion um, recon squads. I should have three of them because I've got my own recons in there. Alpha Legion yes, recons. You have. So it's um, seventy-eight hundred. So seven seven hundred eighteen plus hundred and five. So mine's actually eight hundred and twenty-three. Wow. Okay. So, so far you're the cheapest, but then, uh, Graham, how did you do? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I came to 708. 
Okay. Uh, it's assuming that the three ten-man tactical squads and... Oh, hang on a second. There's someone at the door. I'll, I'll go to the door, you... Uh... And the Praetor. So the three ten-man tactical squads and the Praetor are coming off a calf box. Yep, okay, it's, makes you know, sense. So it's, so it's a good bit. Obviously, they're not on sale anymore, but you can still get them for about 130 I think, in our local gaming store, which is okay. uh, Common Ground Games up in Stirling. Yeah, that is a good a good saving. So, £708. Well, actually, gentlemen, mine, because it is all infantry, only came in at £674. Very nice. That's very Unbelievable. reasonable, actually. For me, that is, uh, that is like usually about a third of what I would normally have in yeah. one of these. So, yeah. um, obviously, there's a lot of Mark Three Marines in there with the tactical yeah. squads. Uh, actually, no, I'm talking nonsense because I just realised I haven't added the three Demius Rhinos in. So that yeah. is Oops. completely incorrect. So they're about 50 quid a pop. So let's call it about 150 pounds on that. So mine is seven, about 825. More than 708 pounds. More uh, than 708 pounds. Yeah, definitely. Although what I would say is the Demius Rhinos is still three for 100, even though they're about 50 pounds each. The three for hundred uh, still exists. Gotcha. Oh, it's interesting. Ah. Yeah. Well, I, so, I, yeah. Still, still takes it over. Yeah. I, still I, more I'm, than yours. I'm back now. The uh, the dude was just uh, the dude was just delivering me a fan and fitting shower gel. Okay. Because I managed Very... to use up all the shower gel in the hotel room. Okay. Fair enough. Right. Whatever you guys are up to, that's yeah. Uh, that's that's, that's third business. Perfectly fine. What you'd going to do? Oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 the Dymos set. Yeah, you're right. It's a, it's still a hundred quid, and the individual one is now. Uh, if I can find it, um, forty-two quid. Forty-two quid. Forty-two quid. Yeah. Forty-two quid. yeah, yeah. Anyway, long and the short of it is. So unsurprisingly, uh, not unsurprisingly, the Alpha Legion player wins. Yeah, clear win for the uh, for the challenger. So well, well done, played. that man. Well played, Graham. Thank you ever uh, so much. The problem with this is now I kind of want to go out and do an Alpha Legion army. Uh, I, I've got to say, I, I like every the, time. Yeah, every time. Especially now that the painting scheme has got a bit easier with the contrast. Yeah, because I've, I've seen, seen the, a lot of different contrasts. What is it? Is the Turkilian? Oh, I can't remember. It's one of the greens. Yeah, one of the greens. Yeah. The blues is quite nice over metallic. Oh, as well. yeah, the blue as well. Yeah, turquoise blue is quite good over metallic, I believe. It's so, quite yeah. a nice scheme, anyway. Gotcha. It does. I must admit, I saw somebody somebody paint the other one. Thought that would make a great Alpalesian color. Yeah. Um, and also, like you say, what I like about this army is that it does seem to play differently to most other armies. And you are relying on a lot of rules to do cool and different things, which is always nice, right? Because it makes the game more interesting. Yeah, so yeah. rather than just your normal, you know, line up and shoot or your, you know, run across the board and smack, there's some other sh- crazy shenanigans going on. And I think it does, as a legion put together, uh, I think it's a really, they're a really good, uh, well worth a, a punt, if you fancy an interesting kind of game. So, yeah. It's it's Hakelian green. Hakelian green is the uh, contrast paint that I've seen a lot of people using. Cool. So, without further ado, we can crown the king of the Alpha Legion, or is he? Would go to (laughs) Graham Scottish Campbell, and we do apologise for calling you Scottish. Incidentally, I have, I have. You need to differentiate. Exactly right, but you know. You don't differentiate because he doesn't call me Southern England Southern Graham, does Southern he? Graham. I mean, I could if you wanted me to. I think if I'm in if I'm, if I am in Scotland, you are perfectly at liberty to call me that any time you like. English Graham. 
English Graham. <laughs> right, which will the next time will probably be for the Sterling event. So, but anyway, um, a, a great list challenge. Really enjoyed that one. So, thanks very much for oh, suggesting Graham, that, Graham. Graham's a company of legends, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a company of legends oh, in brilliant. September. And then Fantastic. I think you guys are coming up in November for the yes. next Scottish Heritage Scott event. Yep. Um, I'm also going to do a quick shout out because I promised to Scott Welsh who's running his Cortana event in August. I am still in as well, which looks like it'd be quite good, quite well thought out, well planned. I'm really quite looking forward to it. And myself and Chris Brown, one of our Scottish guys, we're looking to run an event next year somewhere in Scotland. Without revealing too much, I think it'll be quite quite unique. That's all I'll say. Is that the venue uh, telling about? Yeah, yes, I'm that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Yes, Michael. Yeah. Oh, very good. If it is that venue, I think I've told you guys about it. Yeah, I think I've I have heard I have heard yeah. rumours of a particularly yeah. interesting venue, and we shall yeah. leave it at that in very detail. Yes, in very alpha legion fashion. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Thanks so right. much. Uh, no Thanks for having me. It's been great. Yeah. Great. Thanks for joining it, mate, and giving up your time to come and speak. No, to not a problem. Great stuff. So on to events next, I believe, Michael. Yes. Next up, we're going to be talking about the uh, changes and stuff that we're going to do for the Company of Legends 2020. So tickets for the March event will be going on sale at half past six on the 30th of August. Um, Mike and Keith, uh, pre prices are slightly higher. <laughs> I only put their year. names on there just because I got some very desperate messages the other day uh, from Keith asking to asking about tickets because they're – they had thought that it was the 30th of July. Ah. They were going out and, and it was like, they were going, oh, they're going up for sale today. I was like, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I don't, we haven't had a whole conversation about them yet, but okay. And then, Fair so. enough. So anyway, worry not. I know this. this some people aren't available. But anyway, the, we are going to put the prices up again this year. Um, this is a couple of reasons. Firstly, obviously, uh, things go up. They become more expensive, things like venue hire. And, but also we want to keep trying to bring you the best we can, particularly in regards to our investment in things like terrain and mats, which obviously cost. So we're going to be putting the tickets up by £10 this year. So the price for a ticket will be £85, which is up from £75. But like we said, we are still trying to strive to deliver a great value event. And um, the other thing we're also going to try and do, um, because we've got some feedback around this, is to limit the number of tickets a individual can buy to two per transaction, just to give you a heads up there. Um, this is so that, you know, and we know that obviously a lot of people want to bring all of their friends, you know, five or six people. Uh, and it just means it's, you know, we have six tickets gone from an allocation of um, what we're doing, 36 people per event Actually, this year. Yeah, 36 next year. 36? Yes, yeah, so because so we're dropping, we're dropping um, I think we're going to be dropping three maybe four Edge of Darkness tables, bringing in a Zomal Talus table. And so we're doing 17 tables, aren't we? 17, 17 tables. One of them will be Zomal Talus, and potentially two of them are going to be Adeptus Titanicus. Potentially. Okay. Depending so, on how many people want to play Adeptus Titanicus. If it's just like a handful, it'll be like, well, we'll have one table of Adeptus Titanicus, you'll all get to play. If it's two, you know... Uh, you know, if, so, if we've got more people than two tables. So I guess the, the way this would probably work, we haven't really talked about this, uh, is that we are going to try and offer some 
some kind of uh, ability to play both Zomortalis and Adeptus Titanicus. So if you want to have a game of Adeptus Titanicus that has an impact on the overarching narrative of the event, you should be able to do that. What that looks like yet, we haven't quite finalised. But once we get the event pack and details finalised between ourselves, I will let you know. But anyway... Thirty-four people is basically the maximum number of people that we can take comfortably. We have gone to thirty-six before, but it becomes quite um, pushed. The whole space becomes a bit, a bit hectic, yeah. space-wise, and it, it's just a bit easier. We'd, ra- we'd rather make a little less money and have a more comfortable event. Yeah, absolutely. So not, not that we, not that we make much money. To be fair, we we make enough to go to an event ourselves that's that's our treat that is true that is for doing this for doing many months work so yes um that's where we're at so anyway guys just let you know so once again just to remind you car past six 30th of august two tickets per transaction maximum so if you do want five or six people you're probably gonna need to get at least three of you uh online ready to buy these tickets i'll do it i'll do a cling uh, king fluff and i'll put out plenty of reminders in the week before okay cool so yeah just to let you know what you will get for your money if you haven't been to a Company Legends event before, that is your food and accommodation uh, for the weekend, included in the price of the ticket, as well as obviously um, gaming from Friday night from about 6.30 uh, right through to Sunday afternoon about 5, 6 o'clock. Yeah. So, and that's constant, on the, all in the same event, all in the same venue uh, in the wilds of Durham in a reasonably comfortable um, uh, outdoor activity centre. So there you go. So anyway, just to give you a heads up, that's where we are. That's where the price is going to be, and that's how much tickets, etc., and when they're going to be on sale. But if you've got any questions or queries, feel free to drop us a, a message. Should I should I tell uh, reveal some of our sponsors? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. Go so for it. we we for the first time we've actually gone out and sought out sponsorship because this is something that we've not done before because we've not felt really comfortable doing it. If that makes any sense. It, it's hard to go to someone and say, here, give us some stuff. Um, we're running yeah, an event. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not something that, you know, generally comes speaking, naturally. Yeah, yeah. comes naturally. Um, and it's sort of like not what we're after doing. Um, but we've, ex- we sought out some select sponsorships this year. Uh, we, we've got a few uh, agreed already. So we've got uh, a sponsorship with game deep cut studio, first of all, um, who are providing us with a, uh, game mat, um, which will be uh, very handy. We'll be using for the uh, for the event. They're also um, looking at something for next year. Uh, working with them to make dice trays for all the tables, uh, Edge of Empire branded dice trays. But you'll also be able to buy these yourselves um, when we put the tickets on sale. I'm getting a sample piece sent to me. It should be with me by middle of next week. Um, so I'll show you guys then. Um, cool. What it looks like. It's just a little little neoprene dice tray you know clips together at the sides yeah. and uh it just looks it's just kind of a cool thing always, <laughs> i mean they're always useful especially when you go especially the like the neoprene ones because you yeah, can just yeah. easily put them in your with your books or whatever yeah and but just... that's it so we, we we might be getting some of them um because it, it's not too expensive um and it's really cool that you know they're doing a deal with us so um i'm getting a you know got the sample coming next week along with the mat that they're giving us um which is a underhive mat it's a really cool one. Um, so it'll fit some industrial terrain that we've got. Um, the other mat sponsor is GameMat.eu. They are providing us with a uh, 
uh, uh, Matt, you know, we, we have paid. We have paid towards this, Matt. They've just given us a, a nice discounted rate. So, you know, obviously, if it wasn't for the fact we're still buying scenery, we'd be saying, OK, we want a dozen mats. <laughs> but we can't afford that just yet. But eventually we will be. Because um, I think the idea is we want our own. We want our own stuff. Um, if that makes any yeah. sense, because uh, getting it from the places that we get it from, borrowing it, begging and borrowing and stealing it, it it's not. It's not easy, especially when people from the clubs don't necessarily come and play the the game with us. So, yeah, just... it, it makes you know if we want to do things and stuff like that, you know, other places, other venues, with you know, other events. If we own, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've got all the control of the equipment, yeah, the terrain. It means we can just do that easily. Yeah, yeah. So the the, the plan is eventually we'll have seventeen tables worth of Age of Darkness, two tables worth of Tetanicus, and and hopefully two tables worth of Zomortalis one day. Because Game Mat, do you do some really cool sort of blocks that you can use to make your own Zomortalis stuff with? Um, which I think I showed Chris when he yeah, was yeah, yeah, no, we're up, not, yeah. We're not. Uh, I might get one of them to keep up here because that's quite compact and quite, yeah. So yeah, that'd be cool. cool. Um, yeah. So well, who else do we have? Asgard Wargaming down in Middlesbrough um, have uh, come on board as a sponsor. They're going to send us some prize support. Um, so probably best painted. Yeah. So best painted or best sporting or whatever is going to have a prize. Um, we'll we'll pick something. And then um, Cromlech uh, want to sponsor our best painted uh, with a trophy. Cool. Um, I think it's a the trophy they send out is a bust of an orc. So that's quite cool. So nice. um, it's a pretty standard thing they do for most events. Yeah. So it's it's nothing special. It's nothing, nothing right. you know. It's 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 something a little cool. It's not it's not like an incredibly huge complex trophy. It's a nice little bust painting challenge, which yeah. if you if we're giving it out for best painted is a really cool cool thing. I love that idea of giving someone something that they can paint for best painted. If if that makes any sense. Totally. Yeah, and Cromlech are always really really. They're nice. already good. They're really good. Yeah, they're really nice people to deal with as well. Stuff. And then who else was there? Oh, Micro Art Studios. But I don't know what they're sending us. But they're sending us something. Oh, oh, they're so, dead. Fantastic. I, I, yeah. Sorry, they're um, very useful with their bases and things. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think they they'll probably will. I think they will send us bases. We were talking about them, but they're gonna they're gonna come back to us at some point. But they're nice. they're really nice guys. They're really nice guys as well. I've dealt with them before for for other events. So yeah, that's really quite cool. Good work, Mister B. Yeah. Right. Now all I've got to do is find a beer company to sponsor us. Yes. <laughs> possibly a hotel chain as well, while you're there. Uh, possibly a takeaway chain. <laughs> we need we need um, just yeah. eat or whatever to sponsor us because the the Saturday night business we send them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and drive some businesses way if we can. If people don't know about him. Very good. Okay. Right. Okay. Cool. So uh, should we look into the events? Let's look into the future and see what it's going to bring us in terms Absolutely. of event. Uh, does someone want to run through these or? Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So the events, uh, as always, we keep a list of uh, all the events on our website, so you can always keep an eye on that. Uh, if you are running an event uh, and you want to get, make sure we make a shout out to it, uh, drop us a message on Facebook, which people often do, or send us an email to the rush at edgeofempire.co.uk. So let's go through the list as it stands. So on the 18th of August, which is the weekend 
not far from now. Uh, Imps Heresy uh, one day event, three games uh, in Lincoln. Yeah, I know. Love that game. Love the title. Sorry, no, love, love the yeah, title. That's love the I mean. title. Um, on the 24th of August, the uh, Beta Garmin Sea of Fire event at the Bad Moon Cafe in London. It's a mixed Age of Darkness and um, Adeptus Titanicus event. 24th of August, the Imperial Truth event, the Reckoning of Delan Prime at Firestorm Games. Uh, he's also having Age of Darkness, Zogmatalus, yes. and Century. He's got basically I've, everything going on. Are they? I've just the, I saw there was a thing on Facebook earlier as we were recording. I wonder if they're all sold out for that now. Maybe they might be. I don't know, but um, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I know that it's a it's a. I know he was saying it's a difficult weekend um, to do because obviously it's a it's a bank, bank, it's a bank holiday weekend. Mm. It's all the way over in Cardiff, ah, and it's not like they're doing it on a you know Mother's Day or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or the, or the day after your uh, um, wife's birthday. Okay, yeah, I didn't know. We, I didn't know that. I'm not a no. That, that's that is not your fault, Michael. That is not your fault. Is uh, well, you, uh, I'm sure I, I would have remembered if I'd remembered. Yeah, I re- this conversation has only been having for like. Four yeah, we didn't now, didn't yeah. realize it until it was my wife who said, Do "You know, that's Mother's Day." Anyway, yeah, we're, uh, so... we're, we're bad people generally. Um, so yes, yeah, so the 25th of August, uh, Delan Prime. Uh, the 34th... Yeah, 34th? 34th? <laughs> yes. The 31st of August is Flashpoint, Flashpoint Cortona at Common Grounds Games in Sterling, north of the border. Mm. Uh, oh, the... Cortona. I've been calling it Carta- Cortana. Cortona? Cortona. Yeah, Cortona, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cortana uh, was in... She was the, she was the AI in Halo, Halo, Halo yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also now the thing on their phones if they see their phones. Yeah. Uh, first of September is the Eye of the Storm in South Shields. Should we going to? Yes. The thirteenth of September is the London GT in London. On the twenty seventh of September is the Company of Legends event in Durham, the last of the ones this year. Yes, I'd like to put to Ali Axis. Yeah, absolutely. I'll start work on plan B. Twenty yes. eighth uh, September is the Deserts of Helio Centilis Two. Oh, where is that? Well, I haven't. Wherever listed that it. may be, we'll... uh, let me have a quick look. I haven't listed it. I like the name. The name. Uh, is yeah, uh, Flame Master. Where is it? Location. Ah, oh, it's a Dark Sphere Mega Store in London. Okay, okay back in the capital. Mm. Yeah, uh, we on the twenty sixth of October. You got the Cataclysm of Iron Three in Polesworth. First uh, of November is Blood and Glory in Derby. We're still waiting for ticket updates on that, but uh, hopefully we'll get those soon. Sixteenth yep. of November is the Return to Harmony Two, uh, Board in Brum in Birmingham. Yep. The twenty third of November is the Titan Death at. Gerulus Station in Polesworth. It's a Titans and Knights only event. Is that 28 mil? Tw- t- no, Titans yeah, and Knights. Yeah, 28, 28 mil. Oh, wowzers. Sound good. Uh, the next day, there is the oh, Titan. Oh, no, that's, that's gone. I should, have re- I should have got rid of that. That, that event is cancelled. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, the, no, uh, that, that, was, that, was, that was part of the... Um, yeah, I did, a, I did a wrong burgundy. No, no, no. That, that, was, that was my fault. I should have removed that. Um yeah, no, that was... Do you remember the whole groups merging? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I recall from last time. Uh, so, I'll backtrack that. So, the 8th of December, the Merchants of Venetia, uh, Realms of Shadow in Stratford-upon-Avon. Nice title, mm-hmm. Stratford-upon-Avon. Yeah. 
Merchants of Venetia. See what they did there? See what they did there? Very good. Uh, Then we've got, well, going into into the new year, so we've got nothing really in the calendar until the 20th of March. County of Legends 2020. The tickets go on sale on the 30th of August, as we've previously said, 6.30 in the evening, 30th of August. I'll be 50. Just yeah, I know you all, man. I, I, was thinking this, <laughs> oh. I was thinking about this the other day, actually. That, uh, you have that's a big birthday coming up. That's so. scary. Yeah. scary. Do you know what I was thinking of doing for my big birthday? I would, what I'd like to do, I would, I would quite like to go to Warhammer World. I'd like to have a, a, a oh. game day. See, I was thinking about arranging this. Oh, okay. So... That would be cool. We'll, we'll, we'll look into it. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. Your birthday's on well, Saturday this year, isn't it? I haven't got a clue, mate. Well, well, Wasn't it on the Friday this year? It's a leap year next year, if that makes any difference. Oh, no, it's his birthday's in January, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it won't make a difference to Graham. No, oh, yeah. I'm uh, sure you had your birthday the day we went down to Warhammer World, didn't you? No. No? <laughs> no. Oh. Right. Well, anyway, my birthday will be on... Yours is the 24th of January? 3rd of January. 23rd, it's a Thursday. Which, bizarrely enough, is the same day as Greg Dan. What, is 23rd it? of January? It is. We share a birthday. We should, we should have a IT-EOE <laughs> brawl somewhere. I think yeah. we should. Okay. You know. uh, so anyway, so... We'll arrange going to Warhammer World. Graham will be 50 by the time next year's event rolls around. I'll be... Sprite. 34 God, uh, 37 Michael will be 37 yeah. so there oh, we go God. Um, combined the, age the, of the, the problem is I can remember my parents turning these ages yeah but don't, don't go oh god when you're 37 <laughs> <my friend. laughs> but just, it, it, it was like my first, I've got a really distinct memory of my mother's 30th birthday because she was not happy at turning 30 and it's sort of like I remember that and then when I turned 30 it was like I remember my parents turning 30 this is not good. 50 um, is, is an age that is un- just, unheard of. No matter how old you are, our sister will always be older. There is that one consolation. Uh, <laughs> and then to, to round out the list here, on the 26th of April is the Decimation event by Attrition Wargaming in Eastleigh. It's a doubles event. And really I'm really certainly going. Hopefully Graham's going to make it down as well. I'm looking into cheap airfares as we speak to East Airport. Yes. So just to give you a heads up, folks, that means we're going to be doing the other one that's not on here is um, the Scott Travis. They don't have a date for it yet. Okay. So our plans are as follows: Blood and Glory. Obviously, our Uncumbered Legends in September. Next yeah. stop will be Blood. Actually, no, I tell a lie. The, we've got one this weekend. We then got one first September. Michael Lyons in South Tyneside. So that's no, yeah. I don't need to pay for that. <laughs> I have. Um, and then we've got Blood and Glory in November. We've got we've got COL, Company Legends, Blood and Glory, which we we'll all go to because that's like a, that's a pilgrimage now. Yep. Um, and then Company Legends in March, and then we're going to the event in April. Darkest event, and then probably Throne of Skulls. Throne of Skulls again, if we if it's um. Maybe, yeah, if it's on. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Uh, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Okay. We won't we won't know about that one until much closer to the time though, sadly. Because Warhammer World don't publicise events until until much later on, which is Okay. Yeah. There are two other days in the calendar, just for you to mark them on there. On the second of October second of November is the Citadel Colour Open Day at Warhammer World. And as we said earlier, the ninth of November is the Black Library Weekender. Lovely. 
and that's it. That's it. Mark your cards, ladies and gentlemen. Get them in the diaries. Get your tickets booked. Tickets booked. Accommodation sorted. Play some games. Yes, indeed. Okay, guys, uh, this brings us to the end of a show. It's a short one this month, but it's been the summer. We've been busy. It's Well, it's been hot, and, uh, you know, I think we didn't really have an idea of uh, a feature to do. I think, you know, uh, there were a couple of ideas, but nothing really came together because it's just been so hot. That's all you can really say, isn't it? It's just been hot. Well, and not- Mark, no. we've been recording this for four hours, and we did about two hours the other week. So it's <laughs> yeah. still going to be yeah. about five hours. Yeah. Like I, I, I ran away for a week to a, for, <laughs> to a foreign. Yeah, garden. yeah. It's just been. It's just been. Uh, it's been an awkward. It's- it's not our you know usual eight hour epic that you know we've, yeah we've done we're not going to do it we're not going to do an eight hour epic again no not way. till next month no uh, we're not doing yeah, an eight whatever. hour epic again no wait. no Just no wait. i'm not editing eight hours again yeah uh, have- okay maybe maybe but not not anytime soon okay so we'd like you to if you like the show leave some reviews on itunes uh follow us on facebook twitter instagram and youtube uh we have links in the show notes uh give our page a like too um because graham is a narcissistic uh person who needs validation constant <laughs> validation this has become a running joke isn't it have, have we just got yeah. that set in stone now it's yeah actually, yeah graham it's, needs that validation graham needs is it actually oh it is yeah yeah so uh, if you do want to get in touch with us you can post on our facebook wall send or send a message to that account uh email us at the rush at edge of empire.co.uk and there's also a message uh app, uh, app on our website um if you do want to help out the show we've got an affiliate link with audible so you can sign up to get your horus heresy audiobooks through them with a month's free trial and after that it's 7.99 a month for an audiobook and all the black library books are on there now um you can also become a patron of the mm. show and pop a couple of dollars in our tip jar for which we'll be externally grateful so i'd like to start off the evening well finish off the evening by thanking personally our, our, our backers i think what we should do is probably you know thank them at the end of each show um going forward okay. unless we come to a pile that's like you know 40 names long and not that's gonna that's not gonna happen so yeah. i'd like to thank uh jonathan uh mark ed graham and thomas um for their lovely donations you guys help to keep the show running i mean we'd still do it even if we didn't get the money um but you guys help don't, keep don't tell them that don't, don't. <laughs> no you guys help you guys help it make it so that um you know we, 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 we we're 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 still here yeah, we're still here. Uh, you you help keep the lights on, as it were. Yeah, uh, Thank you ever so much. Yeah, yeah. really appreciate it, guys. Yeah. yeah, really appreciate it. And and we've got some dice coming out to you, um, in the next hopefully next month. So yeah, I'll be messaging you all for your addresses and be sending you some dice. Um, so and we've got another. Uh, hopefully, you know, through the years we'll get you know other stuff sent out to you at some point. Nice stuff. Yeah. I should get a sticker yeah. out on that as well. Uh, okay, yes. so um. You can also help us by going through the advert on our website to purchase your wargaming toys from Element Games or in the show notes, where if something is available from Element Games, we do put a um, we do put a link to that in there. So if you do that, we get a couple of quid. And again, that 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 helps pay the bills. So that, that's handy. Um, next month. So in next month's episode, um, we have we're going to do a army focus episode. Uh, we're, we're doing we were debating on this one, but we're going to do the Black Shields. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because the Cause uh, we, we liked we liked the suggestion. Yes, yeah, so it was from Rick, wasn't it? 
um, yeah. who gave us the suggestion for that one. So we're doing Black Shields. Uh, we'll also, hopefully, if I can uh, get the time, uh, be able to speak to Mark Frost from Frostbrand Studios about his work with the um, Models for Heroes charity, which is very yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, know, I know you've been trying to set that up. And so. um, yes, yeah, just getting time at the moment is quite difficult, but I'm hopefully going to be able to interview Mark and um, we'll better get that one recorded uh, yeah. in the next but- month very worthy cause um it's great so yeah yeah all good uh, yeah so next month black shield hopefully that interview with mark and a review of conrad kurz the night haunter so long as i can get it read yes uh, i've got a busy august i don't know about you guys but yeah and all the normal heresy fun games that we're um doing including our report about the doubles event where michael and i are both playing on the same side which hasn't happened uh, i think although ever so it's going to be quite no we have we've just not played in any in an event in in a big yeah you know we played we played in the same side but in a big in a big game in which we haven't really been impacting on each other so yeah as someone that's that's teamed up with michael and first uh, with graham first hand michael let me tell you just just be firm with him (laughs) it's the only way it's the only way oh no we have doubled at an event there was one in um south no north shields okay yeah, we were playing doubles because oh. I had my um, I had my word betters, and they basically got shoved. At the, uh, they were all behind your your big armored breakthrough line, and it was sort of like, well, what right. could I do? Yeah. I can't actually get anywhere near the front of the battle because you know there's all oh, these um, there's all these tanks in the way. So I was just sort yeah. of like just reading Facebook, and, and and you were like, Michael, are you going to do anything? And I was like, I can't get anywhere near them. <laughs> well, well we'll make sure we change that when i take the solo and you well, yeah there's, there's a lot less this time. it was i think screaming forward with your ultramarines it, it, it was a big it was a it was a big game on a yes. six by four and there was no there was no room for and it was quite dense terrain wise so there was no room for for for, for you to you couldn't you made sense to be in the front with all those tanks um and there wasn't really enough turns or time for me to come in because i would have obviously come in with all my troops and gone ha ha as you but, do yeah although i did think strike with my gal back on top of a big um building and killed some stuff i vaguely remember now it's all coming back to me anyway yeah yes. we will be That's, we will be uh, reviewing that as well as all the other changes and updates in the heresy world uh, and new releases etc etc so we look forward to uh, you joining yeah. us then okay yeah, absolutely Thanks very much and good night. Yes, good night, everybody. Have a lovely month and we shall speak to you soon. Take care. Bye.